What is up, everybody? We are back here for another happy hour. You know what we do every no Thursday. You know how we get down. That's for the people in the back row. There we go. Wait, you're getting late. So, if you got one, crack them, crack them open as well. Have a little bit of fun and enjoyment talking about beer, drinking beer, getting into other things, I'm sure, as well, because that's how we do in the show. There is no direct path that we follow. So, we definitely go down a winding road at times, and hopefully, you guys will enjoy it. You'll go down a winding road with us as we kick back. So, I have a beer here to start out with. Usually, I don't get right into the beer, but I do have it here since I just got it. I'm going to go a little deep on this one. Shout out to our homie Blue Ice as I'm pulling something from his neck of the woods. It is going to be the Terrapin Depth Perception Double IPA. Decided to pick this up the other day. It was just like kind of staring at me outside the cooler. I was looking at it. It was looking at me. I was looking at it. It's like, are we going to do this or what? So I'm like, okay, let's dance. So I haven't had this in a bit of time. 9.1% ABV. The new, I'm going to say standard because that's what it's all headed to. 19.2 ounce can. So, oh, hey, yeah. Was that, was that so, <laughs> so 19.2 ounce can. They are out of Georgia. So that's what I'm going to crack open. Also, shout out to Brian because Brian's on there as well. So he's in Georgia too. So shout out to the Georgia contingent that's out There's there. More, isn't there Jean, Jean, Jean something? Uh, Jean Pierre, also Jean-Pierre. in Georgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think we got the whole delegation right now that I'm aware of. If I miss you and you're down in Georgia, just let me know. Throw a comment in the comment section. So. Yeah, shout out to all you guys down there and gals that are drinking beer too. So I just know the guys right now. But if you're a beer reviewer, let me know. We'll get you shouted out as well. So that's what I'm going to crack open to start. Mal, I don't know what you got there. I'm echo, having a problem. Echo, 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 I'm really, echo. Is I'm it the ghost again? Is it the ghost? Problem. No, the ghost? no, this is literally just my stupid phone being stupid. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it was not intentional. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Ooh, so, what do you, what do you, what, what do you have there? Uh, so, I am having Ravinia Brewing Company's Baldwin Porter. Uh, they use East Kent Golding hops, which is usually used in um, ESBs. So, I really love the flavor of those uh, of those uh, hops. I, I think they're just lovely. Uh, they use chocolate and roast malts, and it's a 6% ABV and 25 IBUs. I tend, I, I know the difference between porter and stout is always a tough question for people. This one, I feel like it comes across as like a Guinness, but not nitro, or like not like that creamy nitro taste. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. very dry, and uh, you get a little bit of that bitter cho- chocolate in there from the, the malts. Well, you said it's you said it's a stout though, right? Mm-mm. Or porter? It's a porter. It's a porter. Okay. It's a porter, but I think it drinks more like a stout. It's very medium mouthfeel, and it has that roasty, toasty, but almost dry close. And I just, I just find it lovely. I don't have the Robin Thick sample, but yeah, it's blurred lines. What breweries do now with the uh, porter to stout? But I know. Um, 
Yeah. 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 Because when you said dry, I was thinking a, a dry Irish stout when you said that. So, mm -hmm. but yeah. And there's just a hint of sweetness in there. Just, yeah. I don't know. It's so pretty. Mm. Big fan. So there's a pour of mine. Oh, the clarity. It's got the, uh, you know, with the double IPAs like this, it's got like that caramelly malty type fix to it. I don't know if the bubbles come through, but some nice bubble action, which part of that's attributed to the nucleated glass that I'm using, which are always kind of cool to have around. So you get sure. a little, little tornado almost type effect in there. But uh, drink smooth for 9.1. What was your ABV, you said? Six. Six, okay. Well, that's porter, though. That's good. That's right. That's yeah. actually pretty good for a porter. Agreed. Not to mention yeah. delicious, so bonus. Hey, delicious works. Mm-hmm. Good to shout out here to the people in the stands. Al Shafe, my back Hi, Al. Cheers I to Mal. So Where's Chew? Hands. Chew, Chew <laughs> is at work right now, but he will be home probably around 10 or so. Central time. Sorry. So cars fix? You don't have to go pick mm -hmm. him up or do you got to go pick him up? We don't know. He's catching a lift today. He got, oh, his, okay. he, he got a new phone, so he's able to call himself. It was the now. phone is what. Okay. Yeah. 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 That Alconauts in the house. Cheers. Cheers. That's <laughs> sure if it's both or just one, but great. Yeah, that's always the question. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> so if y'all haven't seen the Alconauts, make sure to check out the Alconauts as well. Mm. JT's in the house. Cheers, friends. Cheers Hi, to you, James. my friend, as well. Got some Chicago stuff to talk about here, too. I mean, Mouse here is going to talk some Chicago, but JT also Chicago. Mm. It's, been a, it's been a short week because I only had a day and a half. I was off Monday and a half day Tuesday. But by Thursday, I feel like it's been longer already. <laughs> well, I haven't had a day off in two weeks, so it Ooh. feels like all the days are long right now. We had to go through a run of hiring, so I've been doing it, like four interviews a day, trying oh, to yeah. narrow it down. But that includes my days off, unfortunately, which was supposed to be today. It did not work. <sighs> cheers, to, cheers to Al for sharing it out. Appreciate Aww. you. So. I've missed you so much, sir. Rusty says, cheers, my crazy. Hey, cheers, Rusty. Great to see you as well. People keep it down. You're overzealous on the applause right now. So <laughs> keep it down. Um, you know, cheer, but don't get carried away. That's Dude, all it's saying. your button. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking one of the very last Metropolitan Magnetrons. Oh, yeah. Yes, I was going to talk about a little Metropolitan here in a bit, too. Yeah. Got Shane in the house. Cheers, Shane. Great to see you. Hi, Another Shane. great channel. Y'all haven't checked out Shane's craft beer reviews. Beer review. Check out Shane. Uh, good to see you on again, Al said. Hmm. Just Ray is here. Usually oh. raised, usually raised when it comes in later. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray's in the front this time. PA's in the house. Hmm. Here's all actually enjoying the day shift life overall. Campfires every night. Oh, that's nice. Good weather for a campfire, too, tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Here, at least here it's like, well, right now Paul's not too far from me, but 52 degrees, so he's probably around 52, maybe 50, something right there, 55, somewhere now. Right around there too. Yeah. Did you roast marshmallows on a campfire? Did you do that when you were a kid? 
Oh, for sure. Marshmallows, the hot dogs. Not, not just when I was a kid. I, I did that last summer. <laughs> <laughs> did you it's make a Do you make s'mores at a campfire? Yeah. See, I've never made s'mores at a campfire. I've had really? s'mores, but I've never did it at a campfire. No. Huh. It's better that way. Funny about the campfire doing the hot dogs. So you do the hot dogs, right? You did the hot oh, dogs yeah. before. And you put the hot dogs on a stick, like. Yeah. That's just how we ride. I don't know if you can do that with kids nowadays. I don't know if they still do that or not. Because again, we would drink from the hose generation, right? Kids that day are surprised when they find out people drink from the hose. Oh, no, so no, no. Your hot, just, your hot just, dog isn't done until you dropped it in the dirt. Then you know a, it's ready. Get a random stick, throw the hot dog in there, you drop it, get a little grittiness on it. Just saying, yeah. you know. And then it's ready. <laughs> And depending on how close to Chicago you are, that decides if you get ketchup or not. You know, it's but you need the dirt on there. It's required. Yeah. You know, one thing that I hadn't seen as much over the years, maybe I just haven't been, they don't show them as much. Right? Like when I was younger, bonfires were always big in the fall. Oh, and yeah. I feel like you don't see a lot of bonfires. Maybe it's a safety hazards like that and everything, but those were some oh, great man. times. Thinking back to like we used to have one every year at high school, like in the fall, mm-hmm. big bonfire party and stuff. and. Oh, yeah. we did too. Yeah. Somebody might fall in, but you know, that's a risk. You know, that's the risk. <laughs> <laughs> gobble, gobble, self rod and mouth. Let's drink responsibly. Maybe do some lies. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Ever since falling back to the 80s there. <laughs> no, no. He's he's talking about the line dancing. He he wants to do line dancing. That's oh, I was, I was thinking cocaine. It's, it's very bad. responsible to do line dancing. But it, what a great suggestion, Emerson. See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so no show next week, obviously, because it'll be Thanksgiving, so next Thursday. So this is, well, I was going to say almost our last show of December, but actually we will be on the 30th, so it'll be the December Eve at that point. Yeah. And we have to start to decide, and do we want to look at maybe doing a Christmas beer show? I don't know. I haven't decided for yet. I haven't bought any Christmas beer. Have you bought any Christmas beers yet? Not yet. Not yet. I know they're out there, but I haven't picked up any. Oh, they were out there. They've been out there for a bit of time. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys are early again. So Yeah. Well, my, my work has a tiny Tim cookie beer that tastes like ginger snaps. So, yeah. I want to say all snap, but would that be like too much of a pun? <laughs> When has that ever stopped you? <laughs> true, true. Um, I actually got a big bottle of St. Bernardus Christmas sale. I ended up getting oh, it for fun. like eight, like eight dollars. Was a nice. it was a Rajay deal? I think I think I would classify that as a Rajay deal. Those of you know the lore, I still find them out there. It still does happen. <laughs> uh, just well, like, when you shop for beer as much as you do, it's bound to happen. Well, you know, it, it does. I get like I find spots. I just find spots. It's like an alarm goes off and it's like, you know what? I should go into this store today because I bet I'll find something in there and then bam, it just happens. So <laughs> it's always nice to find a good deal. Oh yeah. Oh, camping this weekend. Very nice. Nice. Jealous. Although at this point in my life, I'm not a camping on a ground camper. I'm a camping in a cabin camping. Mm. You know, I'm in a cabin. I'm in a hot tub. That's my camping. Mm, nope. <laughs> get out there in a the tent and you have some bear come walking in i don't want no bear in my tent get out of here bear we're, uh, we're, we are we're multi-stream we're streaming on my channel and we're streaming on mal's channel yep and i make it a youtube exclusive i could take it to facebook or twitter but i feel like i just want to keep it as a youtube thing so people will come here so 
Nice. It's easier for people to find it. So every Thursday, Al, 8 o'clock Eastern is when we actually run this. Except again, not next Thursday when we have Thanksgiving. Speaking of Thanksgiving, any special plans for Thanksgiving? You guys going to make dinner? You going place? You have family coming in? You going to see family? We're gonna go see his family for Thanksgiving this year. Um, now the day before Thanksgiving is the biggest drinking day of the year, and I have to be at work, and we're probably True. staying open late. So as soon as I get off work, he's probably going to come to my work. We'll have packed the car already, and we will drive six hours overnight to his uh, mom's house. Sorry, seven hours overnight to his mom's house. We'll sleep until about two in the afternoon and then go with his mom to his aunt and uncle's house where Mm -hmm, we'll mm -hmm. enjoy Thanksgiving dinner. And then we will go back to his mom's house and then drive seven hours back because we both have to work Friday. So there you go. That's a lot of time on the road, but with that traffic, I don't know how bad it's going to be for you guys have to go. I just know it's going to be crazy. You're expecting 49 million on the road this holiday season. Yeah. And Um, it's through Chicago traffic. So we're going to die. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Family is important. Chuck it up to experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course now you can FaceTime. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. FaceTime. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think but you he know, in person. <laughs> yeah. He's there for the annual Thanksgiving football day game. I know when they go out and play in the yard. I get it. That's a choose yeah. after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's out there like wedding crashers. Ah. Hot route. Hot <laughs> route. Yeah. Yeah. I can see Chew doing that. Yeah, um, pretty much. That's, that's about it. <laughs> so Chew's a guy like, I don't know what you're saying right now. <laughs> He's Owen Wilson. No, I'm just joking, Chew. I know you know football. You're a Michigan man. Um, but you know what will happen the night before Thanksgiving? Because you're working late at the brewery, you know what's going to happen, right? What? Turn around. Everything Because that is a that is a night when you get shit faced and you start singing songs you don't know the words to. So that is true. I can see that happening that night, and you'd be yep. like, "How do I get these people out of the brewery?" <laughs> well, Choose Brewery on Wednesday nights has uh, open mic night as well, so he'll have an open mic night before Thanksgiving with that. So I wish him well. I don't have to worry about an open mic night on my Wednesday, but still, I'll have to stay open later than him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, open mic night. Yeah. <laughs> do they do karaoke for his open mic night though? Or is it just you get uh, no no, mic? it's oh. it's people bring their instruments in and play and they'll have oh. uh, people who do stand up comedy, people who do poetry. They they've got a lot of different people doing different things. It's kinda cool. Well, I mean, it is open mic night, so you can come in and do what you yeah. want to do because the mic is open, so get sure. after it, right? So yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, let me see here. Uh, where was I? Oh, yes. So Paul says, I roast him now, LOL. Oh, not Paul. <laughs> Al said that. I said the oh, roast. Marshmallows. Yeah. Marshmallows. 43 degrees here. Demos. He's even cooler than I thought, I thought he was. So, yeah. A nice a nice fall evening. <laughs> <laughs> We're making mountain Why did pies. you say something like that? Yeah, I just I just felt like saying it that way. Mm. <laughs> Whoa. 
Uh, Mel Brooks movie. <laughs> Good evening, Seth. <laughs> we are making mountain pies of the campfire this week for PA Outdoors Couple Channel camping in Ohio, Ohio Pile State Forest in Southwest PA. I never heard of that one. Hmm. There you Ohio go. Ohio Pile. I don't know what mountain pies are though. I don't think you want to know. It's Paul. That's the that's the concern. That's always the concern, you know. Oh, I know what they are. They're like Pop-Tarts. Oh, don't tell them Pop-Tarts anymore. Oh, my gosh. He's done with Pop-Tart, man. <laughs> he put in his Pop-Tart time. Oh, see, another day they look at you like crazy. It's not made in the kitchen. It's not food all well. I'm after picking stuff off, off the ground. Yeah, you get, you know, we had the five-second rule growing right, up. Kid, right, right. You know, now. Some places you probably didn't want to enact that rule, depending where you were. But in most places, five second rule was okay. The one thing that never affected the five second rule beer pong. Didn't matter you playing beer pong, you just picked it up, you put it in the water, you hope the water cleaned it enough, and then you were off and doing whatever next. So, because alcohol kills germs, folks. <laughs> science, <Right>. it's science. <laughs> uh, most of my fires turn into bonfires. <laughs> Oh, I don't think you're supposed to put gasoline on it. I'm just saying. Is, is he admitting to arson now? Is this a new thing that we didn't know about him? <laughs> oh, man. I'd be the first goddamn line dancer in the South. Fastest. <laughs> oh, Emerson. Oh, goodness. <laughs> line dancing is Joseph. That's like, yeah, we're doing the line dancing. But yeah, people like the line dancing out there, but it's funny. Which. You go to a wedding and it's like you almost have like Cuban shuffle has to be on at some point, right? And then you have the uh what's the other song they have? The uh that one uh, song. Oh wait, 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 I think I know it was uh turn around. No. <laughs> oh no, was that one? I'm sorry. Although you could no, have people, you could have people drunk in a barn doing that too, though. Yeah, you uh, just gotta turn around for the yeah. dance. It's super simple. But yeah, but it's like line dance, but I don't think people think of it as line dancing. They think, oh, this is just like dancing. Like, oh no, that's still line dancing. They're still line dancing with that. Yeah. Everybody gets together. Like you get people getting out there like hadn't danced the whole night, but they hear that one song come on and like just jump out there. Everybody else. Yeah, yeah, that's my song. Slide. Electric the slide was one. Electric slide was one. Yeah. The cha cha cha. Yeah, cha cha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping of course YMCA comes on. Everybody starts doing the YMCA. That's not letters. really a line dance though. No, but they do the letters like, you know. Yeah, but you yeah. don't have to be in a line for it. You don't have to be in a line for it. No, no. But make sure you have your letters right. Don't bump into people. Make sure your C is going the right direction. You don't want to knock over somebody's drink. So, evening, Bart. Cheers, my friend. Got some exciting New Jersey, exciting New Jersey beer news to talk about, too. I think you'll be happy to hear if it hits your area. I just found a stream over here. LOL. I think We're you everywhere. Over mine. Yeah. <laughs> We are everywhere. Sun taking over the world. We're like we're like pinky in the brain right now. What's up? <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun cartoon. Oh, best karaoke tune of all time. I never did. I never. I mean, I was never a huge karaoke person. But I may have told you this before, or mentioned it. The only time I really did karaoke. I mean, we had company parties. We did some stuff where it was just us, but in front of like actual other people we didn't know was when we were at a bar and me and my buddy, and we did um, Ebony and Ivory. <laughs> Except I sung the white parts and he sung the black parts. 
And that's a fun entertainment thing to do when you got a bar people drinking and they're trying to figure out what the hell's going on because they're confused now. So I love it. If you're gonna do it, do it right. That's all I'm saying. Mix it up a little. I, I like Alcanauts <laughs> bringing up the karaoke. We did have a karaoke night during the the get together in July. Yeah. Had everybody singing songs together. It was hilarious. <laughs> I loved it. Karaoke can definitely be fun. Oh well, well, what's up, Yoda, my friend? Cheers, buddy. It's one of my gaming Hi. buddies over there, although. Haven't gamed too much, or I'll play Modern Warfare 3. I haven't bought it yet. I'm still on Warfare 2. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to kick it in yet. I don't know. It'll probably be on sale next Friday anyway. So, this is World War Zone. Can I bring my guitar and sing? LMAO, <laughs> Shane said. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That is a thing that needs to happen. <laughs> you can bring the guitar, but not the damn ukuleles, son. No ukuleles. <laughs> What's your problem with ukuleles? <laughs> I just think of that commercial. Have you seen that new commercial that's out? No, I haven't. And the guy's there, and um, he's on the beach with his buddies. And it's one of the drinking alcohol commercials. He starts playing oh. the ukulele, and there's a boat out there. He's like, oh, guy, he's got the ukulele. And then some lady, like, make it stop. And the guy's like, <laughs> good friends, don't let friends play the ukulele. They're all yelling at him. He's just like, no, dude, no. <laughs> and the one commercial he took it, he threw it in the fire afterwards. But now they have another one where he just sits it to the side. I think people complained about, like, doing that. They thought it was kind of probably bullyish or something. I don't know. I can't understand people nowadays. Do the smallest thing. Oh, you're a bully. Are you? Are you? <laughs> it depends on if litigation's involved. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how to get people out of the brewery? Sorry, everyone. We ran a crap. Only beer we got left are now the ice and PBRs. Hey, in Chicago, that might not work. Actually, yeah, Chicago, that would probably be fine. I did actually have someone ask for cores at my brewery yesterday. It still yeah. happens. It still happens. So we had a we had a company bar a party one time, and we were doing it at Rock Bottom in Cincinnati. So when the guys that were there, he was one of our sponsors. So he like he was from Denver and Colorado, right? So he was trying to drink too much. He was like asking. For some light and everything. It's the first time he was actually kind of at a crafters type spot. So he's usually drinking like cores like that, everything. And he asked for uh cores, um, did a cores light, and the guy looked at him, and I was like, he don't know, he's not for just bring him a glass of water or whatever like that. And so he's like, What do you mean? Like, I want a cores light. Like the, the guy did bring him back actually a glass of water, but then he brought him like one of their their uh more lighter type beers. What's funny is like you don't ask for cores light when you come to a spot like this. This is their beer. So I had to <laughs> But it was funny when he like brought me a glass of water. It's <laughs> like not much nice. difference. Yeah. <laughs> Good with you. Uh, I'm the only line dancer that will blow out of ACL and keep going. Yeah. Just keep going. You don't quit. I'm willing because of that ACL. there are others that are that into line dancing. Mm. I think there's more than just you, sir. <laughs> I mean, ACL would say you're younger than if you were older and you did a broken hip, you know, so. You know, you're doing ACL, you still got some youth to you. Brian's oh. inner villain. My inner villain? My inner villain? <laughs> <laughs> that song, After Midnight, we're going to let all hang out. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. I don't, we'd have to put in uh, our rating on the, the chat then. <laughs> we, we do that whenever Shannon shows up. So. <laughs> Actually, by the time she gets here, it's probably NC-17 at that point. Uh, usually. Uh, usually, yeah. 61, 16 here in Chicago. 16? 16. 16 degrees? Celsius, sir. He is helping out uh, the Canadians. 
Oh, they're doing the oh, okay. I must have missed something. Okay, yeah. Mm. yeah. Doing the math. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I cooked s'mores over a campfire, I was asked to leave Canada. NYC looked like a scene from Blade Runner. Twenty forty nine for three months. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> oh, funny. Speaking of Canada. Yeah, speaking of Canada being fun, not a not so funny moment. That attack that happened on Nancy Pelosi's husband, I just found out he was a Canadian. Oh. He funny was a Canadian resident. I didn't even know that he came out yeah. today. He was, the, but he's getting like maybe fifty something years or that and everything. But I'm like, see, Canada, crack house above the lab. They got shit going on in Canada too, just like we do here. They always say, oh, in America, oh, in America. On you said a Canadian down here, you got violent, you got all crazy. <laughs> yeah, but they got donuts and maple syrup, so they're better. Maybe he couldn't find any, and that's what set him off. Like, you call this maple syrup, and then he went off the deep edge. So, yeah. He was looking for those chips, the the all dressed, and couldn't find them. <laughs> they are in Canada. I've seen that before. People had the all dressed chips. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 59, 15 in Niagara. Well, you know, everybody's doing the math here from the Canadian side. Like, well, he is Canadian. He did the math for us. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just saying, you know. Because we're America. Everybody's supposed to come to our side. Just do America? Fahrenheit. <laughs> square dance. Square dance is line dance. No, is it a line dance? No, square dance is a line dance. Not really. Because you're going in a circle. You're doing a square dance going in a circle. How did that even work out? That's only the promenade. Everything else is a square. The promenade is a circle. But other, that's we, the only aren't, when circle. they go in a circle, they say they're square dance. And when they're going around... Well, I know it's one of the moves that is a promenade. It happens to go in a circle, but you're still sticking to the sides of the square. But if it's a square dance, why don't you just do it in a square? Instead of doing get it off in a beat. circle. You would get off beat. You have to cut the corners a smidge to stay on beat. I seen some of them. They were off beat anyway. Well, yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's once, okay. Maybe that one didn't get a little bit closer, right? <laughs> yeah. Me that's too. a fan. That's a fan favorite song around here. Oh yeah, ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> no videos have oh. been posted. No proof exists. No, the karaoke happened. Yeah, it happened, sir. Gamer, you play any battle? Actually, I do have Battlefield twenty forty two. I've never played it. I've got it. I just haven't done it. So, I've always done the Call of Duty stuff. I might jump on Battlefield at some point. If you're a gamer, let me know, Al, what you're gaming on. I'm on the uh, PS5. You definitely try to connect. <laughs> <laughs> Ukuleles. They got ukulele fans, man. I mean, if you're in Hawaii, sure. <laughs> if you're not in Hawaii, they don't want that on the mainland. I'm just saying. That's right, Al. Don't forget to hit Pre that like button. Appreciate you, Al. Hit that look good, look good like. You might hear That's sirens, awesome. all kinds of stuff out here. Don't it's hit like, that. Uh, Don't hit that. What, what, what did you just say? <laughs> the look and look and like. We got, the, we, got the, we got the Thursday night game here in town. I'm like three blocks away from the Ravens Stadium, so Bengals are here against the Ravens. Big game. There I'm also down the, street, down, down the street from the hospital, the police department, and the fire department. So we got sirens for that. We got people going to blow horns. We got all kinds of stuff that may be happening. So it might get a little crazy. It's okay. I have a train about 40 feet away. So, yeah, you'll hear trains from my side. I, I never get the train coming through, though. I never hear the train, like, coming through. Oh, it, it doesn't pick up? I thought it did, because, honestly, it's it's fairly loud. No, I've never I've never had. Maybe Todd, when he gets here, maybe he's heard it at some point. But I have not heard it. 
Hmm. I'm sneaky yeah. about my trains, apparently. <laughs> right? <Super> a secret. <laughs> oh, no one shall here. know. <laughs> well, I'm drinking a PBR. <laughs> Are you offended, oh, sir? Hey, what you doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to you drinking a PBR. Oh, look, we got Blue in the house. I mentioned Blue's name earlier. Blue is here. Cheers, homie. I'm actually drinking one from your part. It's a Terrapin Death Perception. Emerson says, I'd be the only line dancer that would get busted by the DEA for cocaine. Later, I would start a dance troupe in prison. <laughs> you might be popular if you're doing a dance troupe in prison, just saying. <laughs> Have you considered writing novels? Because I really think this this is a story that needs to be told. <laughs> this, this needs to exist on a hotel somewhere. Please. <laughs> oh, then you all hang on. I'll switch it back to PA Brood. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hmm. Do you guys remember when they were trying to cancel PBR because they were sponsored to some bull riding show? No. I don't remember the bull riding one. I remember the Miller Light with the commercial with the women thing and then, of course, Bud Light. We'll talk about Bud here in a second, too. No, I don't remember the uh, <laughs> bull ride in there, though. No, I don't recall that either. Maple syrup. syrup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you gotta shout it, Rod. You missed that. Maple syrup. Go for it. Go for it. Come on. I can't do Shane justice enough saying maple syrup. So and then you, you gotta know. end it with a. A. <laughs> Got some maple syrup, eh? <laughs> oh, the ketchup, ketchup chips. chips. I like the ketchup, but we actually have we actually have ketchup chips here. Hers does ketchup chips here on the East Coast. Not not where I am. Yeah. Yeah. Hers is like the a big East Coast brand. They they do all right. They took it a permit to buy hammers in Canada. Thanks, Pelosi. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it wasn't he, really Pelosi's fault for the hammer thing, really. He was from Canada. He didn't know because they don't. Really, well, he do have some people have guns up there, but it's not like it is here. So he's like, "What is around the house? You can usually use a hammer because they all have hammers, right?" They have, they have gun ownership, like I think they have some gun. You can get a permit for guns in Canada, I believe. Really? If not. If not Shane or Rain, we can let me know, but I, I believe you can. Yeah, let us know because I, I thought I, I think thought it's tougher to get it's tougher. Benefits. I thought it was tougher to get it there than it is here, but I think they can. Oh, wait, wait, no, because they have like wild animals protect themselves things, so they yeah. must, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna try to tackle a moose if a moose is coming out. You gotta take that big thing down if you can. Actually, yeah. you probably should run away because them things are huge. I mean, way of life, you kind of have to a little bit, right? America. Right? America. <laughs> no, it's not America. It's America. America. We don't back down from nothing. <laughs> Even nothing. when we should. <laughs> and as Neil Young, that's about, yeah, because they sent us Celine and Justin, so. <laughs> she loves Neil Young. I'm not as big a fan. Well, like, good songwriter. I just wish other people would perform his stuff. That's all. Good songwriter, just wishing he wasn't singing it. Wow. But you know, but you know I felt the same <laughs> way about the Beatles. I thought they were excellent songwriters. I just kind of wished other people did their stuff. What if the Beatles know. wrote it and then the Monkees would have sung it? Yeah, the Monkees was pretty much mirror image. They sounded almost exactly the same half the time. Well, so you know, the Monkees are more popular than the Beatles up to that up for true, a while. Lived up to the you know, their early stuff? Sure, that was fun, you know, eight yeah. days a week. Sure, why not? But once they got into some of the like deeper stuff, it was like other people I thought performed it better. I don't know. 
But my mom yeah. was also obsessed, and I and the shrines and stuff. Like there were shrines in my house to the Beatles. To the, to the Beatles, so, really? I, I might have got burned. Well, to John Lennon specifically, but I yeah. might have kind of got burned out on the Beatles due to her, rather than like, yeah. oh, she likes it, I can't, kind of thing. You know. But you know, yeah. it, it's it. I've come full circle. It's fine. <laughs> I was uh when when I was a kid. One of my more favorite Beatles songs was the. Uh, Ellen the Rigby track. I used to love that song mm. as a kid for whatever reason. I thought it was really well put together. It's a really good song. Yeah, yeah, that was one. Like it wasn't like I liked Help and some of the other stuff, but the Ellen the Rigby was the one that kind of, you know, I thought was kind of a great piece of art that they put together myself. But yeah, you know, uh, the storytelling was beautiful in their songs for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm back now. Let it all hang. <laughs> And the NC-17 rating has adjusted. We're good. Oh, PS4, I'm going to get uh, to a fix now. Power supply is gone. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's Can't so get fun. a power supply back. Yeah, I'm Rod underscore J underscore Beer, Al, if you were to connect on PlayStation. Because I got the four and the five. We got Justin Bieber, too. Oh, wait, he lives on air now, right? You sent him, him from the crack house. Down into the main house. So you the house up top, you send them down here with us. So yeah. Into the meth lab. Sure. Into the meth Why lab. Not? Yeah. Him and Celine. But Did I can't she, hate you too much. She, I thought she still lived up there. I thought she's in Vegas now living for a residence. Well, I mean there. she's performing there, but not yeah. yeah. But I mean you can't hate can't go. They, didn't, they gave us like John Candy, which was a great they gave Mike, Mike Michael Myers, who was mm -hmm. a great comedian. Mm -hmm. So for the sure. funny people, he was a good funny people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, say Rick Moranis, although he stopped acting for a while, but he was pretty funny back in the day. I adore that man, I yeah. think he's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I see him and I smile, I'm just like, oh, you're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they made an electric ukulele, <laughs> you know, I didn't know that either. That's yeah. kind of fun. What if you get some? Notes on like an electric guitar. <laughs> Don Ho could have killed it if he had an electric ukulele back in the day. Uh, let's go check it out. Right next time I'm over, they're making ukulele parties. Hey, Blue, Blue, Mallory sneaks a train in. <laughs> LOL, <laughs> it's a secret, it's a secret train. Shush. Woo <laughs> Not like ours. <laughs> uh, don't say A after anything. <laughs> a. <laughs> Would you like a beer A? <laughs> it's quite the process to purchase a gun legally here. It oh, is so a process, you so you okay. can't get it. Yeah, it just takes a good amount of pain in the butt to do it, probably. Mm. Which that does remind me. Yes, I have a house surrounded by bears. Could I get a gun, please? Oh, you'll have to fill out all this paperwork. Come on in. Uh, I'm surrounded by bears. <laughs> eh? <laughs> not going to work. It's just not going to work. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, good. I'll, I'll see you on Tuesday. <laughs> what the bears leave, you know. The bears have canasta that day. I might be able to get out. <laughs> I saw a video of a mother with her kid and they were like at a picnic table somewhere and it was like in South America or something, I think. And she's holding the kid against her with the covering his eyes and stuff to the side because the bear's over here and it's eating their food. 
like at the table. It's not a full bear. It's like a um, what do you, what do you call it? No, what do you call it? What do you call the baby? What do you call it? The cub. It's like like a cub. <laughs> and so the cub is like there, and the kid like can't doesn't can't look because he's like getting freaking out. And the mom's just trying to keep him calm and doing it. And like, what do you do? Like, if you're just sitting there eating lunch and the bear rolls up and starts eating your lunch, even if it's a cub, you're kind of like screwed, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you're not supposed to move or anything like that and everything. So you're like sitting there petrified. At the same point, he's eating your lunch. So now you're going to be petrified and hungry. That's just rude. Yeah. That's just rude. You know, you can scare us or you can eat the food. You can't do both. <laughs> Just rude. <laughs> no rules for bears, and it should be. <laughs> Neil's yeah, a storyteller. Well, Neil's a storyteller, not a singer. Well, Bob Dylan is. A, I would think Bob Dylan's more of a storyteller than a singer, but. Well, I feel does. yeah, Bob yeah. Dylan would sit in that category for me too. Yeah. But like Billy Joel, singer and storyteller, I give yeah. him both. <laughs> Elton John, singer and storyteller. Yeah, I give him both. Could you, imagine, could, could you imagine being caught up in a conversation where on one side you got Bob Dylan and on the other side you got Ozzy Osbourne and you're trying to understand both of them at the same time having a conversation like that would make me drink just to try to figure out what the hell's going on. So we're, we're imagining some sort of afterlife. That <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, at some point. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, like Ozzy Osbourne, there's points where like it's funny, like to hear him talk sometimes you can't figure it out. But you tell him to sing it, and it sounds fine when he sings it. Yeah. Yeah. Bob Dylan can go either way. Sometimes you can understand him talking. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes you can understand him singing. Sometimes you can't. And then so. you throw in the Rocky guy and Emo Phillips, and you've got a party. <laughs> no, no, you got special ed back in fifth grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see here. You can get guns in Canada, but it's always strict on them. Nothing in plat. In our platform is allowed. They're going crazy with it now. Can't even buy a handgun anymore. Oh wow! Oh. All right. Which when you hear about some of the Canadian stuff, it's definitely more knives seem to be involved. That would kind of explain it in that regard. Now, when a Canadian sees a wild animal approaching, they reach in their holster and pull out a hammer. Well, I used to be able to type. <laughs> I guess you're going to just keep on hammering at home, Emerson. Right? Going to keep on. Hammering that. <laughs> yeah, Rod, your your joke was worse than his. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I didn't nail it. So no! AR platform. <laughs> Come on. I'm gonna keep swinging away because it is Thursday. It is the last Thursday before Thanksgiving. All right, we, talking out, guys. No, <laughs> we, we got to get up here and jump around some. Gotta have a little fun. I don't know what that was though. That, in that wasn't clip. that the screaming goat? I don't know, a goat or a dog or something. Something got stepped on, maybe. It sounded a little bit like Chew. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe Chew got stepped on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stones greater than Beatles. Oh, now we got the bass we find ourselves. You know, I, I'd have to agree. Stones over the Beatles? Yeah. I would say as I was older, I did prefer the Stones more. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a debate that JV, our buddy JV on his thing he did, and Queen came out over the Beatles, which I was always more of a Queen fan. Um, I think Queen trumps the Beatles too. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think everybody was all with it. Except Blake. Blake was very highly upset that people were choosing Queen over the Beatles. So <laughs> Blake shows up. We we'll have to bring that up till we can because he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> but then I choose Aerosmith over all of those. So that's just me, though. Aerosmith over the Stones? I do. Really? I do. Okay. Steven Tyler plays 23 instruments, does all of his own harmonies, sometimes eight-part harmonies in one song. And Stones weren't do- pulling that kind of stuff. The musicality trumps for me. Yeah, but he's a talent. He's a genius. He's a for sure. genius for sure. for sure. I'm just thinking, like, when you look at the albums and the production of what was put out, there's definitely been more success with the Stones side, I would say. Oh, yeah. I, I, Aerosmith, I, feel, I feel you that agree. They made a lot limited. more money. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I agree as far as sales go. But personally, as a musician, music teacher, I found Aerosmith to more be more musically talented overall than them. Now, I might argue the Queen thing. I, like, I would go back and forth on that one. That would be a tough call for me because Freddie Mercury had some amazing talent and his, oh. his band was to die for. Like, they were phenomenal. But I, I think Aerosmith trumps the Stones musically, musically every time. Okay. Yeah. As far as technical ability. Well, I was say, well, you got Queen and you got the range of a Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. And then you got like the guitar playing of a Brian May. I mean, exactly. it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's definitely a super group there and everything. And, you know, Freddie, Freddie passing, you know, at this point now, they end up filling in Adam Lambert, who's really held down a lot. Yeah. Being part of Queen, which is, I mean, here's a guy that came from American Idol how many years ago? And he ends yeah. up being like this super voice which on american idol a lot of them could sing but i don't know if i would ever thought like one of them could ever replace like freddie mercury like that came through he's and, not replacing he's not replacing him but strong about that but he's but pretty solid he, he holds his own he does yes. i mean I he's never going to be freddie mercury but he yeah. he does really well and you know another person that holds their own i can't remember the guy's name um but he ended up taking over for a journey for steve perry i think mm-hmm. it was steve perry was the lead singer there and the guy that's the lead singer now with them, he can hit some notes like Steve Perry used to hit back in the day, too. I love so, it. Yeah. yeah I, I don't so. think I've heard the new singer for them. So, oh, yeah, he's been doing it for a few years and stuff now. But yeah, he's it's almost it's eerie. But you know, you had stuff like that. You have people get replaced, like ACDC when they replaced in the 70s, when, you know, for Bon Scott. It was just like you get people that come in and just like you didn't think there'd be another person that could even come close. And you're like, wait a second, this might be able to make this work. So, yeah. Yeah. Cheers, wine cellar. Happy Thursday to you. Cheers. Cheers. Nine point one is going down pretty easy tonight. It could get a little crazy. Could get a little crazy. Just saying. (laughs) That's how every good story starts. (laughs) No, every good story says. All right. Well, what happened was when you hear what happened was, then you know it's going to be a good story. Like strapping in, it's going to be a good one upcoming. Uh, Robert Fripp on live from Daryl's house. Never heard of live from Daryl's house. Was that Larry and Daryl and Daryl back in the day with Newhart? This is Larry, my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nikki, 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 Nikki. I don't know, Nikki. I know Prince, darling Nikki. Now that was a song back in the day. Yeah. Little rock. 
Hey, AI is A, not A, LOL. Hey, Al. Hey, Al. I thought he would type, I thought he said something like AI response. I was like, is that AI? Like, that's Al. That's Al. Hey. Wait a minute. Hey, now you're getting to the Fonzie level. Hey. Isn't Henry Winkler from Canada? Is he Canadian too? You know, I feel like he might have been, but I'm not sure. Let me take a look there. Let's get into the Google machine here. I think he <laughs> might be. The font might be a Canadian or a Canuck. That's like, oh, no, he grew up in Scataway, New York or something. Um, yeah, Canada. Yeah, oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, French. Yep, 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 yep. The Fonz was Canadian. He sounded... That. No, he's not. No, he's American. Why is this thing <laughs> telling me? I IBMB had Henry Franklin born eighteen thirty, and it has France, Canada. But I think that was a mistake. Born eighteen thirty? No, no, no. He was born on October thirty. October thirtieth. <laughs> I'm thinking he was born in eighteen thirty. The man looks amazing for his age. He's, wow. he's, he was he was the Fonz though. So you know, Jeez. no, he was Who born late. 1945. He's age 78. I need, to, I need to know what moisturizer he uses. That's fantastic. <laughs> Just looking through here. Yeah. Looking on Wikipedia. He's born in New York. So, but the one thing I looked at first at Canada. So, I was like, wait a second. He's kind of got a Canadian look to him now. So, could have easily confused. What exactly? Wait, is what is it? He's a Canadian. Canadian? Give me the next question. I don't know. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Just, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's it's the nice, hat with the ear flaps, like, right? Nice, that's, nice, that's nice well mannered. Like you know, you see Michael Myers drop up. You're like, yeah, he's kind of, you know, kind of like Canadian type look. Mike Myers. I think it's just the hat with the ear flaps. That's kind of the Canadian look, right? See now, you now you're stereotyping Strange Brew, and that's no. Not I nice. just know the ears get cold <laughs> and it's cold there. I'm, they don't, I'm not stereotyping they, nothing. I know how they, cold my ears get when winter comes, and they all don't no, wear. They all don't. Good. They all don't wear flannel and ear flap flannel. hats. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying they all don't wear flannel and ear flap hats and walk around with an axe in their hands. I think should because it's cold and ears get cold. Uh, yeah, but they get cold here in the States too. Yeah, not as cold as them. <laughs> Aussie um, slaves, yeah. For sure. Which when they first started doing this show, I used to watch that when it first came out. I think when it first came out, it was on MTV, right? With the Osbournes. You want to hear a terrible story? Uh-oh. Of course on, I want to hear a terrible story. On a Halloween, one of the owners of my brewery showed up for the Halloween party, or both of the owners showed up. Um, and one of them was dressed as, as something, and I didn't know what it was. And he had a shirt with a symbol on it that was lit up, and his hair was all kind of like spiked up and gelled and stuff. Yeah. And he had glasses on, which he doesn't wear glasses. And I'm like, so what are you? And he's like, uh, duh, I'm Iron Man. And I went, like, the song? And he went, I need to go. And he just walked away. <laughs> so I don't, follow, I don't follow superhero movies. It's not my thing. But someone had to explain to me that there's, what, the, the actor that plays him. Robert Downey Jr. Hair. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Has, like, the gelled back hair and the glasses. And he has just, like, the shirt with the little lit up the light the light there for his heart yeah but um 
Yeah, I, I didn't know that. And did he, did he have the goatee when he did it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. when I said like the song, he just he just he just had to leave. He couldn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> he just shattered his his dreams of being Robert Downey and people recognize him as Iron Man. Yeah, I, I apparently messed up with my boss on that one. <laughs> Wait, I'm I Iron Man. Are you Iron Man? Chu showed up late to the party and he walked right up to him and said, dude, Iron Man. And and he went, dude, strong man. And it was really funny. The two of them got along great. And I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm still hearing the song in my head. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> It's a damn good song. I like the song. Oh my god! Apparently they're that's separate funny. and not related at all, but still. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Marvel universe, my friend. Marvel mm -hmm. universe. I I don't particularly do superhero movies in general. Not my thing. Yeah, well, you know, but I feel like Marvel's a little bit different. <laughs> I, I, I did. Oh, I did like Deadpool. Those were funny. Yeah. I like those. Deadpool's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's like a, it's like a that's how his comic book is written too, where he's talking to you while he's in that. Yeah, he breaks well. the fourth wall and he's yeah. snarky as fuck. And I find that hilarious. So which, which is why Ryan Reynolds fits the role. Oh, as good for as sure. He does. Yeah. Actually, did you see him in what was it like the other guy or the, the extra guy or what was the movie? Oh, that was uh he was like the the non player character, NPC character. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I loved that I movie. I thought that was great. Well, you see him like in uh, in Waiting. He's funny in Waiting. Oh, yeah, uh, for sure. Obviously, Van Wilder was the first time he kind of came on the scene when he did that role um, back in the day. Um, he just, he, that role, like, don't watch Green Lantern because that's like the worst superhero movie he ever was part of. And the actual worst superhero movie, kind of one of the worst ever from DC or Marvel. But he kind of got screwed up in that one. But, uh, his sarcasm just sold that role so good because he plays roles like that as perfectly to a T. So, well, you know, he does the aviation gin and he came out with that commercial for Father's Day that was about um, uh, aviation gin cocktail called the vasectomy. <laughs> and it was him doing a Father's Day commercial for this cocktail. And it was so freaking funny because you could hear the kids screaming in the background as he's trying to des describe what the drink is. Hilarious. It had all like all it was like a blooper reel of him making the, the commercial. So it was it called it was called a vasectomy? He called the drink the vasectomy for Father's Day with his aviation gin. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, I'm definitely thinking there was no olives in. <laughs> and that was the pits. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> You're hurting me tonight. What are you trying to make up for Todd being missing? What is going pretty, on? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, I got the Todd wig tonight, so I got to make up with other stuff. So, like, my soul hurts a smidge. Like, you've gone pretty far on the puns, man. <laughs> I go my way with music. Stones haven't done anything good in 50 years. Beatles are overrated. Queen is unlistenable. What? I don't even know where you're going right now, JT. You're just throwing darts out there. Yeah, just... you didn't say anything you liked. I want to know what you like, not what yeah. you hate. You sounded like Clint Eastwood. Get off my lawn. That's what you're sounding like, JT. Get off my lawn. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Patton, Faith No More Over, Steve uh, Stones, Beatles, Queen Aerosmith. I'll be in the parking lot. <laughs> Hammer for discussion. 
Faith Wait, no more. Buy one? How did they let you buy one? Yeah. Faith no more. Have they really done anything in like so many years? Like they never got up to the main song they had um back in the 90s, but they were kind of using that maybe for the power to open doors stuff. That's like you never got anything close to that. Um, but I was surprised you didn't say Rollins Band. Rollins Band would have been another one to fit in there too. I liked them when I was back in the 90s doing an alternative uh, radio station. Rollins Band was pretty. That's how I first came across Henry Rollins. And the stuff that I watch now with Henry Rollins is just amazing. You ever get a chance to watch Henry Rollins and some of the stuff that he puts on, kind of breaking down things like these documentary type stuff? He's like an excellent storyteller. Definitely recommend. Bar, believe it or not, Deep Purple has put out three fine albums in the last few. I have not heard anything about Deep Purple. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That was my dad's favorite band. Greatest female rock vocalist ever. Yeah. Ann Wilson changed my mind. Ann Wilson, greatest female rock vocalist ever. Agreed. She kicks Pat Benatar's behind and Joan Jett. Ann Wilson can destroy all. What are you talking about with like rock? Because you got like Tina Turner. Because that was rock and roll. You also have um, Janis Joplin. You also no. Ann Wilson kicks Janis. Come on, you gonna kick Janis like that? Janis could only do gravel. Ann could do gravel and not. She had both. Janis ain't holding a candle. Hmm. Ann hmm. Wilson can do beautiful lyrical gorgeousness and gravel. Okay. I'm sorry, she wins. On Barracuda, are you kidding? Mm, no. Barracuda, Barracuda is a good track. I get Barracuda, that. <laughs> Dog and Butterfly, one of the most beautiful tracks I've ever heard. Her and Nancy, because Nancy was phenomenal as well. Barracuda. I mean, and Nancy was doing it while playing guitar. Are you kidding me? Now I got a song stuck in my head. Thanks. Thanks for saying Barracuda. You're it's welcome. So it's a wonderful song. Enjoy <laughs> it while it lasts. <laughs> it's also the first song you learn on Guitar Hero. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now you feel self-conscious. You've got a cherry dark lager on the side of your beer drinking lady. There you go. I do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Imagine being on the show with her right now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I got skills. Uh, rock indie bands, but yeah, JT he is a he definitely is a big fan of music and stuff too. So yeah, and Will's amazing. I saw her back in the seventies. I wish I could have seen her live. I never got a chance, but I sing her karaoke all the time, man. I live for that woman. Gilbert's in the house here, so we got like another Canuck in the house. Beer house in the house. Cheers, cheers out there in the OC. Great to see you, buddy. Just pulled the dog sled out of the barn. The team is ready for the winter. <laughs> you get in the, look at the Iditarod. You can jump in an Iditarod this year. You are so cute. Hosers all look the same, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but only when, when you say bud, you think of Breakfast Club. I can't help but to think of Breakfast Club anytime I say bud. It just takes me back to that scene. Canadians, just make sure to keep your ears warm, okay? Yeah, get, get your hat, Gilbert. Get your floppy hat for your ears. Yeah, because that's what all Canadians wear, according to Mal. She has three of those. He's obsessed. He's from Michigan. Sorry, lovely people. I have to go. Have a fantastic evening. <laughs> Cheers, Shane. You, Great Shane. to see you, brother. We'll have to chat soon. Bram Hall in the house. Cheers. Nice to catch hey. you. Hey, you too, my friend. Y'all have checked out Bram Hall. Check out Bram Hall. Another great channel here. Fantastic. 
Here's AT. Original Blade is peak filmmaking. If it wasn't for the original Blade, you would not have the Marvel Universe that you have now today. Because that was and the one how, that really established it. And Howard the Duck. Mm, Howard the Duck did not do well at the movies. I know that, but it was like the first one. Yeah, but it was the first one that was a crash and burn too, though. I love that movie. Like Blade, Blade was the one. Well, Blade was the one that kind of, and it came out as an R-rated movie too. But it was the one that opened up the whole idea for Marvel bringing comics more to the movies from the superhero type stuff. I would also say Spawn did it too, but Spawn gets overlooked sometimes. Spawn was another one that they brought in that was actually a great play too. They did the first one, but then after that, you started. Getting other stuff popping up. I still like Howard the Duck. Well, you know, we all got it. We all we all got issues. JT for sure. <laughs> Kristen, yes, and Middle Era Floyd, Metal Arrow, Metal Era Floyd, Faith No More, an album 2015. I did not know that. So Invictus, COVID nineteen, stopped the tour with more new music. Rumors they had two albums in 2015. Yes, they aren't mainstream. They're brilliant. No, they weren't mainstream back then. We used to have them on the. Uh, alternative station back then. I mean, it wasn't something you weren't hearing on the top 40 type station. I mean, when they broke through with the song, it, that one went there, but most of their stuff was still alternative. What? Five golden tooks. What is Water a took? Back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Was this something you guys sang there or something? I don't even know what the took is. What's the took? Uh, it's a it's a hat. It's the hat. Oh, it's the hat a the, hat. That's the hat with the floppy ears. No, no, it's just a hat. Okay. But I was singing the the Twelve Days of Christmas from the Ubers, which uh, is technically you know Upper Peninsula, Michigan, but they still make me laugh. So, going with it. Yes, yeah, like heart. The first one thousand times I heard their five songs. That's my main problem with a lot of classic rock. So overplayed, and now sounds tired. Well, stop listening to the radio and buy the damn yeah. albums, please. They That's had 12, 12 or thirteen albums, and they were all phenomenal. You have to listen to the rest of the songs. Quit listening to the radio. What are you doing? You know why it's overplayed? Because a lot of new music isn't that great. They got to keep going back into the bag. They got to keep going to the bag. So that's what happens. <laughs> Uh, well, and... it's me. It's me. I'm yeah, Bob, Bob and Doug. Yeah, yeah, Bob oh, and Doug. Yeah. <laughs> the beanie, it's beanie. Yeah. It's a hat. <laughs> <laughs> the B side albums were where it was at. Agreed. You find good stuff on the B side. Yeah, always. Yeah, when I was a DJ, we would play the B side of stuff and be like, "Oh, this is." better than the other side of it so oh mm -hmm. uh, let's see here so believe it or not i'm on top of comments line i'm on a roll i'm on a what? roll right now call me you're not butter. anymore <laughs> call me butter uh, i know a lot of great new music but it takes work to find because there's no radio anymore well when you have like five companies control like 90 95 percent of what's on the airwaves yeah and independent radio was killed like years ago that's what True. happens unless you go to the internet or you get like some of the uh like we have like Sirius that we have like in the car that you can play on the computer where you have independent stations you can get that kind of stuff but i stick with yeah. spotify or pandora most of the time just stuff on there too but the mm -hmm. fm band the fm band was sold out a long time ago mountainhead there you go 
Are they Canadian? <laughs> Batuk is the proper word. Son. Yeah. Gilbert, what are you drinking tonight? What's everybody drinking tonight? I mean, I know Ray had to go run because Mal scared him into another beer, so he had to get rid of the PPR and go switch it up. But let us know what you're drinking in the comments as well. Which I have to get another beer in a second, too. <laughs> so, so I'll grab a beer. You want to continue the conversation, Mal? You need a beer first. Uh, you know, I've got just a smidge left, and I think I can ra string random words together until you come back. It's you might know I do a little bit of this kind of stuff, right? Like, you might be... Uh, maybe. You might you might not do a YouTube channel. You might know. Um, perhaps. <laughs> I, I think I'll be all right. Well, we're getting close to the time that Todd might actually pop up here at some point, too. So we'll see. But let me grab a beer real quick. All righty. So let's see if anyone can guess what kind of beer he's bringing. Any ideas? Because I'm kind of curious. I'm willing to bet it's going to be something dark and like 11 or 12% because that's what he usually does. Ooh, Bart's having Valentine. That sounds awesome. <laughs> it's been a long time since I had one of those. Thoughts on Iron Maiden was at their concert in June this year and got tickets to see Bruce Dickinson in May. That's awesome, Bramhall. How cool is that? Uh, let's see. <laughs> cold. He's going to get a cold beer. Are you sure? Sometimes if he's doing those heavy stouts, he does like room, room temperature 55 degrees-ish. Uh, let's see. Christmas Bernardus. I, I'm willing to bet he's saving that for a video. I don't know. What do you think? Because I feel like he would save that one. <laughs> so I do kind of cheat and have the comments up on the side and like kind of watch while we're talking because he falls so far behind all the time on the comments. And so sometimes someone will be talking about something not funny and I'll start like cracking up laughing and no one knows why. And that's why. <laughs> Hi. You hey, I'm back. I actually went and grabbed. I'm on an IPA thing tonight, so. Oh, damn it! Uh, right? No, I guessed wrong. Atomic Torpedo IPA from gotcha. Sierra Nevada. Nine point two ABV, so I'm still drinking session beers. And uh, I was asking again, the people in the chat what you were going to bring out. <laughs> Nineteen point two ounce can again because what you happen to see nowadays. Damn the torpedoes. You've had this one before? Hardcore the torpedoes? No, hardcore? I thought you were supposed to do hardcore torpedoes. No, not unless you wanted a bunch of head. I mean, I got a pretty good head over there. That's what she said. Whoa, look at you. Look at you. <laughs> look at you. You set it up. Couldn't help yeah. it. Oh, yeah, that's pure mustiness an hour into the gym right there. Uh, <laughs> that's the only, how come, how come that works for craft beer to say something is musty? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. You say musty anywhere else and people are like, oh, that does not smell good. But craft beer, when you talk about IPA, people are like, oh yeah, give me all the must. I want all the must. So one of our most popular beers at my brewery is a farmhouse Saison. Oh, I and, um they, they bring it back now and again, but people ask for it all the time. 
they just brought it back. It's uh, went live tonight for the Mug Club members. Nice. And it's called Flight of the Rooster. And my bartender, not much for saisons, but I was trying to explain the flavor for her because she didn't want to try it. And I said, it's like going into a dirt cellar in an old farmhouse where mm -hmm. they used to keep fruits and vegetables and taking a straw and sipping up a puddle off the floor. And it's heaven. Mm. And she just stared at me like I was insane. And then she tried it. And I said, ooh, this this cellar had peaches. And she, she just she just about spat the beer out. Peaches for you. Peaches for me. What group was that? What group was that? Anybody in the chat? And what group was that? Oh, well, well, you can do it. You know the answer? It's Presidents of the United States of America, and I love that band. All right. But, just um, checking. Just checking. But yeah, uh I I I, that's how I describe a lot of saisons, especially the really well-made ones. And everyone mm. looks at me like I'm crazy until they try it. And then they're like, hey, you do get a little compost in there. What do you know? I'm like, well, yeah, yeah but it's so good. Yeah, I was going to do a video on craft beer terms. I haven't gotten around to doing it yet, but I've got a thing set up for that. Just like some of the weird stuff you hear in craft beer. Like, yeah. So I said, oh, yeah, it's got a musty feel to it. Pretty dank. It smells super skunky. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, you've been working in the gym on a treadmill for about 35, 40 minutes. And then you, you start, peel off you, your socks. You peel off, yeah. That's what, that's what it's like. That's what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And my turn, my All turn right. Let me check some of the comments. Got in the heart when your first album came out in 76 and I was 13. I think it was back. 76, 77, somewhere. When I learned how to play pool, I used to uh, play at a rec center. And in the mid-70s, it was like always in my mind, Kansas dust in the wind. Because I remember that always being played at the rec center at some point because that was huge like for a number of years when that came out there. So whenever I play pool, I always think about that song, Dust in the Wind. Oh, uh, see here. Damn right, Gilbert. Yep. Teehee. Our Canadian. Teehee. Teehee. Teehoo. OV for the hosers out there. Gilbert is drinking. Bram Hall. Thoughts on Iron Maiden. Was at their concert June this year and got tickets to see Bruce Dickinson in May 2024. Oh, nice. Iron Maiden actually has a beer now out there, too. Um, Actually, their beer is a trooper, right? I think Iron Maiden. They actually got... A new trooper version I haven't picked up yet. I've had the Sun Steel version and I've had the regular version of the trooper, but I guess some of the variants here now. I need to do some more of their beers. I believe that's Iron Maiden. Good old Ballantine Ale here. Nice bar. That's actually an easy drinking uh, beer. I remember when you sent me that one there. Um, this was like a couple years ago and uh, it was an easy one to actually put back. Uh, cold Christmas Bernardus is my guess. I actually do have one of the Bernardus Christmas house here. I mentioned it earlier. I don't know if you were here and adapted. I picked it up at one of my local spots a while back. It was one they had from last Christmas, but you know, those beers you can actually store for a number of years, seller wise. And it was like eight dollars for like a 25.9 ounce bottle. It's like, yeah, I think I'll go ahead and get that. So 55 is still cold. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's definitely still cold, but you can still get away with shirts in that weather. Sweater 55, so it's cold. <laughs> I don't know if I need a sweater at 55. I mean, I put on a hoodie, I get kind of hot at 55 degrees, so I like to get a little bit cooler. What is up? Foamy in the house. Cheers, my friend. Tonal Bliss Hazy IPA from Lacombra Brewing Company. Cheers. Nice. That sounds pretty good. Lacombra. The cherry dark lager is super roasty. You're super roasty. Super roasty on the cherry dark lager. I'm in the UK and subscriber has sent me two Sierra Nevada hop to me. Oh, last year and even this year, never had one. So definitely going to, you're going to, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. I won't tell you about it because you're going to do a review on it. But yeah, good beer. Just presidents? No, you had to do the whole full thing. You couldn't just say presidents. You had to do presidents in the United States of America, son, for the peaches. That's where they put it in the can by a man, right? Down yeah. in the fact, fact, down in the factory, factory downtown, factory downtown. What you got, Mal? Uh, one that I did a couple weeks ago. This is the dark gourd from Short Fuse, so it's pumpkin beer. It pumpkin. was coffee and pumpkin, ABV 5.5, and yeah, it's supposed to replicate the flavors of a pumpkin spiced coffee. I remember it being quite good, but I still had it in the fridge. And I'm like, you know, I feel like having a little pumpkin in my life right now. <laughs> I feel like I feel like a little pumpkin. I feel like a little pumpkin. No, I don't feel like a little pumpkin. I feel like having you, a little pumpkin in my life. Well, you feel like a little pumpkin in your life. Yeah. No, I don't call, feel like I'm not calling you a miniature pumpkin. I'm not calling you like a little baby pumpkin. You know, I'm just saying you like a little pumpkin in your You're life. saying one of those giant fat ones that they try to guess the weight on? I see how it is. You're calling me fat. That's what this is. <laughs> it's a well-positioned pumpkin. <laughs> I, I actually pulled that on a customer today. I was walking behind his chair, and he saw me coming and tried really hard to scoot his chair in to give me more room. And I stopped, and I looked at him, and I was like, are you calling me fat? <laughs> I can't believe he did that. His buddies started dying. <laughs> I, I strung him along for just a second. I'm like, nah, man, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> he was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was 7 and 76. Outbreak was 3 and 76. I'm just going to stay out of this one. Well, you weren't even a thought yet in 76. Not even a sprinkle, sprinkle in your daddy's eye. Nope. I saw Heart in 1977 at the Tower Theater in Philly. Nice. Maiden Beer First Edition was not good. Heart. We were talking about Maiden. Iron Maiden is a trooper beer, I believe, right? Mal? I don't know. You never, you never had the trooper beer? I don't think so. Okay. Where's my, my phone? What phone? I'm pretty sure that's the Iron Maiden beer. I just want to make sure. Because I've had a couple of their versions of it, but the first one was saying wasn't as great. Trupa. It's out of uh, the UK. Robinson's Brewery. Yeah, Iron Maiden. Okay, just want to make sure. I was losing my mind. Losing my mind up in here, up in here. 
Uh, what's up, Liz? Cheers. Great to see you. Good evening, wonderful people. Sip a slowly and paying tribute to Metropolitan with delicious liquor called Heliostat. It will be missed. Yes, yes. Which I'll hit that in a second here on the beer news. The last concert I saw was Ween back in June. But before that, I saw Ramstein at Soldier Field. It was epic. You know what? I can imagine Ramstein, 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 yeah, being epic. Um, that would be like me going to see Kraftwerk. I feel like Kraftwerk. I have friends. I went to go see them recently. Earlier this year, it was just like the show they were put on was just like, it was incredible, they said. Peach's song came on, on the radio at work today. So did it really? <laughs> it's a good oh, song. It's like, how do you hear that? And I started singing along with it, right? It's just like, good song. Trooper X, the 10th anniversary, Imperial Separate Robinson, which is two miles from. Oh, nice. Yeah, I had the Sun, the Sun Steel Trooper. Let's see which one of the troopers I had. Which I actually that was like a Japanese version they did with Saki, I believe. I had the base trooper. Uh, yeah, those are the only two I've had the Sun of Steel, but we have another one here now that I haven't picked up. Um they got an Imperial Stout Trooper as well. They've also got a Belgian double trooper. Did not realize that. Trooper Fear of the Dark. Hmm. It's a lot bigger of a line than I thought it was with their beers. Interesting. That's also what she said. <laughs> 55 is short sleeve weather for short sleeve weather for me. Yeah, 55 is a good temp. Yeah. Pumpkin season until after. Aww, thank you, Ray. That's I a long time. That. That's a long time for pumpkins. Really? I mean, I think once you get to Thanksgiving, you can let the pumpkins go. Let the pumpkins go at Thanksgiving. Pumpkin pie and Christmas. Sometimes you get pumpkin pie too. I'm sorry. It's there's pumpkins. Pumpkin pie at Christmas? Occasionally, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen pumpkin pie at Christmas myself. Well, then your family did it wrong. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I've had lemon, <laughs> I've had lemon meringue pie at Christmas. I've had Boston cream pie at Christmas. Yeah, because lemons are super in season in hey. December. <laughs> I think it was lemon meringue pie. Maybe it's, I don't know. Whatever. I don't. I just don't remember pumpkin. Maybe it was. Maybe it was pumpkin and what's the other pumpkin and sweet potato. I was not yeah. huge fans of them as a kid growing up, so I probably skipped over. And then vinegar pie. I never heard of vinegar pie. I'm gonna say you got me on that one. My granny grew up in Arkansas, and she made vinegar pie every year for Christmas. And, and what goes in it? Besides uh, vinegar, it was, it was like it was sweet, and it had these little doughy dumplings, like you would get with chicken and dumplings in it. And then it it only had like two tablespoons of vinegar. You don't taste vinegar, but because vinegar was in it, they called it vinegar pie. It, it was just a sweet dumpling pie. See, now I'm going to see. I'm going to need Blake or JV to show because they're both in Arkansas. Like, what is this vinegar pie you speak of? Like, I've never. Yeah. No, well, my granny used to make it every year. Everyone looked forward to it. It was unusual, but it was tasty. Although I was more of a cake guy than a pie guy. Pie was mm -hmm. all right, but if you gave me some cake, I was, yeah. I, was, I, I, I like cake. both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat both. Don't get me wrong. Pie, cake, cookies, you, you don't, get, you don't get this body by being picky. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'll eat both of them, but um, if I had to choose between the two, cake was my go to. So. Now it would be more like cookies. Cookies are my cookies are my Achilles heel. Like cookies, so like warm baked chocolate chip cookies or some snickerdoodles. Ooh, snickerdoodles. Yeah, yeah, snickerdoodles. Like speaking my language yeah, right now. Yeah, like you know, people go crazy with the Krispy Kreme red light, and they're like, "Oh, warm blade." You know what? If they did a snickerdoodle cookie and it was warm, I'd probably be like, "Take my paycheck." Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I like know. molasses cookies as well. Molasses are good. Molasses I'm a big cookies. Big fan are... of molasses cookies. Yeah. Yeah, During like the molasses. summer, when you go to fairs and there's like the Amish booth that has like the molasses cookies and the snickerdoodles, yeah. and you're like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't say that to them though, because that's super awkward. They just stare at you funny. I think if I had a molasses cookie stand, my slogan would be molasses for your asses. Because you know where molasses is going to go. You're going to be putting on some weight with molasses, but they're so good. So just molasses. That again? I'm just saying molasses <laughs> for your asses. I feel like it's a, it's a, it's a easy roll off your tongue. Campaign slogan that you can use to sell molasses cookies. Get some molasses for your asses. It's just ah. rolls right off. Uh, let me see here. Grateful Dead, 1977. Barton Hall, Cornell. Nice. nice. Yep, it is a trooper. trooper. It's trooper. I, uh, trooper. Uh, trooper. <laughs> trooper. Trooper. No, I like it better the other way. <laughs> it's a trooper that ran into a trooper. It's a trooper. It was a stripper. <laughs> Can't I, sorry. It was a stripper dressed as a cop. It was a yeah, stripper. Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Pumpkin pie at Christmas. And especially, oh, you, okay, so you know how sometimes the pumpkin pies they have the. See, the, right? he's a meringue. He's a meringue at Christmas too. You know how sometimes they have the pumpkin pies and they have the graham cracker crust, right? Yeah. Okay. Do the same thing, but use ginger snaps. To make the crust, Ooh. ginger snap crust on a pumpkin pie is so freaking good. Oh my god, I I made that last year and it was so delicious. Oh my god. Speaking of making stuff, where's Vanessa? She would be all over this stuff. I know, right? right? Yeah, she loves to do that kind of stuff. Um, I would definitely. I would eat I, I'm with sure. you on the pecan pie, though. So you say pecan and not pecan? I okay. My grandmother said pecan because she was from Arkansas. And when I would say things like my grandmother at school, the kids would laugh at me and yell at me and make me change how I talked. So I changed how I talked to fit in in middle school. I also used to say Italian. We went out for Italian food because that's how she spoke. Yeah. And when I would say that at school, I would get laughed at a lot and it was a problem. So yeah. uh, I used to say pecan. I now say pecan. I grew up. Saying kind of maybe it's the East Coast thing, but pecan. But I know people that say pecan on it. But I've always was a I was just you know pecan type person. You know it's it's dialect for where you are, I guess, in the country yeah. that you kind of pick up for it and stuff. So, well, like when you hear people say Washington, that's that's a colloquialism. That's a, a phrasing. Yeah, that's something for the South. There, your hands. when they say war, like what are you saying war? Like there's no wash, it's wash. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, there's a lot of fun little, like, oh, God. What do you what say? Do you say aunt or aunt? Oh, I say, say uh, it's my aunt, Nita. Aunt. Did I say aunt? Like, how do you just drop the U? Like, the U is a part of the word. Like, I I've always said aunt. My my aunts aunt. insisted to be called ants. And I thought, well, because when I was a kid, I was like, why like, do they want to be called bugs? And <laughs> like, so are, you guys part of, are you guys part of a colony? <laughs> Well, no, I, I asked my dad why they wanted to be called bugs. And he said, it's not bugs. It, it's spelled different. And I'm like, well, why does it sound like bugs? Um, so I, I then went and called my aunts just by their first names. And they got very cranky at me. And they told my dad and made uh, they wanted him to tell me to use aunt in front of their names. And he wasn't going to make me do it. So then I was about eight years old when I started just calling them Sharon and Nita. And they just had to live with it. <laughs> I just dropped the whole thing entirely. Why do you just call him Ant? You could just call him Ant. 
Because they were, I didn't want to call them bugs. I felt weird yeah. about calling them bugs. So you tried to call them aunt, and they didn't like the aunt. No, I never yeah. tried aunt. I just, I just, uh, I didn't like bugs, so I stopped it. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I, I know. I, I, but you know, it is what it is. But it's kind of like when people say aunt or aunt, I'm like, I've always, always was aunt because you know there's a U in there, you know. So I figured I can just drop a letter. It's part of the word, you know. Yeah. But like people say, like Washington, they don't say Washington. Well, that's like accent type. But thing. some like, people yeah. do say Washington. That oh, I know people. I went to school. I went to school at West Virginia. They would say Wash. I'm gonna go to do the Wash. So yeah. So it's kind of you know where you grow up at. Which is funny because when I was in college doing journalism and broadcasting, one of the places they said in the country, they said the best place actually statistically for the best pronunciation and speaking was actually from Western PA. Hmm. Like that that's one area of the country where it said it's been shown to not have accents like other parts of the country. Like they actually supposedly pronounce everything properly. And I'm like, you know what? But they say yins. So if they say yins, I can't, I can't, I can't count that as them being all that great. Like, what the hell is a yin? Like a yin or a it's yin. Like all, right? Yeah, they say yin or yin instead of saying you all or y'all. I'm like, yeah. so yeah, they're making up words over there too. So they're not all that great. They're not all that great. I'm just <laughs> saying in Western PA, because they're oh. saying yins or yins. So yeah, all spots have their their different things around the country. Uh, Ginger does snap. That's what Gilligan said. Oh, chocolate oh, chip no. pie. Oh my God. No. That was bad. No, Ginger would have snapped Gilligan back in the day. Gilligan would have been no way. Chocolate chip pie or get that. I never chocolate heard of chocolate chip. chip pie. Okay, so there's chocolate chips in it, but what's like around the chocolate chips? Is it like chocolate is it like vanilla like pudding with chocolate chips like what I, I need to know more i must know more about this chocolate chip pie i have not heard of the chocolate chip pie yeah i'm i'm feeling like shortbread i don't know for christmas Ooh, okay. shortbread's so good i can see gilbert waking up on a nice christmas morning probably like skipping breakfast going right to poutine he's got all of poutine for christmas day start the day with that with the big old Beer and shot of whiskey next to it. He's gonna get into his next thing and open his gifts and all kind of stuff. I do like I'm from poutine. the Midwest. You're supposed to start your day with gravy every day, so poutine fits right in. It's one of the four food groups in my book. It really is. <laughs> no, we talking cookies. <laughs> Ginger oh. biscuit base for cheesecake rather than a digestive biscuit is good. Ooh, that sounds amazing too. God, every time I do this show, it's like it turns into freaking diner driving and dives. I'm hungry by the time I'm done with this show. <laughs> like, I already ate. I'm going to be on one to eat something else before I go to bed. Short bread for short <laughs> Christmas. Fried bologna, uh, man. Fried bologna. I don't know what the pea caking. Pie caking. Pie caking? Pie caking? Pie caking? Release the Kraken? I don't know. I understand why you tentatively one. agreed because pie caking is a unusual Ooh. thing. Maybe that's the mixture of a pie and a cake together. Is there such a well, thing? Well, duh, thanks. But, but how do you pull that off? Is, is the pie in the middle of the cake? Like, because the cake is thicker than the pie usually, so it would be like Pac-Man eating a ghost or something. It's got to be. Or like, maybe it's it's like a pie with the crust, but it has like cake filling to it. 
this is like a dessert turducken. And I'm interested and intrigued to find out how you're pulling this off, Liz. A hundred percent. I need to know more on that one, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because if you got the turducken and you got the pie cake in, you're going to be eating pretty good that day. Mm-hmm. You say pecan. Pecan. Nola. Yeah. Cheers. Welcome to speaking English, right? That's what you we hush. do. You hush, Canadian. <laughs> you speak Canadian. That's the beginning of the show. We start off with beer, but the road is a winding one, so we never know where we're going to end up at. Uh, the only ones who actually speak English are the English. Yeah, and this is why. And this is why when people come to America from foreign land, they get so confused on stuff like trying to get the American. Language and getting the slang down on kind because of, like, came... of Turducken, Turducken would do it, yeah, yeah. Well, well, they go in there like, Oh, we're going to move to Arkansas, and like, Where Arkansas? No, it's Arkansas. Why but isn't that Kansas? Yeah, but it's just R Kansas, no, it's Arkansas, but it's spelled like R Kansas, yeah. yeah it is. Son, you got to learn America if you're going to come over here. <laughs> You know, it's funny because there's sometimes where I'm I'm speaking to people and you know I just kind of trip over my words and I get all muddled and I'll stop and I'll say I speak American goodly, okay, and then I try again. As soon as I say that, that's like my reset phrase. Mm. Like for people who have a, a, a not a lisp, but people who have a stutter, that's mm. my reset so that I can move on in a sentence. And usually it breaks the ice, so people just kind of laugh and they're fine the, with the fact that I've forgotten how to speak. So it's nice. <laughs> I feel like no country has bastardized the English language better than America. I think we're the kind of the kings of that. You mean like, worse than America? <laughs> <laughs> we really did. Well, it. I guess it would be worse. Like, worse? Yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, we 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 went for it. We did. Yeah. I mean, if you're English, things we do. You're English. You come over here to visit. You're like, you get lost so easy in the conversation, and you're like, wait a minute, we have the same vocabulary, right? Like they're talking English. We should supposedly. know these words. Yeah, supposedly. supposedly we do. But it's in the use of the slang. It's how we slang it around. So it's definitely different. So yeah. But then you have to go back in time to when the British were the English were doing English, and all of a sudden there was this whole thing like. Oh, the word through. How are we going to spell that? T-H-R-U? I think you would be good. Oh, no, no, no. It needs to be an O and a U. Well, why? Well, just because. And then we need to add a G and an H. <laughs> why do you need a G? Oh, it's a silent G. But what's the point of the silent G? It's, it, it helps you get points in Scrabble. Like, what? 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 <laughs> why is that a thing? Why does right. color have O-U-R when color... I mean, it, it should be probably a U instead of an O, but still. O U, yeah. I mean, most of a lot of a lot of the world outside the states is O U R and some of the European type. Yeah, but here O R, yeah. But then, in saying that, you look to the French, and they don't pronounce the second half of any word that they have. Ballet, yeah. you, there's a T on the end. They don't pronounce that. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, silent. These are obviously very silent. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. But then you go back to Latin and they literally pronounced every word. And yeah, you go to Germany, you, Latin, you, you get beer, B-I-E-R, right? You're like, this beer is like... That makes total sense. Yeah. It does. But the Germans have their own mess. I mean, you can't even... <laughs> well, 
they, yeah. they do they do pretty well sticking to the letters. The, I, the the best I've found is the Japanese, where they have six hundred letters for all of the sounds that you could make. So they're safe. Yeah. They cover well, it. Yeah. It's but, like I, well, it's not like it's not like learning the Chinese language where you gotta like learn how to do artwork too. Like yeah, you try to write a word out. Well, we did it like wait a minute, we gotta learn art to, to do work. Because yeah. <laughs> calligraphy was a thing, it still is a thing. Like you yeah. have to learn to properly write out these six hundred plus letters for them, but at least they're thorough. I mean, they literally put all the sounds. Thorough, O U G H. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> T H O R O U G H. Are you kidding me? Thorough. T H U R O. Done. Simple. What the heck? And the answer to that is what happened with there, there, and there? Honestly. Seriously? There, there, there. Two and two. Two and two, two. Why? Why? Yeah. Why? Yeah. It's dumb. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, all I can say. That word makes sense, though. That word's all works perfect. Yeah. Banana. Done. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty easy to get that one there, but you know, welcome to America. Um, <laughs> Google how to talk right. D A W J R I T E. That's beautiful. Yes. Agreed. Oh, which again, I go back to it was always interesting when we were in school back in the day and you were trying to do something in class or it might be spelled or where a teacher like spelled the word and you're like, how do you spell this word? And they're like, well, look it up in the dictionary. And you're like, look it up in the dictionary. If I knew how to spell it, I would know where to go in the dictionary. <laughs> but if I can't spell it, how do you expect me to find it in the dictionary? Like, I never got that answer. It was like the whole nine yards. I was like, that answer never made sense to me. Cake and eat it too. That's another saying. Why would I not want the cake and to eat it too? Why would I just want the cake to look at it? No, if I get the cake, I want to eat it. Like, just stupid sayings we have in America that need to go. Yeah. That's a whole different soapbox episode. A bushel and a peck and a, a hug around the neck. I got gotcha. you. I'm, I'm right there with you. Now, that I have not heard before. <laughs> That's you a new one? one for me. I've never heard that one there. I heard oh, a bird a in the hand or a bird in the bush. Like no, a, a bushel and a peck and a hug around the neck. Mm. Old Midwest farming, I'm assuming, because a bushel of apples, a peck of peppers, right? Pick the peck yeah. of pe pickled peppers, right? Peter um, which, by the way, you yeah. cannot pick pickled peppers because they have to be picked before they can be pickled. Thank you. There you go. But, um, <laughs> but in America, we don't need to make sense. We just need to do it. <laughs> right. B, JT knows them. they're yinzers in Western PA because they use the yin. Oh. Yeah, yinzers. You're a yinzer? I grew up among yats. Wait, what's yats? <laughs> what is yats? I don't know yet. That might be something they do in Western PA, too. I remember Joe Pesci, my cousin Vinny, the two utes. The two what? The two use. The two what? The two use. Like he couldn't say two use because he kept saying like two use. Yeah. I go for the P mail. I knew you were going to say P mail tonight. I had in the back of my mind, Gilbert's going to bring up P mail again. He loves P mail. That's another oh. Canadian fine dish. Ray probably loves P mail. 
If Shane was here, he'd probably love pea meal. So I don't actually a, know what that fine, is. It's a fine Canadian dish. It's like a, a, one of their breakfast meats. Does it have maple syrup on it? Well, by the time they're done with it, it probably does at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Did you make maple syrup roll it? No, it just <laughs> fell into the maple syrup. Maple syrup slid across the plate to it. They're friends now. Oh, uh, see, Emerson doesn't want to answer because it's a Canadian dish, and obviously it has maple syrup in it. <laughs> Was trying to chuck it to chuck by heaven level up losers. <laughs> I need funny. to know. I need to know what this is. I mean, is it like a chocolate like mousse pie with the chocolate chips in it? He's got he's got that recipe like he's Colonel Sanders right now. Pea meal for <laughs> dinner yesterday. There you go. See, Ray likes pea meal. Pie cake is a pie. Well, oh, pie is not a right. cake, right? Cherry pie with cocoa crust inside a chocolate cake. Huh. Hmm. I had not seen one made or heard of one being made before, but now I'm intrigued. So do you bake the pie first and then bake the cake around it? Does the pie get double baked? That's a good question. Does the crust stick out on the sides or is it completely buried? I I'm so curious. I've never heard of this. I feel like next time in Chicago, I got to go see Liz, and I want Liz to make one of these so I can see what it actually looks like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you make like a bottom layer of cake for it to sit on so it's not on the bottom bottom, and then you fill in the cake dough around the pie and then bake it again? Like, there's so many questions. Like, then you play starter from the bottom, now we're here. Starter from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Oh, ballet, ballet, chalet. <laughs> Spendow ballet. There you go. Spendow, they did true, right? No, they, their song was true because um, the other group I'm thinking of, we talked about them last week, I think, the black and white video group. Um, Aha. They did the other one. Take on me. They, you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. I actually heard that song at work today. Did you start singing with it? Uh, I probably hummed. I, I was on the computer for most of the day. You know, you get, it gets into your system, I think. It's one of those songs that gets into your system. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. It's Renault, not Renault. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Seriously, how to talk right is humorous. Lexicon New Orleans speech and terminology. Nice. Must be, a, is it like a YouTube video then? Uh, Maybe, maybe. Is it, JT? Let us know. We will prepare some P-mail in July. So much P-mail. <laughs> Apparently Ray's a big fan of the P-mail, by the way. Is it? I, is can, it I can just tell. I How to talk right would teach you what a yat is. <laughs> Do they say over there or do they say over there? <laughs> I, one thing I love about watching and it's not to make fun or anything that anything, I just enjoy watching Swamp People I like the characters on Swamp People but I love oh it's a show oh, yeah. God. I'm I love the, going, where are you watching Swamp People at What what is this where, I, you don't live by Swamp People do you no no but anytime I can get an American show and we have to use subtitles for it I'm on board I'm on board. I love seeing subtitles in American shows because that just shows different parts of the culture. But they're like down in Louisiana and Alabama, and they're, they're they're hunting gators, right? So they all got like the Cajun type stuff. Troy, 
Center and uh, Louisiana and stuff. And it's just, it's awesome. It's just, it's just like shows the differences of stuff and everything, which is pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. like he says, shoot them. Like you know, have a shirt that's C H O O T and then apostrophe E M. Not shoot them, but shoot them. That's what his thing is. How do you shoot them? It's like shooting them, but it's shoot them. Not shoot them. Or shoot them. Is he avoiding S's? No, he's just that's just his dialect. He's Cajun. He's Cajun. Yeah, yeah. No, just part of growing up in the Cajun area. Oh. How did we got that? They like a dictionary, just text. Okay. It would be funnier as a video. Over by you. Yeah, that's 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 like Louisiana there too. Yeah. Louisiana is such a fun state. I mean, it gets hot in the summer. Just saying, it's like you don't want to be wearing like a full suit in the summer down there. That's when you get the seersuckers, those light suits you wear. Yep. Ooh, it gets hot. You gotta get one of them hats. So you get flapping in the heat. Woo! It's hot down here today. <laughs> uh, well, you know, we are a beer show. I guess we should jump into beer news at some point. I mean, I thought. Todd might get here by now, but he might not. He might not make it. He said he would try if he could, but let's jump over to some beer news. <laughs> what were you going to say? Because I, I said, is the, the Indiana game over? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I mean, that would kind of decide it, right? Yeah, I don't think he was going to the Indiana game because he said it would be like around nine or so if he did. Oh. So I, he, so I don't know if they were at a bar watching it, maybe. Which we get him in, and they've been at a bar, and Shannon was with them. The Shannon will be lit, too. It'll be great to have him on. <laughs> you you just crave drunk people on your channel, don't you? Well, I mean, we have fun, but when it's like drunk Shannon, it's a whole different level at that point. So It's true. Yeah. You see, like, next day, you see, oh, I felt so bad. Like, no, you were great. It was, it was a whole yeah. different level. Yeah, it was a whole different level. I, I love being on a different level. Level Jesus up, guys. like Emerson said, level up, right? So yeah. What? Now we'll go to now we'll go to beer news. It's that high tech, the high tech stuff that we put out there. It was actually a slow week for beer news this week, though. Um, but we haven't talked about him in a while. I guess it's about time. Should we start off with Budweiser? Might as well. I'm actually surprised it went this long, but the chief marketing officer of Anheuser-Busch is now resigning following everything with the Dylan Mulvaney fallout. I figured this would happen like months ago. Yeah. But I, I guess thought so too. he was trying to hold on to his seat as long as he could. I mean, you're probably getting paid good money if you're the CMO of Anheuser-Busch, right? So mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to go with the dollars either, but at some point we got to let you go. You know, he's... So he's actually stepping down. They're still trying to fight back from it because of the drop in sales. They fell where they're not number one beer now with Bud Light. Obviously, we know Modelo took that spot over. Corona's right. been moving up. They're still falling. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if we'll see them get back to be able to be what they were. I mean, I was never a huge Bud Light person anyway. But I feel like the audience, they kind of pissed off. I don't know. If they're going to come. They're dug in. They may not come back. They're finding out. Because, you know, with macro, 
you can easily switch from one to another and find out, you know what, this one's actually kind of better. And in yeah. my rank, in my ranking of macro type beers, if I'm looking at like light beers, Miller Light, Coors Light, I get more of a taste out of them than I do like a Bud Light. So if you're going around for another light beer, you're going Mick Ultra or something like that, which Mick Ultra is under ABM bet, just so you know. But you still find maybe a better beer. So you might not be coming back to Bud Light. So they really hurt themselves. I mean, they shot, they didn't just shoot their toes off. They pretty much shot one of their feet off at that point. So they're hurting right now. They're limping, they're limping around. They're limping around. So we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. They were trying to come back and do stuff with the sports crowd. I don't think it's buying into it. They teamed up with MMA to try to do some stuff. I think that's, it's just, yeah, like, you know, but again, just remember, Kid Rock was your guy. He started drinking Bud Light. They called Kid Rock drinking Bud Light again. So, you know, maybe you might want to go back. I don't know. I don't Old know. Old habits yeah. die hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're pretty much giving you a 12-pack now, $15 off for a case or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Sad news. People alluded to it tonight. Metropolitan has actually come out with saying they're going to be closing in December. Um I never got a chance to really get there when I was in Chicago. Mal, you have uh, JT, Liz, uh, our buddy Dave, beer in front. Um, Actually, the first time I went, JT took me there. Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of hearts are broken. They were trying to go with the chapter eleven, I think, to get stuff done and get it restructured. They finally just kind of said, "Nope, we're we're just shutting it down." So, yeah, hearts go out to them. It's. It's kind of a weird thing happening right now. So I'll get into a couple of these other ones. I'm seeing some craft breweries that are closing. And I'm also seeing some opportunities made by some others. But the ones that are closing seem to be key ones in areas. They're kind of yeah. like part of communities, right? It's not like yeah. this is Joe Blow from the garage. And, hey, we did it for a year. No. It just didn't work. Like these are people that have like a stature there. Oh yeah, face in these situations. So. Oh yeah, they were well known. They were well distributed. They were, I mean, it wasn't just a neighborhood place. Like people knew it from all around, and it's it's hard. It's yeah. super hard to see. Yeah. So for those of you around the Chicago area, I mean, obviously everybody here is not in Chicago, but you know, Mal, Liz, JT, Liz was drinking one earlier tonight. You know, yeah. anybody you know there, they might want to. They want to get out there. Get them before they close in December. Show some support. Tell them thank you for what they've done over the years. And so for for Ravinia's part, our Logan Square location, it's Ravinia, Metropolitan, and Maplewood are all in a little triangle. And we called ourselves the Brewers Triangle, and we would collab on beers quite often. Mm -hmm. So we're we're now going to be the Brewers Line, I guess. Um, because we're losing our triangle. Uh, it's, yeah. it's really, it's heart-wrenching for us because at the same time, we're facing some litigation that could kill us too. And it's just like, why? What What is going on? Like, yeah. it's craziness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that here in a second too as well because I'm actually going to release a video. I'm going to try to get done this weekend on some of that stuff there. I know Dave from Beer Front had released a video about the Ravinia type thing as well. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't checked out Beer Front on YouTube, make sure to check out yeah. Beer Front, either YouTube or the podcast. He has it on both where he kind of talked about some of the Ravinia stuff as well. But my old stomping grounds, I thought Todd might be here, so I was going to wait to see if he was here or not. But Taft's Ale House in Cincinnati, they're actually set to permanently close. So Taft's Ale House was one of the first ones that actually – Use an old church to put the brewery. It was really a cool setup, cool setting, good beers. 
their situation was more, I think, COVID related and the bounce back after that period, right? So what ended up happening, they were actually just off of downtown Cincinnati. And with a lot of the stuff that happened for COVID, people weren't going in, right? We had the COVID stuff and people started becoming remote type workers. And so with Cincinnati, a lot of people weren't downtown. And we're seeing this with other spots around the country where pretty much the traffic they were getting, they don't get anymore because people are remote or they're hybrid. They're going in a couple of days a week, maybe. Um, Fortunately, they're kind of a casualty of that. But if you happen to get any Taft's Ale House type beers, they did a really good job. They had one that was a key lime. That was a really a good beer. They oh, that out. was delicious. Yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of sad to see they're actually not going to be uh, producing as well. So they'll be closing, I think, here in December as well. So, so for those of you that do watch back in Cincinnati, from since I was there, I have a lot of people that watch from that area. Make sure you pay homage to them as well. So Chu and I stopped by Taft's um, during our Best Midwest beer run. Mm -hmm. That was one of the ones we stopped at, and we loved it. We absolutely yeah. enjoyed that place. They were quirky. They were fun. Good beer, good food. We had a lovely time there, and I'm really sad to see that's happening. Yeah, with the Cincinnati uh, revitalization, I get to say that word a lot, of the craft brewery scene, they were like one of the early ones that were kind of doing stuff. So yeah. going back into the, I want to say it was like mid-2000s, maybe 2008, 2009, whatever it was around that time where we were seeing a lot of these pop up in Cincinnati. They were one of the early ones there. Great idea. I mean, there were two breweries in Cincinnati, former churches, them and Urban Artifact. Both are great breweries. But they were actually did a really spectacular job, like Mouse said, going there. I mean, just kind of go and pretty cool old church, old church, how they had it decorated and the service was always great. The people were always fun. It was a great place to hang out. And it's just one of those things we were seeing trying times and they weren't able to bounce back, which is always a concern. Like after the COVID event, what was the world going to be like as far as workers? Because a lot of workers didn't have to go to the office now. And a lot of jobs are kind of curtailing stuff. My, me, myself, I'm a hundred percent. I don't have to go to an office. So it's kind of like, you lose you that foot traffic. <laughs> so when you don't have that foot traffic, it makes it harder. Like people have to like set up an event. You're gonna, oh, let's go downtown this Friday. Let's go this Thursday. Rather than, hey, just walk over after work, right? If you're there, it's a lot easier to just be, you know, go over happy hour type thing. So hopefully the people that could just place will be able to pick up at the other breweries they're actually at or something else will happen there. But um we'll keep an eye on it. Then again, Orlando, so as I'm guess, picking up a theme here on some of these breweries, right? So Orlando, if you're down in the Florida area, Deadwoods Brewing and the land-based Persimmon Holland Brewing, they just filed Chapter 11, so they're restructuring the past month. So for down in the Florida area, we have a few people that are down that area. I think of Dave's TV, but he's more, I think, towards Jacksonville area. Um, they're actually going through a thing there, too. So Breweries are just taking a hit out there. And I say this because if you have a local brewery you really enjoy, make sure you get out there and show your presence. Because at any point, any of these breweries can get hit in a certain way. They may fall on bad times, right? And things may mm -hmm. shut down if things aren't being done. So it's always nice to get out there. The good thing about going to a brewery is even if you see their stuff in a store, if you go to the brewery, 
you'll also find stuff they're not putting in the store. Oh, yeah. So you get to experience 100%. all the different things that are available that you wouldn't be able to pick up by not going 100%. there. So You've yeah. got to go to the breweries. you got to yeah. support your breweries if you want them to stay open. Yeah. And I think some people think by going to the store and buying a beer, and I've been guilty of this myself in the past, thinking I'm supporting them because I'm buying their beers. It's not totally the same as actually going to that brewery where they're able to do that. So they're well. not they're not noticing that you're buying the beer from the store. They're noticing when the store sends back whatever they didn't sell. That's what they notice. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, so they're sending back less and getting a refund on less beer. But still, no, go to your breweries. You've got to keep your breweries open. If you want to keep them, that's the only way. They're yeah. small business. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I swear, this is the last one, right? So, and this is JT, because you know this one, Fallberg. Um and Fallberg used to be the old Dixie brewery down in, in uh, New Orleans. They're actually scrapping plants and now turn New Orleans East into a regional beer making hub because they're also facing issues down there too with some of the stuff too. So they were planning to kind of really get that blown up. They changed the Dixie to Fallberg name kind of a few years ago to kind of get through. So I never really felt offended by the Dixie name, but they kind of went to Fallberg to kind of, I think they were kind of getting that stuff received in. Anyway, they're they're well, now. Some was issues. really growing as a beer place too. Like there was big growth happening there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Lots of new breweries opening all all at once. It was yeah. really impressive to see, and this is sad. So, yeah, Boy, yeah. all sad news. God, you're killing me here. I got other news to bring us back up. So you I know. hope so. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, so it's just some some changes taking place down there. So. Um, Again, for those of you down in that southern area, if you're a fan of it, just stuff to be aware of. Um, I've not had their beer since they went to the Fallberg name. I don't get their distribution here now. When I was in Cincinnati, I would get Dixie, and I thought I would have probably got Fallberg, but I moved by then. So, you know, if you happen to see some stuff out there and you want to show some love to them, definitely go ahead and do so. What was I going to ask you about? I saw a, I saw a news item about one other brewery. They changed their name. Because people were getting upset or something on it. Um, hmm. Trying to think of what it was. Because I saw it and I'm like, well, I don't see why that's. Oh, it was um, It was a brewery that the name was. I'm just waiting for something terrible to come out of your no, mouth. No, no. <laughs> like you're making it up just to play a, a thing here. <laughs> I'm trying to think what the brewery was. Make it pull it up in here. But it was hip hop. Um, it was from my friend Julie that I posted it. I think she had posted it maybe on LinkedIn or Facebook. Um, let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Bear with me. If it was hip hop, was their logo a bunny? Because it should have been. Yeah, no. And it was a do it. I need to get Julie back up on here on the channel. Well, Julie Rose that does a lot of the um coordination for a lot of brewery stuff too. Great great knowledge in the beer industry. So um, she ends up doing um, the stuff. And some of you may have seen her before, but it's not your hobby marketing. So she does a great job there. Uh, what was the name of the, I'm trying to see if her post is up here still. My favorite conversations involve one person on their phone. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> It's fun to tease you sometimes. Yeah, I'm easy to tease her. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was hip hop. 
Now, I'm trying to think of the other word that it was, but the it wasn't hip, anything. The hip hip hop, you don't stop that one? No, 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 <laughs> don't go down that road. <laughs> you are not the punzer. <laughs> um, oh, you know what? I think she posted actually was on Facebook. Um, not your hobby. I was trying to think of like a a Peter Rabbit song or something that had hip hop in it. And I was sitting here going hip, hip hop, little April shower. Oh no, that was drip, drip, drop. No, that doesn't work. Um, <laughs> you need to I'm stop. Trying, you need to stop right now. Just, I'm just, trying just, to come up with more. Just, just cut it out. Just let it go. Um, <laughs> I want to say it was like hip hop collab or something like that and everything. But anyway, it's like they, this brewery that had done this as their label had to go back and change their name because people were like, oh, I can't believe you did that. Like, knowing how many people died in the 90s because of the whole East Coast, West Coast type thing. And I'm like, really? It wasn't that. See, like, you had to, in hip hop, you had the East Coast, West Coast type beat, but it wasn't like the people that, it's like, I think sometimes people lose a sense of or you could just what matters. The music style. Just appreciate it. It's like the 50 year anniversary for hip hop. So I can appreciate this brewery putting something out there, mentioning wow. that. And so people are coming back. And like some people, you just have to let them go with their thoughts. You can't cave in to everybody. And, and I, I think it was like a like someone that mentioned in the comment post. I felt like it was a vocal minority that was able to get their way. And that's how I kind of felt. Like it wasn't like anything that most people would get offended by. But the people that got offended by were yelling so loud that the brewery took it under thought and changed everything. It's like you didn't need to change everything. I thought it was pretty cool what you actually were doing there. So yeah, as long as you weren't like trying to, you know, take uh, misappropriation of taking the thing on, and it's kind of like you're not. You know, we see that a lot of times, which is always funny. I see a lot of hip hop names in yeah. brewing, but as a number, like. Black breweries are under 1% of right. ownership. So it's kind of like, why is there so many hip-hop references in Bruin? Yeah. If it's only like 1% ownership, you would, th- and I joke around, like I always say, like, you think there'd be more like, you know, rock or punk rock type group names or something to name of beers. Right? Right. Everybody loves to get the hip-hops. And that's where I see like the misappropriation of stuff taking place. But in the case that I'm talking about, it seems like it should have been fine. But, you know, people get offended by all kinds of things nowadays. So... I mean, Chicago has a brewery called Funky Town that's black-owned, and I think that's great. I think that's no, a it is for a brewery. That's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and one the of the is wonderful, by the way. One of the breweries in Cincinnati was Lindemans, and they they were they were white-owned, but they'd have some stuff there with some hip-hop type references. But the way they did it, you know, it wasn't like they were trying to misappropriate anything. It was kind of cool and how they're doing. They were kind of paying homage to whether it was Tupac or Biggie or some other people they were doing. It wasn't like, you know, trying to rip off an idea or something like that, too. So there's a way you can actually put stuff out there, you know. I mean, so unless, unless, you're, unless you're not like founders and you're blatantly racist in your management, you know, there's ways you can handle stuff. So interesting thing, there was a brewery called Prairie Craft Brewing here in the Chicagoland area. They were in the suburbs. Mm-hmm. But um, the owner is, is from India. Um, and been it had been running the place for a while and he came out with a beer where he had used basmati rice to create the beer and it had coriander and it had some other flavors mm. that are native to, to India. 
Indian food, right? So that's kind of what he was going for. Um, he got tied up in litigation because he had Indian community leaders coming at him because he had used a symbol from uh, the Indian language, which a lot of Indians don't drink. And he, he, he is Indian and he owns a brewery and yeah. they all uh, came at him because he used this symbol and it was like, no, you can't uh, appropriate because we, we don't drink. And he's like, well, I, I'm from India. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. Like, and he ended up changing the can label because it was just the one label that they were upset about. But it was really strange. Like, he wasn't allowed to use something from his own country because other people from his country didn't like it. And he's like, but I, I'm, I'm from there. Yeah. <laughs> it's mine, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. But, yeah, it, it happened. I mean, it's, it's some of the cultural. I mean, like, when I had Linda on before, we talked uh, from Mad River Brewing out in California, Native uh -huh. American brewery. Right. You know, there's stuff that they have to run past tries. Oh, yeah. Of before course. they can actually they, do they it. You know? So, yeah. Before they can yeah. move forward. And it's I, I something mean, that you would think wouldn't be anything that big. But, yeah, it can matter on some of that stuff. So I, I, I guess so. And, I mean, he, he changed it to appease them. But he, he still makes beers with Bugmati rice and different – yeah. Indian inspired flavors and stuff and and he's happy doing it but he has to be careful to not upset the elders or whatever it is that's going yeah. on in this situation so it's it's really interesting i don't know yeah i guess because what that symbol may mean could be something along those lines and you know thinking about like the indian culture like for instance like it's funny <laughs> like for them a cow is a sacred animal so a lot of indian restaurants won't serve beef Right. But but we used to have an Indian restaurant next to where we were at. We go there for lunch at a buffet and they would have beef out there. And I'm like, how are they yeah. doing beef? I'm like, well, apparently this guy's Americanized. He's like, I'm after the dollars. And I know you Americans like beef. Right. So I'm making a beef dish, even though it's yeah. against our culture. So yeah, it's you know. Well, it's just the cows over there, right? The cows over there are the good ones that you can't. But I guess these cows, I mean, these cows are shit. They're American cows. Yeah, they're American, American cows, cows, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe there is a differentiation. Who knows? <laughs> oh, we'll see. But on other beer news, so for those of you in upstate New York, what is this? This is a bittersweet transition, right? So other half has acquired Young Lion Brewing Facility and Tap Room, which is out on Cannon Diuga Lake, which is actually upstate New York. So another other half brewing location, however. Young Lion Brewing, which is a female-owned brewery, is actually closing their doors mm. because of stuff they ran into. So it's you're going to get more other half, but you're kind of losing them there. Um, again, it's just it didn't work out the way it was planned to work out. So yeah. you know, and for years people have talked about possibly a craft beer type bubble out there and stuff. And I don't know. I still see a lot of growth. You look at the numbers, craft beer is still growing. It's it is just, still growing. There's just a lot of companies. There are companies that are being now sold off because they're not making enough from what they need to make an air in, but people right. are still buying a craft beer. So that's what, that's just part of how it goes. You have some contraction that takes place. But yeah, if you were upstate New York, you know, Joe the Beer Patrol and Dan from FLX and even some of the guys on the Niagara side. They might have seen some of the Young Lion beers, not sure in distribution, 
but you may see more other half. So take that for what it is. And Rare Beer, we know Sam Adams Utopia banned at 15 states, but now it's available in Indiana. So make it 14. I was hoping Todd here would say, hey, you can now buy Utopias in Indiana. So Why is it banned in 15 states? Too high of ABV. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Guess where a majority of those states are? Across that little Bible Belt part of the country, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and Utah. And Utah. And, and yeah, Utah. Utah's definitely, I mean, it's not Bible Belt, but it's kind of Bible Belt. It's kind of, you know. They're horrendous. really strict on their ABVs. It's like 3.5 or something. It's craziness. But you know what's funny about Utah? Like the strictness of the beers? But yet you have Utah brewing out of there that puts out some pretty decent beers. They yeah. can hire ABV, but they can't sell them there, I guess. They can't sell them in Utah. They have to sell them elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny how that actually works out. So they can make there. They just can't sell there. They can't sell there, right. But for like our buddy Todd, who's not here tonight, Utopia is now going to be available in Indiana. So down to 14. Um, but yeah, some people just too strong. And actually, one of the states you can't buy is in New Hampshire. So it's not all the South either. New Hampshire, you can't buy because it's too strong. Okay. Yeah. So, and here's one here, which is, well, let me go back to this one. Oh, okay. Go New Jersey. So, I mentioned earlier DoorDash. Now, if you're in New Jersey, we'll be delivering beer and wine as Love of it. today's date. So, you can Love actually it. go into your DoorDash app and you will now start to see locations where you can order beer and wine to be delivered to you if you get DoorDash. Now, being from New Jersey, most of New Jersey, you probably have access to this. But like our buddy Bart that was here earlier, and hopefully you're still here, Bart. Alex, the beer master, all you guys up there in New Jersey, if you want to get beer delivered to your door, you're not going to have that availability, which I feel like everybody should be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Because we, we get sure. drizzly we get drizzly here, so maybe we could do the DoorDash at some well, point. Well, then as you're well, not but, driving with the beer. See, that's good. Not, it's a good right? thing. Right? Just drop it right off. Meet the guy with the ID. You're good to go. So. Now, I remember during COVID ordering brunch from a restaurant with a, it was like a mimosa bar that they would do yeah. for their brunches. And they sent a, a bottle of sparkling and then like three different juices that you could mix it with. Mm -hmm. And I was so shocked to have alcohol ordered to my door by a driver. It was the craziest thing I had ever seen. And I was like, oh, I got a mimosa bar by delivery. Heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, why would I ever leave the house again? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and, but I, I don't know if that carried on after COVID. So I'm not sure. I've never, I haven't tried to order yeah. alcohol, I guess. I don't even well, know if Illinois does it. Well, some states, they had it where they... Took it back after COVID, after like yeah. 2021, so I don't even know But some states, some states, they were actually able to keep it because it helped out those businesses. It opened yeah. up a new avenue for them to actually make sales and keep striving and doing well. So, right. depending on your state, but yeah, check your app. I think here in Baltimore, I will say actually some of the restaurants. Now I think about it, like we usually get, we have a pizzeria here. We'll get pizza from, and you can order a six pack of beer with it, or you can add a bottle of wine, and they'll deliver it from that restaurant. So yeah. some spots, if they have it, you could probably get it there. It's possible. I'll have to look into it. I'm not even sure if I can anymore. So I'd like to know. Yeah. And then uh, over in, uh, <laughs> yeah, you set up a shop in Russia. I'm just saying you're at a risk. Well, two Baltica beer executives were arrested on suspicion of transferring Russian brands to Carlsberg 
they're suspected of transferring the rights from the Russian company to Carlsberg. So basically, when they were working for, over there, they took Batika, they're saying, and took the rights to go to Carlsberg to be able to operate and do their beer. Yeah, that didn't work out as well. Like if there was, if there was a country I didn't want to go to prison in, I mean, there's a few countries I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to prison anywhere really. Well, but yeah. Russia is one of the spots I would not want to go to. You know, when they're bringing the court, you're keeping this little box. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. And um, if they think they got anything on you, I don't even know if you get a fair trial. It seems like just having accusations enough because nobody's going to take out Putin. The Putin says, "Whatever, you're going." Like, forget yeah, but, about it. Well, yeah. Yeah, so... But whatever you do to get yourself in prison, I don't think Putin's going to give a shit. So, <laughs> just saying. Well, no, unless you're a pawn. If, a shit. if you're a political pawn, like they did with Brittany Griner and some of the other people that we had over there, they were, right. they'll use that for the power. But these two guys, I mean, think about this. Putin pretty much took Carlsberg away I know. from Carlsberg for like a dollar. Yeah, that so was if you're two, if, if you're two executives that probably thought they did something... I don't know if you're getting out. I'm just saying. Yeah. But good luck to you. I've had the Baltique at number nine before. Yeah. I did a review yeah. on the channel. Nine, five, four, two, yeah. one. I've had a bunch of them and I like them. They were fine. Yeah. They're okay. I don't know if it's worth stealing their recipe on or signing them over, but hopefully, you know, these guys have a better day and they can get their way out of it and stuff. But we'll see. But yeah. Yeah. So they're they're facing that. And then for some of you, this may shock you. This may shock you, this next story. The last story that I have here. You better be a happy be one, for God's sake, because, man, <laughs> you've been a, such a downer the last half hour. Well, the funny <laughs> thing is I keep hearing stuff about it. I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to have one of our beers here in a second because I don't think there's a problem with it. But Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA is now the number one craft beer in sea stores. So for those of you not familiar with C-Stores, it's convenience stores. Oh. As far as sales that get done. Sam Seasonal passes Voodoo for number two spot in grocery. So okay. Sam has kind of moved up for Sam Adams. But I hear a lot of people talking about, like, Voodoo Ranger. I like Voodoo Ranger. Like, I have no problem with the Voodoo Ranger wine. I think it's an easy drinking beer. I'm about to have me a Juicy Haze IPA. I'm going to just say, you know, I... There's definitely still some craft beer snobbery that's in play. I oh, think, yeah. and that's what, and I think that's what part of it is that people have towards New Belgium from the way they had actually done stuff, and people are like mm -hmm. criticizing them for just focusing on just the new Ranger line. But guess what? It's America. Yeah. America's oh. ran by the America's ran by the green, and right now for them, there's nothing greener than New Belgium because people love New Belgium. So that's sure. what they're putting their efforts into. I mean, I like the old New Belgium stuff they were doing. I can understand why people want to see more of the old stuff, but at the same point, they're not going to get rid of their cash cow. And mm -hmm. I kind of like, I haven't done a lot of the Voodoo Ranger more recently, but I pick up the Juicy Haze from time to time. Like I said, I'm going to crack one open here in a second, probably. And I've had some of the other stuff. I think it's a decent beer. Again, yeah, there's no, need to, there's no need to be a snob in craft beer. Because I feel like that's, the, that's what I get on some of the attitude towards, towards the Voodoo series, but Live and let live, people. Live and drink let beer, live. follow your palate, drink what you like, and uh, go from there. Is what well, I as far as Voodoo Ranger is concerned, honestly, their marketing is phenomenal. the the can The can label art with the the skeleton thing, and how they change up the skeleton for all the stuff. 
Like yeah. they do a great job. It catches the eye. It's you, you pay attention. And once you've had one that was good and then you see all those skeletons in a row, you're like, Oh, I'll probably like that one too. And honestly, if you're a hophead, that's, that's a great way to go. They really rock that. I mean, right. the, they ain't going wrong on their hop use. They, they, they know what they're doing and they're doing it well. So yeah. I, I, I think that's great for them. Yeah. I think you know, what they're doing works and it's a, uh great opportunity so i don't hate on them at all for mm -hmm. doing what they're doing there i think it's actually uh no i, I gotta say part. here's to them on their marketing because they've done a excellent my father talks about voodoo ranger often like yeah he's he's excited when he gets a 12 pack of voodoo ranger like and you know like that that's what it takes and my my, my dad's kind of old school like he grew up on all the 70s beers that are still around but but he loves this stuff yeah. A lot of people do. Yeah, a lot of people do. It's an easy drinker, I think. And, so. and good for them. I mean, cheers, man. Good job. Yeah. yeah. So that right there is the beer news for the week. Yeah, so there we go. Sorry. Where am I? Am I a lot wet? I, I, I need to not look ahead in the comments when you're... <laughs> you stop getting so excited. Stop getting so oh, excited someone, ahead of time. Someone just came in and I wanted to say hi and I'm sorry. Well, can we say hi together? You got to say hi up front? Like, you going to wait for me to well, say hi Dave too? Well, Dave from in front. You got to say hi to Dave. I will when I get down to Dave, but I haven't gotten to Dave yet. But hello, Dave. Great to see you, my friend. Cheers, buddy. Me and Dave had a talk earlier on Twitter so and stuff. I keep saying Twitter. I, don't, I, I just can't get to X. But um, we were talking earlier, which reminds me of another thing. So some of you that may have seen on the channel, I just received a non-alcoholic unboxing video I released from Go Brewing, Naperville, Illinois. They sent me, yeah, they, yeah, they sent me some non-alcoholic beers they wanted to check out. I got reached out to their marketing people a few weeks ago, and we kind of talked to some stuff. I guess probably about a month ago. But um, – I'm going to actually have them on the channel on the 29th. Yay. So February 29th, I'll be doing a live stream of Go Brewing, talking about non-alcoholic beer, the market they're in. They sent me a six-pack of variety, and they sent me another It's funny because she sent me an email, and Marcella, shout out to you. She's like, did you get the delivery? I'm like, what delivery? I haven't got anything yet. She said, let me check when I get back to you. So they sent me another one. So I, ended up, I went to go get the one, and both were here. So I got like two six packs of their non-alcoholic <laughs> beers, which is actually great because I can drink some when I'm going to have Joe Chura right. coming on from, from their brewery. I can talk with him when I'm drinking some. And the other ones I can do just as reviews and stuff. So I'll probably look at doing some reviews upcoming for that. But they sent me a sour, double IPA, their IPA, a few different things. Dave had the sour from Beer in Front. He really enjoyed it. So I'm interested because I want to tap more into that market of the non-alcoholic beer because even for myself, I don't drink beer probably as much as many people think I probably do. Like there's days on the course of the week where I'm not drinking, but a non-alcoholic beer would well, be something great to have, like with the you know burger, tacos, whatever I'm eating for dinner. Is this I like, say both. I think I don't. five or six a day. Yeah, <laughs> I know better. It's cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> tell, tell them whatever you need to tell them. I know the truth. It's all good. You know how much I have to work out for five or six a day, but yeah. So, 
I'm, I'm excited to actually have them on and kind of get into it because I do want to share more. Because I do have people that do watch that don't drink alcohol. And I have people that are kind of fighting some other things they're doing. And it's like, you know what? Here's some stuff you can do. You like the taste of beer, but you don't want the alcohol. There's some opportunity for you. So able to go ahead and look to share that there. Um, I'm trying to see where I finished off on the comments here. Uh, we had Al- Ray had to leave. He said, well, stay fresh cheese bags. I got to run big day tomorrow with cheers to you, Ray. Great for having you swing by. Uh, let's see, Bramhall, it amazes me how small England is, but within 20 miles, the accent is so different and can be a confusing example, being Gordy and maybe Scoose or Scouse. See, I wouldn't know. I don't know we're going to go with that. But the friends I have in England, yeah, just like the differences in the accents is, you know, it's, it's awesome, but it's kind of crazy too. It's like, yeah. Well, you have the same thing in uh, Chicago. You have the same thing in New York. You have, yeah. I mean, it, it exists in the big cities always. Oh, we have it over here. Like we've come across people and it's just like, why do you talk like that? Like, you know, it's just, you have different accents, different dialects. Well, I used to say Italian. I know. Yeah. Which, uh hilarious about the Bud Light because that many of the brands that Yanni Swiss to are owned by the AB and Bev. Right. Well, it's funny because one of the one things I thought, like when they went to Modelo, I'm like, well, they went to Modelo. That's a and Bev, right? No, not in the States. In the States, nope. it's on my Constellation. Yep, so Constellation. Constellation. They benefit. But in other countries, it would have been under AB and Bev. So yeah. they weren't able to recoup those sales back. But, you know, like I said, they jump on a Mick Ultra. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to drink Mick Ultra. That's AB and Bev still. Uh, so it's a different division is now getting those dollars. Like, hey, our sales are up. Blah, 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 blah. You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I was at Metropolitan Jane. They had a banner hanging up that said, fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know what? I, whenever I hear that saying, being a Gen Xer, I feel like that's just a saying of my generation. I feel like it's a perfect gener- Gen X generation. And it's funny, on my Facebook today, um, no, not today. It was yesterday. I posted a video. You ever see the guy? He, I think he might be Japanese or Chinese. No, he's definitely Japanese, I think. And he's like, why do we let Generation X off the hook? Like, what do they ever do? He's talking about like, and it used to be the one chick would come on and she'd be like, "Listen, you don't want to mess with us because we'll we'll fuck you up, blah 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 type thing." Well, they had a thing where it was like twenty people that responded to that video, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" Like, other people responded and just talking about the stuff that we kind of went through as Gen Xers and stuff like that and everything. And like one person's like, "Look, Gen Xers don't mess around. Like, if they can't get to you physically, they'll get to you mentally. They'll hurt your feelings to a point where you just can't do anything. Like, it's just that's just how we were. We would find whatever weak spot. Oh yeah, oh yeah." Bullying was straight up on for Gen X. We knew what what bullying was. I mean, not messing around. I mean, it's kind of like... Every Gen Xer knows how to bully because they work. It's like one of my old jobs I had, right? We had a new guy that started working with us on the job, right? And we'd all call him the new guy. And so he went to management and told management, like, they didn't like us calling him the new guy. It made him feel kind of awkward and kind of something like that. So management was like, yeah, you guys can't call him a new guy anymore because it makes him feel this way and we're like oh we're fucking calling him a new guy all day long not like you oh, know yeah. it's, it, you just made it worse by going in and yeah. trying to rat on us yeah that's just how we yeah. were. we were we're a generation that like yeah we'll find your weak spot and we will fucking kick the shit out of it yep. <laughs> there's no coming back from that you tattled yeah yeah it was so funny like some of the responses like just one person like just leave him alone 
don't even don't even go out. They're like the first feral generation. You know, you don't even want to mess with them. They are the original latchkey kids. Like you don't want to mess with Gen X. Like, yeah. We were making four meals at five years old. Don't fuck with oh, us. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think but I can crawl back at this point. Retailers have been hitting a while and then shelf space. No reason to, to roll the dice going forward when others' opinions insist. So, yeah, and that's the thing that I was thinking about earlier, right? They, they were trying to come back now with the whole sports type thing, teaming up with MMA, doing stuff with NASCAR, trying to do whatever they can, and people aren't buying. I mean, literally, a, a, what a, a case? I don't even know if it's a case. Well, a twelve pack, sixteen dollars, and they were giving you fifteen dollars back. So it cost you a dollar for a twelve pack of Bud Light, and people still weren't buying. Yeah. So it's yeah. I think they pretty much kind of done. I guess I'm just more surprised the CMO took that long before they were fired or had to resign. Yeah, it's true. Uh, that's information. If I don't pay your rent, you won't. Uh, you won't win a war with your landlord. But wasn't it? It was. It was, it was more. It was more than that, though. It was more the, than the just landlord the rent. screwed them over to start with. The landlord yeah. said they got this many feet or whatever, this many square feet, and they weren't paying for that many square feet, or they were paying that, but they didn't receive that many square feet. So. When they realized that they were paying more than what they were given, they stopped paying because fuck you. You said we would get what 35,000, 30, I don't know how many yeah. square feet it was, but you, you contracted us they this much. Them. And if you're yeah. not giving us that, we're not going to pay you. That's that's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's such bullshit. And I, I love Metropolitan. I'm really angry about this. And it feels similar to what's going on with my brewery. Like, Somebody was an asshole and they just get to win? No, fuck that. I yeah. hate that shit. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm okay. I'm okay. No, you're I good. You're good. You're good. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. I know. I just, oh, they make but me to so your, angry. But to your brewery, and if you want to give us a synopsis, I'll let you do it. I'm going to run to the restroom here in a second. So I put together a piece that I'm going to release this weekend from things that I kind of saw there to kind of position stuff out there about what was taking place because the Ravinia and the whole music festival and looking through stuff and kind of like coming back. And it's just like the grievance to me is just kind of like a false grievance type thing. I know Dave, if he's still watching Beer in Front, he kind of feels that way as well. It's just like, because like I said, we talked last week about, I'm like, I want other like Ravinia businesses start doing some stuff like oh, yeah. I want like I want Ravinia Hardware to have like, a music player come there and do oh a music festival upset that because Ravinia Hardware has a music player I want like other yeah. people to do things that are like showing how crazy of a lawsuit this actually is but so if you want if you want to talk I did actually suggest that to the owners to talk yeah. to the other business owners who have Ravinia in their name. So yeah. I did actually put that forward as an option to fight back, I guess. Yeah. But that was something I talked to the owners about as an option. I, I think you have to to make it because again, like we talked about last week, this is going to be something that public opinion is going to probably weigh in at some point, and it's got to be something to show just how ludicrous this lawsuit is. Like you're making exactly. accusations of the whole keys. So because a beer has a guy playing a piano, you think they're going to think it's a music festival. Yep. It makes no sense. And the beer name ties so to what the actual the beer, beer is. was Keystrokes, yeah. and it was a key lime sour. And the guy playing piano on the cup. And the guy was playing the piano because keys, yeah. piano keys. Like, it, 
it worked. It was yeah. it was a clever name for a beer that was pretty damn good. I mean, it was like yeah. biting right into a key lime. You get the all that sour, and then you get that rind bit, and it that's what it tasted like. It was perfect. Yeah. But for them to say, oh, they've released a beer with a man playing piano, therefore they are infringing upon our copyright. What? What? <laughs> what the fuck? It's a key lime. Key, key strokes. It's key. But what? Oh, what, what, you should have had a, a guy, you know, keying into a car? What What, what, you, what, what do you want? That would be Chicago life. I mean, that would be Chicago, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> not the town that we're in. We're we're North Shore. We're, we're yeah. Highland Park. Like, it's a low crime area. It's, it doesn't work for us. I feel like my as my grandfather used to say, I feel like Ravinia's got too big for his bridges. <laughs> like this whole music festival thing. Like, oh dude, like change with the time. Like, you got all these other Ravinia businesses. It's like the name of a town. It's the name of a town. It is. It it, it was. It got enveloped into Highland Park, but it's still a neighborhood. Yeah, but it's still and a it's neighborhood. But it, Ravinia because of the ravine. There was a ravine there. Therefore, the town called itself Ravinia. It's a ravine. Is, it's, it's a geographical feature. Like, what? What do you want? Which is why other businesses use Ravinia in their name. So, since we I'm were going to I'm going to rent in a restroom. I'll oh, let you talk sorry. real quick here. No, you can tell people about it. I'll be right back. Unless <laughs> okay. you want me to hear it. If you want me to hear it, I'll wait for a second. Just this or, little part. Since uh, words, words, I'm coming. It, it's okay. I got this. <laughs> uh, when since we last talked I spoke with the owners and they were saying that uh, when someone applies for a trademark on a word they can apply for a trademark when it refers to certain things so what Ravinia did uh, a while back what 2013 something like that they applied for a trademark on the word Ravinia in regards to entertainment alcohol and food that was what their trademark was when the trademark place receives these requests, they look and see, has anyone asked for this word before or this, you know, trademark? And if no one has, they don't fact check it. They just say, okay, no one's asked for yeah, it. Yeah, no one's asked So for they it. go ahead and say yes. After the fact, if you find out that the trademark that they requested is stupid for several reasons, uh, you have to involve trademark lawyers, which is, by the way, if you go into law ever, please go into trademark because it's so stupid and you will win lots of money all the time because it's ridiculous. They don't, they don't fact check anything before just handing out a trademark. And that's stupid. Like yeah. just because the barbershop wasn't doing entertainment, alcohol or food, they're fine. They don't have to worry about it. But you know, like, the plumber wasn't doing entertainment. I mean, unless you're turned on by plumber's crack. But besides hey, that, it's like... There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people like Mariel, I'm just saying. I know, just, I know. Hey, I'm Mar just saying. Because of that, they can they can put a trademark on freaking anything as long as no one's gotten there first. And yeah. there's no fact-checking at all. It just yeah. frustrates me to no end. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous on how the whole lawsuit was actually, in my opinion... Applied it so somebody comes along and they want to make Ravinia steak and ales, they can't do it because Ravinia is uh, associated with food. So you're doing a steak and ales thing, you're not doing anything with a music festival, but because you have a food establishment, you couldn't have the Ravinia steak and ales name. Yeah, that's just stupid, in it's my opinion. So stupid. And it's just, uh, 
we're, we're the neighborhood hangout, we're the neighborhood restaurant, we're the neighborhood bar, and the neighborhood yeah. neighbors who live there love us. Yeah. And they're angry. And Ravinia, I mean, they get a lot of money from their ticket prices, sure, because the ticket prices are exorbitant. But yeah. they get a lot of money from donors, and they're shooting themselves in the foot right now because I've seen, if you go on their social media and like look yeah. at comments... People are saying, yeah, I just tossed my donor envelope in the trash because of your wasting my donor money on, on lawsuit. ridiculous Frivolous lawsuits. lawsuits. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of the donors are not happy because they know that Ravinia is spending their money, like yeah. donors' money on this. Yeah. But from your standpoint, it's encouraging to hear for sure that they're actually fighting back that way. So, yeah. and that's what it has to do. It has to get to a point where it's, into the court of public opinion, which I we talked about last week, and that's where it's going to make a difference. So yeah, yeah. For those of you out there, oh. I know Dave, Dave's already done a piece about it, but if you got a YouTube channel, definitely share some of the details around it out there as well. It's a great little yes, topic please. that people be hearing more about as well. So I'll be, like I said, put together something this weekend with some thoughts around it too. But uh, I'm going to let Mal handle it for right now. If you're good, I'm going to run to the restroom real quick and then grab another beer. And then you need another beer probably too, right? So yep, when I get yep. back, you'll get a beer. So all right, sounds good. Entertain, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so since I can't actually like move the comments or anything, I'm just gonna jump ahead to the last few. So hi Dave again. I, I know I jumped ahead of him on the the hi Dave there. Um, yes, go to Metropolitan, support them. I, I do hope they open in another location. There was a comment earlier about uh, how Metropolitan's kind of the hub of that location, and they have like two little food places and all this other stuff, like the boat rentals all there. I feel like it's going to hurt all of those businesses to lose Metropolitan. I don't know what they're planning on putting into that space. I hope metropolitan is contemplating finding another location that that would be my hope i know it won't be like on the water and all cutesy with the dock and everything but i really do hope they go for it because they're, they're doing great things it's really really true um let's see pa brew news i saw your comment fuck around and you'll end up in my basement with the lotion i was like oh yeah that's that's paul uh, buffalo paul <laughs> or fuck around making a sour and find out oh actually i i also made a suggestion to the owners um uh that we do a sour called sour grapes <laughs> just because i thought it would be really funny uh, Dave, that space will be empty in Chicago, like the old Ballast Point. That's what I'm afraid of. I, I hate seeing that happen. I, but a lot of people are going to be nervous to move in there because the land the landlord obviously is kind of awful. So do you really want to move into a space that evicted and destroyed a business? Like, a lot of places won't want to do that. Oh, Malta gentlemen, hi! I am back. Hi. Malta's in the house. Shit. Sorry, I'm still ahead of you on the comments. <laughs> uh, let me go through the comments, get caught up. So. Okay, you get caught up. I'm going to go uh, get another beer. All right. 
Uh, did I get everything from JT's in that one? Yeah, Landlord. So I know Barry and Bud Light wasn't about hurting Navy and Bed. It was a punch to all companies using ESG, environmental and social governance to control social norms. Even BlackRock took notice. Well, I'm sure BlackRock took notice. I mean, I'm actually in the financial world, so I'm sure anything, anything like that, they're going to take notice on um, with that being one of their holdings. But uh, the whole thing was, it was, the thing with the Bud Light thing, I feel like there was a play that was trying to do the inclusion part, but at the same point, there was a, a knowing your audience type part of the marketing that was missed as well. Just knowing what you're actually marketing to, who's actually drinking things and putting it out there in front of people. Plus to say, from what I know, because I never heard of Dylan until this whole thing happened, I guess the people that usually follow Dylan are like underage anyway for drinkers. So why would you have a person as a spokesperson whose main audience can't even drink legally? So there was there were some issues. There were some issues for sure. Question I have is what will happen to Metropolitan Tapping Space when none of them reopen there? Some kind of restaurant, a music venue, it is the anchor of the whole development. Well, you know, you we do see some of these breweries that are jumping in and taking up space and uh, being able to open up opportunities. So hopefully that will be the case that someone may jump in there. But I don't know if there's any anybody I can think of in that area that might be like, say, the gypsy-type brewery like um, Hot Butcher was when Hot Butcher took over the acre space. I don't know if there's any breweries out there. Maybe there are some that might be an opportunity. Hopefully, the employees are able to get on with some of the other breweries as well. Fallmore, New Orleans is in a big city. Many people don't have a lot of disposable income and tourists don't go there to drink in Eastern New Orleans, which is far from the French Quarter. Yeah, but they did have a plan to try to do some things there. So it's just sad to see another brewery kind of take the fold. I know some people were mad when they went from Dixie to Fallburg as well. I think they were trying to do something like that because of the Dixie name. But I never saw the Dixie name as being as offensive. I mean, Dixie to me was kind of like that old South type thing. So um, I guess it just depends who you ask in that regard. I feel like G.G. Allen isn't represented enough in Bruin. I mean, there has to be really shitty craft brews that are begging for a big name, whatever. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, JT liked that one, too. Yeah. Uh, up until the 80s, Florida used to, have to mandate low beer, like three, five. Well, yeah, so you look at Florida, they were low beer, and that's why. You had the uh, Smoking Abandoned movie because they were running the cores from where they were at in Texas over to Florida because Florida had low beer back then. So that, and that was set like in the late 70s. So that's part of the storyline of why Burt Reynolds as Smokey was running, not Smokey as the Bandit, was running beer from Texas to Florida because they couldn't have more than 3.5. Which is kind of crazy thinking at one point 3.5 was a high limit for some states. Did you explain your new beer? I did not as of yet. So I, didn't miss uh, I was finishing my last one. Well, I've had this one. I've done a review on this one on the channel. Actually, all three of these I've done reviews on, but I'm having a Voodoo Ranger Juice Force IPA. Just an easy drinker. You know, say what you want to say about Voodoo Ranger, but this one actually delivers 9.5% ABV. I'm just hitting all the session nails tonight, Imperial IPA. So 
yeah, I like this one as far as something to just knock out, put down, and sit back and enjoy. Oh, yeah, baby. Did you hear the crack of that can? Woo! Yeah. That was awesome. That was music. So I'm going to get the pour here. Nothing like the nice pour of a, a new beer into the glass. Put that on the speaker. You can get one of these spinners. These spinners are pretty cool. Spin your beer around and back there. Give it good size head. But this one's got the, the haziness. It's a little bit of the haze. The haze mm -hmm. on there. So you're not seeing the nucleated bubbles as much. But we'll let that settle. Big Dave in the house. Beer in front. Cheers, my friend. For those of you watching, if you've not followed Dave, make sure to follow him. Beer in front. Great podcast. Great YouTube channel. The Man About mm -hmm. Town in Chicago. Can't say enough good things about Dave. Dave has always been pretty solid on stuff. So, oh yeah, um, got a chance, you know. And I was up there to actually uh, to meet Dave in person. We had a great fun time out of Hot Butcher, and um, it's funny. I was talking to Todd last week. I think it was last week, either before or after. So, whatever we were talking about it. So, when Todd came up and he caught up with Liz and JT. They took him over to Bad Apple. They told him how good the burger was. He was like, he couldn't believe how fantastic the burger was over there. Like, like the Bad Apple is probably one of the top burger places, I if actually, not the top burger place I ever had in the, in the country ever. I actually just interviewed someone who used to work there. Oh, the Bad Apple was the bomb. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was just like, you know, I could almost say that, biting into that burger, it was just like, I can understand what Wimpy was talking about with burgers back in the days on Popeye. How if it's a really good burger, you'd do anything and just pay the man on Tuesday because it's that good of a burger you want it today. So yeah, oh, yeah. bad apples pretty solid. She said hello. Dave was having a hot butchered Lincoln anniversary style. My man, twelve point five ABV. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think I've had any of their styles over ten point five, so they kind of stepped it up a little bit on that one. Oh, we got we to gotta get into the Thanksgiving stuff, too, by the way. Don't let me forget. Oh, yeah. That's Black true. The Black Friday stuff and then Thanksgiving and all that kind of stuff because, like, you may not know. Like, Thanksgiving, one of the historical facts that I found out when I was kind of going through beer. Do you ever hear about kind of pilgrims landed at Plymouth Rock? Why they let they chose Plymouth Rock? Uh, well... Uh, they found a rock and they called it Plymouth because they left from Plymouth and they landed at Plymouth and that feels like they did something wrong. But you know, whatever. The story, the story goes, <laughs> and historically, it's supposed to be pretty accurate. They ended up because they were supposed to go to Jamestown, Virginia, but on the way over, they actually ran short on beer on the boat. Oh, and that caused them to actually land earlier than planned at Plymouth Rock. And mm. then they were able to go to Plymouth Rock and I guess landed there, tried to start brewing some other beer, but of course they met Native Americans and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, right. But yeah, that's a whole different, that's a whole different topic on that one. But the interesting thing is that just shows the importance of beer. Like if you go into a party and they're like, we're out of beer, the music stops, the people stop. This stopped a boat. This said, we're out of beer. Pull over. Pull over. <laughs> so, <laughs> And they landed in Plymouth Rock. So just one of those little things out there in the, in the uh, notes of history of how they got to Plymouth Rock. Nice. Yeah. So don't ever underestimate the power of beer, folks. No. 
The force no. is strong. No underestimating. BA says I may have to crack open a big 750 and sip one until I get tired. Chocolate and coffee imperial stouts was a mistake. Well, I could keep you up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I've done that before. Like sometimes, like, do I want to do a beer review here at one in the morning with a coffee stout? Why not? Uh, it's three o'clock and I can't go to sleep. Yeah. Cheers, Dave. Drinking the Metropolitan Magnetron. I bought the last two Sixers in the universe today. JT closed them out. Uh, plans to go there today, but it'll go tomorrow, Dave says. Which reminds me, I forgot to mention, on the poll out there. So if you haven't done a poll on the chat, probably should have mentioned this earlier in the show. Make sure to check it out. So the current poll, are you planning to be out and about Black Friday to pick up any of the Black Friday beer releases? 28% said yes. 72% said no. They're not going to be into madness. They do not want the madness. They were not feeling the madness. They're like, no, I am not going to be out there buying any of these beers on Black Friday. No. I'm going to be safe at home. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Because your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, no friends are mine. You guys need a safety dance was coming at some point tonight, right? That should be like a secret code. Safety dance. First person to respond, get something. I should do that at some point. What do you got? What beer do you have there? I have Squishy Gummy Hazy IPA from Noon Whistle Brewing Company in Naperville, Illinois. Noon Whistle. Sorry, Lombard, Illinois, Naperville, Illinois. They have two locations. But I love Noon Whistle. They do really good stuff. They're... Specialty is their hazies, but they were the first Imperial Pilsner I ever had. And they have a ghost gummy that is one of Blue's favorite beers, Blue Ice's favorite beers ever. And Ooh. it's a hazy IPA with ghost peppers. And they have a mild version and a spicy, like really spicy version. Oh my gosh. They do amazing stuff. Ooh. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> I, I really love Noon Whistle. They do such amazing work. Good stuff. And this is all juice up front, up front, out back. It's just a, a big old party of juice. The juice is loose, baby. This one's Citra, Mosaic, and Simcoe. Mm. So with the Citra, obviously you get that uh, orange grapefruit kind of front. Uh, the Simcoe, is it? No, the Mosaic gives you that earthy close. I don't mm -hmm, know what the Simcoe mm -hmm. does exactly, but you have kind of an earthy shut on this one. It's not like, it doesn't make all of your taste buds pucker, like it's not super dry, but it's just yeah. a beautiful juice bomb that turns into dirt. And it's I want to so, say Simcoe's a little tropical too, I think, right? Oh, is uh, it? Okay. Yeah, I think so, I, yeah. I can recall yeah. off the top of my head for Simcoe. But uh, yeah, that's such a good beer, and it's so drinkable. And what's the ABV on this one? It is a seven point one. So, yeah, it's just beautiful. And I don't know why I called it a squishy gummy, and I do know why. It looks like little gummy worms. Gummy worms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the can, I was about to say yeah. I don't know why they have worms on the can, and then I thought about gummy. I'm like, oh yeah. So I was halfway through that thought when I realized what was going on. Everybody gives love to the bears, and nobody gives love to the worms. You got uh, to. 
Yeah. You got to you got to give love to the worms as well because I mean the worms are out there doing their gummy stuff too. So how many beers have you had? <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm teasing. <laughs> are you coming at me? Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> there will be no beer shaming here. Except for, well, Ray was yeah. drinking the PBR, so maybe yeah. a little beer shaming, but not too much. I've uh, I've had enough that I'm uh, feeling pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the party's going. The party's going on in my head right now, so I'm feeling. I thought you were going to update all your songs for this one, or all your sound effects. I needed. I needed to update some stuff. I got a chance to get around to it. It's so tough. But I had one. I had one for left hand, but I never got to use it. I never got to use it when I was doing the show. But I was going to use that with left hand, but I never got a chance to get around. Oh, left hand no. brewing. I was yeah. wondering what the hell you were talking about with your left hand. I was like, mm, I don't think I want to hear more about that. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you know what I can always use? You know, you know. Turn around. I feel like that should have been like a wedding crash with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson doing that part. I thought that would have been that would have been hilarious there, but they'd have been like totally hammered. So yeah. But let me see here. What we got? We got we got a good amount of comments coming in. I love it. I love it. The Wednesday, the Thursday before Thanksgiving. I don't know why I said Wednesday, but Right on the yard with the lotion, with the put the lotion in the basket, lady. Yeah, yeah, Buffalo Paul puts the lotion in the basket. Why was the lotion even down to her? Like, what was she doing in there? He was, was taking care of her skin. How is he gonna make a lamp out of her if her skin is all shitty? That's right. Well, what if she didn't put the lotion on? Like, what if she would have refused to put the lotion on? She he's, gets the hose again, but he's not coming down into the hole. Yeah, he sprays her with a hose. Well, it puts the lotion yeah. on its skin, or else it gets the hose again. Oh, I know. I got the hose. It's unhappy. Well, when she had the dog, I got your dog, Mister. I got your dog. Yeah, yeah. That that almost got to him, you know. Mm -hmm. But she, yeah. But he had the night vision goggles, and she didn't. So you know, it, it's fine. Whatever. But that was when Jodie Foster got in. But when she was in the hole, she got the dog. She got she mm -hmm. the dog mm -hmm. into the hole. Because my favorite is still with Hannibal Lecter. She's just like. Tell me again about your father, Clarice. Was he a coal miner? Like the way that he did that, it was just like hilarious. And just like the way uh, that man spoke was hypnotizing. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell me about the woman that you taking. Was she rotund, Clarice? <laughs> rotund. Who uses rotund in a sentence? Well, Hannibal. I love that word. It doesn't get used enough. <laughs> Why not Rubenesque? Was she Rubenesque, Clarice? Instead of rotund. I'm just saying. Rotund. Yeah. I'm like, if I'm doing geometry, I think it rotund. <laughs> this is fucking around making a sour. Paul's not a sour person. 
this will be empty Chicago, like the old Ballast Point. There was a Ballast Point in Chicago at one point? I didn't realize that. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Well, they King Conflicts bring it back. I mean, they own Ballast Point now. They can bring it back there. Let's call them and ask. Yeah. Malted cheers, my friend. I'm just getting down to it. Doug and Trey said they currently have no plans to revive the brewery in the future. Yeah. Aww. Oh, late beer news item. I should have I should have put it on the uh, where is that here? Yeah, that's the breaking news right there. You know, because breakdancing is back in the Olympics next year, so we got breaking news. Because breakdancing is coming out next year. Anchor, right. Anchor is actually trying to revive their stuff, so they're actually going to oh really the city type thing. So I didn't have the news item on here, but on Twitter or X or Facebook, if you follow the Facebook page, I posted a piece about the revival taking place there and what they're actually looking to do right now. So Anchor is not not totally dead. So speaking of some good news, Anchor is trying to with the employees well, get that reestablished. You raised our spirits a little bit. I try, you know, it's like the whole the old drill sergeant, break them down and you build them up. Why are you so smart? Yo, I don't know, drill sergeant, you know, just like, you know, yeah. Hey, I have the name for that. I'm Major Pain. Don't, don't, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me. That's Forrest Gump. That's Forrest Gump. That's Forrest Gump, not Major Pain. Major Pain is Damon Wayans. When he's getting yelled at a drill sergeant, Tom Hanks is like, I don't know, drill sergeant. Speedy, my last name is Pain. I never knew it was your last name was Payne. Yeah. Oh. Now I know. Now I it's know. I'm Major Payne. Let's, let's go back to the 1980s with NBC. The more you know. The more you know. Like the whole the star would come out. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you have entered the House of Payne right here. Look at that. Oh, did you say the House mm -hmm. of Payne? Yes. yes. Oh, shit. This is my house. <laughs> The House of Pain. Because Chu and I got married just before COVID and everything shut down right after we got married. And I have been a lazy bum and haven't actually changed my name yet. And I really need to. Because as soon as I do, I can get a passport. And the passport is necessary to go to Canada in July next year. And it is. I have to get all those things taken care of. So that is on the docket at the moment. Uh, to don't wait too long. Change the name. Don't wait too long because their passports run behind nowadays. Oh, uh, I know, I know. Yeah. I, I'm aware. I Although mean, I, I feel I, like I feel like if we're the Canadian border, should be like, come on, man, come on. You know what? I'm from America. I'm from America. You should just let me in. I ain't not South America, United <laughs> States of America. You know I'm good. You know I'm good. Like. Who's that? Let me. Who, let me. Me try to get the hookup. You try to find out who's up. Like, Where's you is, 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 is Tommy were... working? Is Tommy working? Tell Where'd Tommy. You... Not, not my You are the one saying we were the the meth meth distrib not distributors. What did you say? Meth house. We were, yeah, we were like we were basically the the why well, I said the crack house meth house. They were kind of the apartment above whatever we are at that time. But yeah, so we just have to find a person that comes to the meth house. So I'm like, you know Tommy, right? Yeah, Tommy's my boy. So Tommy come over and hook you up and let you right in without the passport. I'm just and Tommy, saying. And Tommy's sitting there looking at you going, oh, I don't think so. You, gotta, you, you always got to find a connect. You got to find a connect and the connect. Because you're always looking for that hookup. But since you're the house of pain. 
That'll be your new theme song there. I always thought I would be a dentist or a pediatrician as a child because I thought it would be really funny to be a Dr. Payne. It made mm. me chuckle when I was a child. And instead I chose teaching, which Miss, Miss Payne as a teacher, that yeah. is hell. Yeah, well, so, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Miss Payne, yeah. That would be my, my first day teaching high schoolers, I told them if they could come up with a joke I hadn't heard about my name, I would give them a passing grade for the quarter. <laughs> yeah, they didn't come up with anything I hadn't heard, so you know. But if but if you would have been a dom, you'd have been perfect. True. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't like inflicting pain necessarily. I just generally assume that I'm supposed to go through pain. <laughs> inflicting pain was never my thing. I'm, I'm not a sadist at all. I mean. I'll cause people a little bit of irritation, a slight bit of trouble, but I don't like inflicting actual pain. <laughs> you messed up at Mrs. Payne class. Guess what? <laughs> <laughs> that was you breaking out the old, the old back in the day, the uh, paddle. They need to paddle the kids back then. Paddle ruler. I, I never, I never got, I never got New Jersey. They didn't really paddle, so mm. they had to worry about that or the rule. Now they, the nuns, ooh, the nuns will try to get you sometimes. Now, if yeah. we're going hardcore, I could go to caning the bottoms of the feet, right? So, ooh, ooh if you're going hardcore, like there's the caning. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, it it wasn't my style per se. No. I would say no. <laughs> but I super, super love making people irritated. So, I mean, you can argue. It's just minuscule pain that I cause. Yeah, yeah I went to high school for six years and uh, never had to deal with the cane or the rule or anything like that because, you know. That's good. When they, when they came at me, I was like, you messed with a naked boy. You messing with the nature boy right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> you don't want the smoke. You don't want the smoke. You don't want it. You don't want it. And, I'd be like, and I may trick? or may not have had students say similar things to me in the past. <laughs> just so you know. I'm like, you better sit your habit ass back down. You don't want none of this. <laughs> That's just how I roll, though. I mean, you know. One of a kind. <laughs> Cheers, Trez. Happy, happy being our homie. Yeah, we're all about the fun. Heard all this. Yeah, yeah. As we uh, get ready to head to Thanksgiving, and Trez, you will have your special thing arriving, I think, in the next week or so. So appreciate you special being a member. Ooh. Yeah. So you know, people can be members to the channel, and Trez Wait, being a member. Up? Hmm. Who Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Trez as you know, being a member to I the channel. I asked a very inappropriate question. It's cool. Carry on. Inappropriate on this channel? Is there mm -hmm. any, is there any, are we gone to the inappropriate level? Oh, no, no, no. It was funnier that you didn't hear it. I'm happy. Go I on. Mean, if, we're, if we're inappropriate. <laughs> feel free to tell me what you want. Yeah. You know, so yeah, there you go. Oh, well, right. that was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Trez has something coming to him as being a member and a great supporter of the channel. So appreciate you, homie. Uh, what's up, Trez is it from one Emerson? Of these? It is not one of those. Oh, I love these. Those are pretty convenient, though. I didn't have one of those I for myself know. yet either. Yeah. So it that was like is super the, magnetic. The it's next to the fridge. I love this thing so much. It's a great bottle opener. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, let's see what's good. E, and then we got uh, what's up, Robert? Cheers, my friend. Bottles up to you. Make sure you guys let us know what you're drinking in the chat as well. Yes. Trez probably is drinking, he's working at this point, but uh, yeah. So, next Wednesday night, biggest drinking night of the year, yeah. Thanksgiving, we have the holiday, of course. You know, what I love about Thanksgiving, it's like you get to Thanksgiving, you get run right into the big, the final, starting to really get into the big college game because it's like. You have the college games going on in football, which are usually the rivalries, but you also got the basketball with the feast week. So I'm looking forward to that next week as well. And, but outside of that, we're looking at Black Friday, right? So on the poll right now, it's still 28%. So they'll probably be out there getting some of the deals. Are there any Black Friday beers that you're looking to get next week? Are you looking to get any of the Goose Island or are you going to plan to be out there doing anything? Or are you kind of just, you know, status quo. If I go to a store, something Sarah might get it. Like anything along those lines. If it's Friday, I am hiding. You're not going anywhere next Friday. Absolutely not. Not to the beer stores. Not to get the. Absolutely not. No. Really? Really? No. I never do Black Friday because no. I I used to work retail. I worked retail for seven years. Yeah. Uh, I worked in diamonds. I worked in medical supply, and I worked in uh, high end loose leaf tea. And I will tell you, after working retail, I will never set foot out of the house on a Black Friday ever again. Never going to happen. It is over for me. But I don't I've know had if it... family members leave Thanksgiving at like 10 o'clock so they could get oh. to the store and buy a TV or whatever they were getting. So they're leaving Thanksgiving with the family to go buy things. But if they're at the store buying things, that means those people who work at that store are forced to work and not be with their families. I, I'm not okay with any of it. I'm out completely 100% out. But are things different now because people can actually shop Thursday night. It's horrible. Like, it's a, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I don't go out Thursday night or anything like that and everything. But I know some people go out to like the Walmarts or the whatever. I, I, think, la I think it was like last year or the year before they started kind of trying to change that, I think. But I think, yeah. I will say I am the GM at a brewery. My husband is the GM at a brewery. And both of those breweries will be closed for Thanksgiving Day. And both of those breweries are closed for Christmas Day. Because our our staff has families, and yeah. no, no, yeah. it's more important. I'm out. Well, I'm just thinking, but you're open Christmas Eve. Uh, until 6 p.m., I think. Oh, that's good. That's good then, yeah. Until 6 p.m. I remember but, back, in the, back in the day, we used yeah. to go drink on Christmas Eve before we went shopping, so. Mm-hmm. But you would get, like, some, some of the places that were open. But I just kind of think, like. Like I've been to beer stores on Black Friday. Like I work Black Friday morning from like eight to twelve, so I'm like I'm not out in the rush or whatever. But I'll stop out maybe that afternoon, see what might be in some spots. I know some spots that might have like the goose, the Goose Island, or they might have like the. For me, it's funny. Like the last few years, it hasn't been to Goose Island as much. Like if I stumble across it, I'll grab it. It's actually been more the Epic Brewing in the Big Bad Baptist series. So those are the ones I usually look forward to actually picking up, although I haven't drank them in a while. I've got them all in my cellar here, but I need to drink them. But I like to see what they're actually putting out as well, because you get like the 22-ounce bottle, 
pretty good deal on it type thing. You know, it was like seventeen or eighteen dollars, whatever, which beats the hell out of some of the Goose Island deals, and pretty comparable in taste wise that you can get for the Big Bad Baptist too. So, I, I, if I come across it, it's good, but it's not like I go out to wait in line like at 4 a.m. in the morning to they open right. up or anything. So it's more about just being out there. Like if you're out somewhere, you're going to stop in and kind of see if they have anything. But you're saying you're going to avoid the whole thing totally. So I worked retail at the time that Tickle Me Elmo came out. Oh, shit. That's crazy. That's... I worked retail at a place that didn't carry Tickle Me Elmo, but Toys R Us was on its last legs and a lot of them had closed and people assumed we did. Yeah. And no, no, I'm, I'm a hundred percent out on all of it. I think it's the most ridiculous thing that people will drop check old ladies to get a toy. <laughs> like it's, it's ridiculous. It's horrifying. It's the purge, but in sales mode, it's just disgusting to me. I, I, I can't stand any of it. I, well, I watched people spend stupid amounts of money on stupid things. And you know what? Christmas. Thing is, it's not even to spend the money. They're going in debt. And I'm using credit cards. Stuff it's, too. Like, it's not like we don't know Christmas is coming. Everybody right. knows Christmas is coming. It's literally on the calendar all damn year. There is no surprise when Christmas shows up. There's no shock to it. Yeah. But for some reason, people feel that there has to be this thing where everyone has to become a hockey player for the evening. And it's like, <laughs> you know, I, I don't really see it because for me, I buy gifts throughout the year. Right. I have a, 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 a tup, not a Tupperware, but one of those big containers, the plastic containers, whatever. And in, in January, if I see a gift that I know that my best friend will love for Christmas, I will purchase that gift and I will put it in that Tupperware thing. Not, not Tupperware, yeah. but it's a, it's a big bin, you know? Yeah, to hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in February, if I see something I know my dad will love, I'll pick it up and I'll put it in that thing. And then when I get to November, December kind of thing, I start going through that bin and realizing, oh, I forgot this person. Okay, I just have two gifts to buy this year. And it's great because it just shows that I'm thinking about these people the whole year through, not just when I have to buy gifts. Yeah. I don't know. It just, it bothers me. Like this isn't like, ah, it just makes me angry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get weird I about it. it. It gets crazy. That's funny. I was laughing because Dave's comment cracked me up there. Bad apple just got banned. Yeah. Bad apple is the spot you would go to for a burger. Oh, that's did awful. It, did, did it really get vandalized or did you just, Oh, I hope they didn't. That's terrible. I thought it was, yeah, uh, read that differently there. Oh, I hope they didn't. Gosh, that sucks. I mean, like, I hope they're okay. Like, the, no one got hurt. Well, he said vandalized, so it's probably just graffiti or something, but... I, mean, I thought he was saying, I thought he was just saying, because I was talking, I thought he was thinking we were talking about Bad Apple, like, people were going to go, like, take it over like crazy. I thought he was making a thing there, but hopefully oh. he didn't get actually vandalized. Oh, so I'm not sure. I don't know if he means actual vandalized or not, so. See, this is what happened when people drink. They were trying to figure out the meaning. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, so it's kind of like, I know a couple spots I'll probably... I'll get done work. I'll just kind of go and check out just because 
I know where I can get some stuff around town now that I've been here, but it's not like I said, it's not like I'm going to go out there at four in the morning. So with the question I had out there, it was kind of like just being out and about in certain spots, you might pop in here or there and kind of see what beer may be out there. Because if you do miss it, you might not be able to get it. But it's funny, like I go to New Jersey in Christmas and I walk in a couple of beer stores up there and there'll be Bourbon County on the shelves. So Bourbon County isn't one I have to fully go after because I know places in New Jersey that'll have it because they have so many other beers. People aren't buying Bourbon County as much or people look at it like, well, I don't want to pay that amount for this beer. So, I'll tell you what, give me approximately 45 seconds and I can show you my Black Friday plans. Okay. While she gets those, we'll check some more comments. Uh, Dixie isn't offensive. There will always be offended by something. Not Gen Xers, though. <laughs> right? The worry need to stop doing and pander to those coming later. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like we grew up, you know, we grew up watching All in the Family, the Jeffersons, um, Alice, all kinds of shit where people were saying shit they probably shouldn't have been saying. So we're kind of like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could take it that way, but you know what? It's just words at the end of the day on some stuff. So yeah, it's like we don't get offended as easy. Cheers to Trez from JT. So you see this? Yes. This is the fluffiest, comfiest socks of, pair of socks that I own. Mm -hmm. I will literally be wearing these all day on Black Friday. This, Out and this, about? Are you no. or at home? Just at home relaxing? Not not moving. Yeah. This this is my Black Friday plan right here. <laughs> Everything I have planned is in these socks. And it's black. And they're they're black. the comfiest, coziest yeah. socks ever. And I will be a happy camper all day. You're going to be sitting home watching some movies or? Uh, watching movies, reading a book. I don't care. Just there you go. Those socks there you go. Have to have hey, if it works. Ever since Juice for the Juice Force for the Web punching the mouth, get weird, dog. <laughs> yeah, Juice Force. I don't. I don't mind Juice Force. So yeah. Uh, where's Tyler Shannon? Don't tell me. Finally, going shopping for curtains. Oh, what's up, Jamie? <laughs> Bad time. No, yeah. they're waiting for Black Friday. Well, Todd was Todd was trying to watch the Indiana stuff earlier, so I think they were out and about watching the Indiana game. So he said he'd try to get here if he could, but if not, that was fine. But JV, you're in Arkansas. Have you ever had a vinegar pie? Because JV might know because oh, yes. he's in Arkansas. So yes, or I've Ar had vinegar pie. It's my granny's or, favorite to make, or it was my granny's favorite to make. I have the recipe now, so I think I might make yeah. it for my family. Or or Arkansas for those of you outside the states. Right. <laughs> Fifty years of peace and helpfulness should should not be overlooked, but people always just go to the later issues that were not caused by the original setters. Just saying, no. Yeah, I mean perspectives. On well, okay, yeah. you say fifty years of peace, but there were definitely some diseases that were happening at that point too. Just oh yeah, well not, yeah, not yeah, intentional. Yeah. That was not intentional. I'm not blaming. I'm just. No, I mean, for me, actually, I've never been a huge Thanksgiving person knowing the, the historical aspect of it and the way things have done and things like that. But I think over the years... itself, but the food, man. Food's so damn good. Well, I think over the years it's become more of a celebration of being thankful for what you have versus right. the whole pilgrim type land. And yeah, so... I'm on board know. for that. Yeah. But I remember, like, as a, as a kid, I never liked turkey as much. So my grandmother, when she was alive, she used to make a ham for me. And I, so we come down there, and there'd be a ham and a turkey. 
So I was like, because I didn't yeah. like turkey, so I would have the ham. I was and, a ham person too. Yeah, I was a ham and been all I different stuff. And uh, yeah, so the stuff she made ham and she made the like the macaroni and cheese in the oven, you know, the good macaroni and cheese where it's got like the crust and all that kind of stuff on the oh, yeah. burn on the top type thing. It was like, yeah, you'd eat that, I would eat that, and she made the other. I was ever a big sweet potato person until later casserole. on. Yeah, we did the green, green bean. Casserole. I never did the cranberry. I was never a huge fan of the cranberry. Yeah, no. But yeah, no. But I, I uh, saw it come out of the can once, and I was like, "Nope, done." Yeah, and 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 her roots. She was from Virginia, so she would make like greens and stuff, like really good greens. Oh, like so collard or yeah, yeah, collard greens, nice. and uh, and then we'd have cornbread, all kind of stuff. But then, like the dessert like table, cornbread. the dessert table was crazy. Like dessert table was like mm -hmm. lemon meringue, lemon meringue pie. But I was like I said, I was more of a cake person. So you make lemon meringue pie, but you also make lemon cake, and then there'd be something out, like four or five different cakes over there. No, we'd have like my grandparents, my mom, me, uh, her sister. Um, significant others. Like, so we'd have probably like eight people there. Whatever. We'd have all this fucking food. It was just fucking... Just gotta say, you, know, you said my mom, comma, me, but it sounded like you said your mommy. I'm just saying, it was kind of cute. <laughs> Jesus. I had a little moment where it was mommy. Aww. That's not what I was going for, but okay. I know, but, but it was cute, nonetheless. But yeah, but and it was just like... And then like going up to the prep ahead of time, because you know how it is when you were a kid. Oh, yeah. And she'd make the cakes, and it was like back in the day. I don't know if the kids do it nowadays, but back in the day, they make the cake and they make the batter. And so it was like you get the two little spin things when they're making the batter and stuff. And you like lick the batter when they were making the cake, like oh, yeah. in the beginning. Oh, I used to love getting those and stuff too. So, yeah. So, fun story. Well, two fun stories. One was from my childhood when I was four years old, went to my grandmother's to have Thanksgiving dinner and she was making uh, mashed potatoes. So she had boiled the potatoes, she had the potatoes and she was like mashing them, you know. And yeah, I came so up and, I'm like, did, yeah. and I, I went up to my granny, I'm like, what she doing? And cause that's what kids do. And she's like, I'm making mashed potatoes. And I said, no, you're not. And she looked at me and she's like, what do you mean I'm not? <laughs> and I said, well, you're not making mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes come from a box. <laughs> She, she she was not fond of my mother for a while after that. Yeah. <laughs> Second fun no. story. My father, when he was a child, uh, okay, so old farmhouses, right? They had the glass bowls that they did mixing in. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had one of those white glass bowls with like the design around the edge and stuff. Um, his his mother, my grandmother, was making a chocolate cake of some sort and mixed the batter and put it in the pan and asked if he wanted to lick the bowl. He took the bowl and his two-year-old sister, two years older sister was like, I want some too. And he didn't want to share. So he started running because he's a boy and he was the youngest and he's going to run because duh. So he yeah. starts running. He ran outside tripped over a uh, root, a uh, tree root. And when he fell, the bowl broke. Ooh. And his left wrist landed on the broken bowl. Ooh. And it sliced right through here. Ouch. Yeah. So they spent that day. He he doesn't remember much from the day. Uh, his, yeah. his sister, my aunt, remembers much more. But... Um, he, he was probably passed out. 
he remembers riding in the truck to the hospital and his dad had his hand clamped over his wrist and he could see blood coming through the fingers. Like mm. it was really bad. Um, mm. So my dad learned early not to take the bowl of the, you know, leftover yeah. cake batter. So he, he, he didn't like cake much after that as weird as that is like it was it was such a random incident but he was like no nah, i'm not a cake person he's a little like, traumatized well, why not he said like, well <laughs> here's why not um yeah. super fun I, I i think it's interesting that a trip to the hospital can change someone's palate so much but it, it, it traumatized them it just you know and, yeah but granny was the best at desserts yeah. Like she left me three boxes of recipes and all of them are desserts. I have no savory recipes whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it's all desserts because she loved making them so much. What was so funny, like back then, it was like everything all in the oven. I mean, obviously still people make food now, but it's just it's a little different now, I think, because we have so many more of the modern conveniences. But back then, how much they had to put into organizing and knowing this goes in at this time this goes in at that time yeah. they had to put it all together and they I put know. the they would put the rolls in there and the, so the rolls rose at the right time and all that kind of stuff yep. and it was just like yeah so you know as you get older you appreciate those kind of things and you remember that kind of stuff so oh for sure so, for sure yeah. and especially if you had enough space in the oven to do several things at once and knowing yeah. the temperatures that you needed versus you know like yeah. where the cool spot in your oven is so you can have the cooler you know like yeah. it, it's it's amazing what they could pull off and what they learned just by doing it all the time but it's yeah. phenomenal so did you have a favorite dish for thanksgiving or anybody in the comments as well, favorite dish for Thanksgiving? Uh, for Thanksgiving, it was the ham. I, I just lived for the ham. Ham and was mashed good. Potatoes. Ham and mashed yeah. potatoes. That was like, that's all I wanted. Well, which one was it though? You can only have one. Okay. The, the ham or the mashed potatoes? It was the ham first. The ham first? Ham first. Yeah. See, for me, it was the mac and cheese was my first one. I love the ham, but the mac and cheese was the one that was just like, yeah. Because the way she did it, it was like so cheesy and gooey, and it just was done right. You know, it's not like, oh yeah, you know, you can't do the box macaroni for what your grandparents did back then on stuff. So yeah, I will say my family didn't do mac and cheese. That wasn't a thing. There was a cauliflower casserole. There was a green bean casserole. Uh, there was ham. There was turkey. There was gravy, of course, turkey gravy and uh, uh, pork gravy. So they always yeah. had both. Oh, there was a difference in the gravies. Like some people didn't oh, run. Sure. Yeah, there was definitely different in the gravies. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And then the desserts table was always just full of crazy stuff. Like yeah. everybody brought desserts. Yeah. Be it almond bark versus you know pies versus cakes versus this that and the other thing. But no, it, it was the ham first for me. Yeah, we were always pies and cakes on the dessert table, I think. Like I said, we didn't have cookies weren't one of the things back then. It was always like a pie or a cake. So I will say uh, my granny's eldest brother, James, uh, he has passed on, but um he used to bring fudge. Like he he would make fudge mm. at home and like candy thermometer. He taught me how to do it, so I, I yeah. still know how to make the fudge, but uh he he made it and it was always so perfect. Like just oh it was so good so his fudge was everyone Ooh. looked forward to his fudge yeah i found a pretty good fudge spot here in annapolis i need to go down there again it was mm -hmm. really tasty yeah i usually head up to the 
the little island, Michigan. Yeah. Um, shoot, what's it called? That little island retreat with no cars that does fudge. Um, up in the UP? In Michigan. Uh, it, well, yeah. it's between the UP and the lower peninsula. Okay. Um, shoot, I took two there. Uh, Mackinac. Mackinac. Oh, Mackinac. Mackinac Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their fudge was really good. <laughs> that was good. Some good stuff right there. <laughs> so apparently, Paul's not going to be out on Black Friday. So <laughs> good for you, Paul. Bam. Driving a boat, someone yells, "We're out of beers." Pull over early. Genocide. These beers made at Walmart. Right. That's how it kind of rolls out. Right. It's you know, it's like. It's just interesting in, in when you when I found out about that and reading through because so, I actually read about it and I was like, is that true? When I did research and a lot of it points to the fact that the pilgrims are out of beer when yeah. they decided to land at Plymouth Rock instead of going down to Jamestown, Virginia. And I, um, I've heard the story before. I just didn't yeah. know the truthfulness behind it. But yeah, then you and, about the hunter gatherers and the Mesopotamian cradle yeah. there, like. They were traveling along and they're hunting their animals and they're moving with their tribes. And then one of them realizes that, hey, if we put this barley in this hole in the ground long enough, it makes us act silly. Yeah. Maybe let's stick around here where the barley is for a little while. Yeah. And well, I think, well, if that happened there, maybe not. Maybe it could have happened there. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's funny. The thing about it is like there was some over in Africa, there was a tribe, not a tribe, but a group of monkeys, I guess, that they found out were actually fermenting their fruit. They had yeah, figured out how to basically, yeah, how to bury their fruit and stuff and ferment it. And they were getting alcoholic buzz out of it and stuff too, which is kind I of, heard about that too. Yeah, yeah. So it's not not just humans, but other mammals have figured out how to make alcohol. But but I've heard about that not just about apes. I've heard other animals that hide fruit and wait for it to ferment before they'll eat it. Yeah, like it's not yeah. just monkeys. I, I've heard other animals did that too. Yeah. So it's so, not just us. Everyone's like, hey, that's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, other mammals are getting their buzz on, so good for them. But no, but it was like the whole pilgrim thing was just like interesting along those lines. Because again, when you hear it, you're kind of like, you know what? It's kind of like I think we're for me, at least thinking back, and maybe for you and other people watching, it's kind of like I can remember at times when I've been at a party and they're like, "Hey, we're out of beer," and it's like everything stops. Like, oh, oh this yeah. has to be this has to be fixed oh, yeah. right now, type thing. So, yeah, <laughs> that's literally party ending right there. <laughs> like, like, what do you mean we're out of beer? Like, we're out of beer. Like, oh no, that can't happen. Broke any mm -hmm. massive pay cut with the new job. We may have to bed. Pop tart, <laughs> not to the pop tart land. Oh no! You can't put they're, a price on happiness, though. Are you happier wait, now wait. than you were before? They're not called pop tarts anymore. They're called um oh what? mountain pies, mountain pies, mountain right? Pies. That's what you were no. making. <laughs> the mountain pies. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Seriously, yeah, trying to let on. Yeah, that does. Yeah, hopefully, you know. You know, you might go back and pick up if you need to, but yeah, that's the thing is that you got to find that balance. Like, you know, like I'm in a thing where, luckily, where I'm at, I, I make a good living. Obviously, my wife makes a good living, but it's kind of like I could chase other things for more money, but then it's like chasing other money doesn't make me as happy as what I'm doing now. 
Because where I'm at now, I make decent. I can do that. I can do the beer yeah. stuff. I can do everything all in balance the way I want. Taking on more over there takes away less over here. So yeah. you got to find a balance that works for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, Chu is an electrical engineer. Yeah. And he's taken on a GM position with a brewery. And he's making a hell of a lot less than he ever mm -hmm. made as an electrical engineer. Uh, but sure. we know that our future plans... Yeah. Involved this is added for the experience for so that a lot. Yeah. He he gets to work in the brew house and in the tap room. He's getting a lot of great experience. Same for me. And we're taking the pay cut and we're okay with the pay cut because we know what we're hoping to do. Like yeah. finding that balance and be I mean, even when I was a server bartender with the brewery, I made a hell of a lot more money than I'm making as a manager with the brewery. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because I don't get tips anymore. None. Yeah. I, I get no tips. Yeah. And because of that, I took a major pay cut to be in charge. Yeah. yeah. But the knowledge that I'm gaining is worth the less money. And I know that. So you, know, yeah. you got to figure out your balance to get where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's something you gotta, you definitely gotta make sure it's worth the, the change mm -hmm. there and uh ever since you know, my hose not hose <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, oh goodness only moderator duty right now is approval four little words and comments might take a few seconds for me to notice oh gt <laughs> well vanessa's here now apparently so hey vanessa cheers my friend <laughs> or jt's like you need more moderators so 12 percent more liquor now beer for dealing with your family right yeah so yeah. One of my hypothesis belief is Wednesday night, biggest drinking night in America, is because of people having to deal with their families on Thursday. Yeah. Like because of the different views and stuff like that, when they're having discussions and stuff like that around the Thanksgiving mm -hmm. table, it's kind of like, I think there's kind of like, and, it, and it, it's kind of a weird type thing. Like people shouldn't have to feel silence or anything, but at the same point, it's kind of like, if you know you're going to walk into that lion's den, Mm-hmm. Are you going to want to poke the line or you just want to kind of just get past it and move on? But I feel like mm -hmm. at some point, if you don't poke the line, the line might poke you, right? Too. So it's just uh I know, but if it's a long distance line, you don't mind. You don't mind. You know? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes you get to walk away, be the bigger person. Yeah. But I think but that's I why some say, people they pour their emotions into their drinks Wednesday night, like getting prepared. I will say last time I well when I last year for the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I was a server at the brewery and um, we had party of eight, party of 10, party of 12, yeah. party of eight, party of six, party of 12. And like just all these big parties coming in together. But what I found out was that the people there were, it was group friends group of groups of friends. Words are fun. I do them goodly. Um, it was groups of friends. <laughs> you do them goodly? I do them goodly. Um, <laughs> it was groups of friends who knew that they were going to spend the next day with their families all day. But everybody was back in town. So it was like, hey, we're all back in town. Let's meet up at this place and hang out. And so we had just you see numbers of people coming in and honestly our our brewery is not big i think yeah. our max capacity is like 150 and if it's 150 you can't walk 
you are held up by your shoulders. Your feet are not touching the ground anymore. That's how tight it is. Oh, so, wow. so um, it's a tiny space and a lot of people come to us because we are the neighborhood bar. So um, yeah, it was insanity last Wednesday. And I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking about it going, oh my God, I just, I'm, I'm glad I'm not a server, but I wish I wasn't in charge for it. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm like, oh my God, I know what's coming. And I'm just like, and after it's done, I have to drive seven hours to Michigan. I'm like, right yeah you got that that long <laughs> drive there too yeah so like, i should ah. marry i should have married a homeboy man i i, I <laughs> michigan i'm like it's so far it's so fun to go drive, i know he's not gonna have much traffic at his brewery because his isn't like one of the like neighborhood bars as much his is like hidden in a little industrial area so He's not going to have as much trouble as me that night, but Jesus Christ, I'm going to be dead. You <laughs> <laughs> just know what's going to happen. I'm so scared. Right? <laughs> I think I already have reservations for it, actually. When I was looking at Open Table, I'm pretty sure we already have reservations for that night. I'm like, no, you guys are killing me already. Yeah, we're actually, uh, we're doing Ruth Chris next uh thursday so the thing with us like you know we moved away kind of from where family is so her family's in texas mine is kind of in new jersey but since i gotta work the next day i don't have to worry about doing anything so it's kind of mm -hmm. like you know what are we gonna do here we're gonna make something or we're gonna go somewhere like oh we'll go to ruth chris or something so that'll that'll definitely work for sure but it's just like yeah Why it's kind Vanessa of saying ranged weapons are best is that Thanksgiving talk? <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of fits the whole feat, the feats of strength, you know. You can do oh, feats, okay. feats of strength or you can do, you know, ranged weapons, I believe. So. I was about to say, it depends on how much you dislike your family, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> we go to battle, we go to battle. So it's kind of like how we mm -hmm. want to do this type thing, so. Which I always like Festivus because of the whole feats of strength type thing. You know, that's always a, a cool thing to check out for Seinfeld. Wait, wait, wait. Fest, Festivus was a Seinfeld thing, right? Yeah, that was a Christmas thing for the Festivus for the rest of us, for the so people I, that didn't celebrate Christmas. I know as much about Seinfeld as I know about I Am Iron Man, so. Ooh, oops. ooh, man, really? Yeah. Yeah, Seinfeld's got some really good stuff on there. It's funny because... Oh, I watched a few episodes and yeah. I realized that those humans, if I knew them in person, they are people that I would slap on an hourly basis if I had the option. And once <laughs> I realized that, I thought, I don't want to let people that stupid into my life. And I chose not to watch the show uh, because I literally hated all of them. Um, what if, so, yeah. You hated them all just because... Because they got caught up on stupid drama and I, I hate drama. A lot, like on well, Seinfeld. Yeah, well, I, no, he, this, he wouldn't date show... the lady because her toes were wrong, or she wouldn't date the guy because his hair was wrong, and he couldn't well, date this guy because he was friends with someone else. And I was like, I can't even deal with your shit because I have enough drama in my own life. I just, I can't. That was the whole humor because it really was like they said a show about nothing, but it was like kind of something because people would see like you would see different 
occurrences that remind of certain people sometimes. The way it was kind of presented. Like, you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Oh, I that's, didn't like that one either. Oh, that's the HBO version of Seinfeld, basically, because the guy wrote for both of them. But um, but that was higher brow. Like, that was a little different, too, right? Yeah. Well, you had a little more leniency when you're on HBO versus yeah. being on network TV type thing. But it was just like the whole idea. Like, one of the episodes was about Elaine trying to get Chinese food. And she couldn't get Chinese food in her apartment because she was across the zone. Like, you know, you go order food. And they're like, we only delivered to so-and-so. Mm. She was a zip code over. Literally, she was across the street. And that was a different zip code. Gotcha. So she, so she had to order it to another building that was across the other street that was a linen closet. So she had to hide in the closet like it was an apartment for the guy to do it. It was just, it was stupid humor, but it had its moments that were kind of like, will relate back to some different things. Like George did a thing one time where he made his desk where he worked for the Yankees. He was uh -huh. able to set up where he could take naps under the desk. And it's just like, you think about people at work sometimes. They're like, I want to take a nap. Get away, take a nap. Like, what am I going to take a nap under my desk? Now, I will say, George was probably my least favorite on the show. He gets a lot uh, of hate. He gets a lot of he hate. Was just, he was just petty. He was superficial. He was very superficial. He was superficial yeah. and petty. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, if, if I knew him in person, that is a person that I would cut out of my life. Like, that is a person <laughs> that I would not want to be around because. But that's what made George George. in general. That's now, what made Sein George George. Seinfeld himself at least had yeah. a little empathy, but still, like he was so self-centered. I just I had a lot of trouble with the characters on that show. They were just so <laughs> focused on what their needs were, regardless of what the world how the world worked. And yeah. I found that annoying to me. I don't know. I, I just felt like they were just it was. I mean, it was definitely assholes in general. Well, that was the whole thing when they did the at the end of the series, and they had the series finale, and they were all in trouble in this like town up in New England. Dude, because spoiler alert! It, spoiler alert! Someone might not have seen it. I didn't see it now. If Joe would say that's on them, but <laughs> on the, on the season thing, it was actually the people that came on to the season finale. The whole thing was basically about all this time about it being about them. And they're basically recounting all the different times when it was but about them and, and not the other assholes. people. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty much, well, I'll say pretty much dicks, but it was kind of like that's just what it was all about and stuff. So it was pretty funny. I mean, it was, just, but it was a humor inside the way that it was actually written that I thought was well, well done. It was pretty, because I didn't watch it from the beginning when it was on network. I started catching it from reruns. And I was like, this is like syndication, like this is kind of funny, like some of the stuff they were doing on there. So, see, my problem is I run into people like that on a daily basis. I, I worked customer service. I've been around a lot of people, and I found them so horrific and human in person, in real person, form, yeah, in form, like right in front of me. And then why would I want to watch a show about these people that I already dislike? And so that was that was kind of my feeling on it, like. Watching them made me angry at the world, and so I. Well, did you ever watch? Did you ever watch Office? Did you ever watch Office Space, the movie? Uh, I did watch Office Space, but it was before I had ever worked retail. Yeah, so Office Space was kind of a movie like that, where if yeah. you watch it, you kind of think. But then when it's like, for me, like in the career I did, I worked in like a cubicle type thing for a number mm. of years. So for me, it resonated different. Like, and I had one of my friends like was like, "I just don't get this movie. Why you guys like this so much?" And we'd be like, "Well, because you're Lumberg." Like, she didn't know. Understand? Like, she was the manager as as part of the role stuff right okay. there. 
So she saw from a different perspective, but as being an employee under it, it's kind of like you're getting all these different emails coming in. You can always kind of stop and say, I don't need to be told like five times about the same damn thing, you know? So Seinfeld had a little bit of a resonation, I think, with a lot of the people in the public where they would kind of get that kind of stuff where it would come through and it's just like, how do you not know this like type situation? It had resonation, but it was also at the same time celebrating the people that are like that to an extent. It yeah. was saying you have to love these people even though they're shit. Well, and it's like I, I disagree. I don't think I have to love those people. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, when you look at it, it was kind of like one of the episodes when Jerry was trying to do a rental car. And if you went to get the rental car from the reservation, they're like, oh, we don't have that car. We have this car. And it's like, but I had a reservation for this one. It's like, yeah, we have your reservation, but we about like, well, I don't think he's like, I actually don't think you do have my reservation. Because my reservation was for this car, but you're trying to give me this car. And so it's kind of like just the different things you kind of deal. So, yeah. yeah. It's just an interesting perspective. I'm not saying that the businesses and the people who work at those businesses are always in the right, because they're not. That's true. Right. I just, I've I've run into so many caring customers over the years that I couldn't watch a show about four or five Karens running around being Karens. Like, it just grossed me out a little bit. And that was Karen. before even Karen was a thing. Karen wasn't R. even a thing when they R. were on. Yeah, yeah. But RIP to the Karen name. So I'm thinking like a lot of parents are naming their kids Karen as they want her for. Probably not as much. Though my best friend yeah. is named Karen and she is the sweetest, most conscientious person you will ever meet. Oh, I have a friend I used to work with named Karen and she'd be like upset because they were using Karen all the kind of stuff. And she was like great person, but she's like, I wish you guys would stop saying all the Karens. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, sorry, your name was hijacked. So yeah, yeah. It, it. Karen and what's the guy's name? Terry, Kevin. I, I I've heard a couple versions. Yeah, like Kevin or something. Yeah, it's just like you know. Yeah. But honestly, I I, I don't watch a lot of like sitcom television shows. Yeah. It was never yeah. really my thing. Honestly, I was happier. Even now, at the age of. I'm nearly 40 and I'm still happier watching cartoons than anything else because I don't have to think. I love cartoons are pretty simple. for yeah. a while. Although there are some cartoons out there that make you think a little bit. So yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. true. But, but if you're watching Cartoon Network and stuff like that or something, there's some funny stuff. I mean, I will admit I, as far as the things that Chew and I watch, we watch Thundercats. Oh, I still love Thundercats. They oh, were yeah? supposed to be making a live-action Thundercats movie, but that oh, kind of no, no, got no. We halted. watched the old one. We don't watch the no, new no, one. No, they were, no, they were making a movie. They were going to make a movie. Oh, really? And like, um, it got halted like a couple years ago and stuff, because I was like, I was on board to see the Thundercats movie, but no, we back watched in the day, yeah. Oh, we, we watched Unikitty. Unikitty is one that we watch. Um, we have watched Lower Decks, which is yeah. like, uh, Star Trek, but the people who work on the lower decks who are not yeah. involved in all the crazy, but they're like having to deal with the crazy. Um, we watch uh, Rick and Morty. And honestly, I prefer cartoons. It, I'm just happier in that space because I don't have to deal with real life situations like I do. But, they, but they have some of their same, some of their subtext. Like Rick and Morty has some subtext, and it'll be like. Yeah, yeah. definitely for the adults on that part. Yeah, and (laughs) you know, Simpsons, Family Guy. I mean, what's what's the what's the other one that's uh, the aliens? Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. No, what's one? 
It's Which by one? the guys who did Family Guy, but it's aliens, and they live here. And he dropped the pupa. I I, I can't remember the name of the show. You're not talking um, to you're not talking about the uh, CIA agent one, right? You're no, no, no. They they are Bunk aliens top, living Bunk, here. Bunk something like uh, shoot the new one that just came out. I mean, it's been out for like two years. Something copulous or something. Um, oh shit. They're from Remulac. That's the 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 planet they came from. Maybe I'm I, thinking I of the other. Remember. I'm thinking of the other one that's on Fox. I'm thinking of a different one. I think. No, this one's from the Family Guy people. Um, shoot. I'm just gonna type in Remulac and see what pops because I think that'll pull it up. But appreciate you, Trez, on the merch there as well, my friend. Yeah, hopefully you enjoy, and it should be a good fit for you. Oh, shoot. Remulac is where the Coneheads say, said they were from. Oh, Coneheads. That was, so that's it's not the Coneheads. It's, um... Oh, shoot. Cheers, Vanessa. Let me know what you thought of that left-hand nitro stout, by the way. Because she finally was able to get that. No pain, no novel gain. A function novel about beer enthusiasts that accidentally creates a viral that she's... Solar Opposites. I've not heard of that one. It's called Solar Opposites. It's by the guys who did Rick and Morty. But it's called Solar Opposites. And it's 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 very amusing. I, I like it because they're aliens and they're hmm. recognizing how stupid humans are. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I can't say I can't argue with that premise. Uh, Emerson, no pain, no novel gain, a function, a novel about a beer enthusiast that accidentally creates a viral that shuts down the world so she can get ship faced with friends online. Please write this. <laughs> I think that's for you, Mal. <laughs> oh, no. I, I ain't got time to write nothing, man. I'm trying to have a brewery that's two, two full-timers down right now. I'm dying. <laughs> Dave said all the Goose Island variants will be on sale at Jewel with 75% off of February. Oh, Pete. I do want to try the Angel's Envy and the Bananas Foster, though. I do. Those are probably the two that I kind of want to check out. Angel's Envy is good on its own, but if right. you have Island aged in that, I could see that being quite nice. Yeah. Zero two hundred hours used to be fun time to shop stores that are over 24 hours. Yeah, 2 a.m. in the morning. You probably saw some crazy sights. From what I've seen from Walmart pictures, at 2 a.m., anything can happen. Just saying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Another fun story. I received a package at our door uh, that was addressed to me, and it had a... The Joys of Walmart coloring book in it. Mm, mm. And it was, you know, like the lady with the butt crack and all the, like, the oh, things sure. yeah. at, a, at a Walmart, right? And I'm looking at this coloring book going, I didn't fucking order this. What the hell? <laughs> so I messaged Amazon, said I didn't order it, and sent it back, right? Yeah. I find out two weeks later that my mother sent it as an early Christmas gift to me. The Walmart color book. Yeah. A Walmart, like the joys of Walmart coloring book, which was like the horrific things of Walmart coloring book. She sent that to me and she was so angry that I sent back her gift. And I'm like, you didn't tell me it was coming. How was I supposed to know? Like I found this thing and I'm like, I did not order that. What the hell? Yeah. Just say no to crack kids. Just say no to so, crack. Fun. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Anybody else intrigued? Like, how did Vanessa get 
band at a Toys R Us. <laughs> Anybody else yeah. intrigued by that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, with her logo being a gun, I can think of several things that it could no. be. No, but what was, what was she doing at West Harper store that got her banned? Like, was it was a Ken doll involved or anything? Like, what's going on there? Like, I feel like there's. Were you asking the kitties where they were touched on the dolls? Like, like I, what were you I, doing? I feel like that's one of those things where it's like, I need more information on that. Be drinking old fashions tomorrow. Very nice. nice. Perfected how to make old fashioned. A uh, lady by the name of Lidua from Bosnia tonight. Uh, from Bosnia taught me the correct way to make that drink. Oh, awesome! Yeah, old fashioned is a nice way to actually enjoy um, some whiskey there as well too. So if you're going to mix it, Lovely. you know it's a good way to actually do that. I actually, has some different nice whiskeys here. In there. Yeah, yeah, I got some whiskeys here. I was going to do a whiskey sour earlier, but I kind of did this, and my wife was asking about whiskey, so I gave her the bullet bourbon to actually do that. She did some whiskey sours earlier, so. Nice. Uh, only one plastic tub. I have currently about 30 or so in storage. Well, I only have one with gifts in it. I have several <laughs> plastic tubs. What's up, Aries? Supplies. Hi. Cheers, my friend. Marilyn represent. Uh, yeah, bust it all the windows. Uh, you have a Thanksgiving holiday. Wait, you know, is that we, what happened to Bad Apple? Busted all the yeah, windows? Yeah, yeah, busted that's all the windows. That sucks. Oh God, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's that is terrible. That's uh, that sucks. Why can't people have shit nowadays? It's just like crazy shit know. that's just happened. And this, I mean, I feel like there's reasons why people aren't having shit, but it's like some place like that's a nice little area. I don't know why people. Would be having shit happen down there as far but, as but to be fair, is, there's something in the, in humans in general to break down things that other people have. I mean, that's why kids break down other kids' same well, castles at the beach. That's a thing I, that people have always done. It sucks, I feel like, but it exists. I, I feel like in areas where the economy is struggling, you may have more stuff happen than areas where it's not. And that's a good area where I don't see where things are struggling. So it's kind of like, why were they kind of targeted on something like that and everything? I felt bad for that happening, and uh, hopefully they're okay and they're able to get everything all situated there. Great spot, yeah. right yeah, there across from. Said, I recall hearing about a brewery that was in a it it was in a bad area, but I don't recall what city it was in, but it it definitely was in a not nice area. And they had been uh, broken into four times in one week yeah. and like cash register cleaned out the whole thing. And they ended up closing because of getting, you know, stolen from four times in one week. And I, I feel like it was Chicago. It might've been St. Louis, but I'm kind of like, well, I know we talked last week with the news and there was a brewery in San Francisco where they decided to close down. Was it San broke, Francisco? They, they, okay. they were broken into like so many times. They're like, that's yeah. it. We're done. Like, and, and it's just like, it's. You're killing your own community when you do that. Yeah. You're it's kind of like, it's, I'm trying to figure out how to say the right words and stuff like that. Everything. Cause it's kind of like shit is happening. There's areas that are, like right here, like in Baltimore where we're at. Like right now, people were like Kia's and I can't remember the other brand are getting broken into for cars because they're yeah. easy to steal. It's like right. it's just like it's like why? Like and then I know part of it is 
some people look at it as an easy way to make money or struggling or whatever it may be and stuff. But to yeah. the same point, it's like you're killing your own community. Area. Like you go to some of these areas in the cities and around the country now, literally you walk into some of the CVSs or Walgreens and you can't even get toothpaste. Like everything is locked up. Yeah. And it's just like, why is it got to be so crazy as it is? I know so, there's, an, there's an economical impact in place, but at the same point, it's kind of like there's like less of a, I don't know, like it's different. It's different now than when we grew up as kids and kind of way boundaries stuff were set, I guess, is what I'm trying yeah. to figure out. So. so in living in the Caribbean, so I lived in the Caribbean for three years, um, very different culture in general from the U.S., uh, I'm glad I did it. I wouldn't do it again, though. Um, but there was this whole thing where there were, there was a lot of gang violence on a lot yeah. of the islands. That is a common occurrence on several islands that you're in. But if you're going there on, you know, your paid-for resorts, you're going to be fine. But if you go into right. the interior of the island, you could run into some trouble. And you have to be careful on the islands. So... Again, I was there for three years, so I, I spent a lot of time on a lot of the islands, and I learned a lot. But um, one thing that was super clear from everybody there is don't hurt the white girl. And as awkward as that sounds, that was a common thing for them to all know. Because yeah. if if that would bring down a lot, they would bring down a lot of shit on it with it. If they were having a gang fight and a white girl gets hurt, yeah. Not only would tourism drop, which was a lot of their money, but uh, this is the weirdest thing. Um, whoever happened to do that would never get turned into the police. It would never get, you know, like actually like solved by police. True. But that young man's grandmother would freaking destroy him. She would yeah. literally beat him to a bloody pulp. A grandmother yeah. would do this because he, he, whether on purpose or not, would have caused the downfall for all of the neighbors. And I'm not saying that this is a right way to go about things. I'm not saying that it's an incorrect way to go about things. I'm just saying this is how it was on the islands. But in Chicago, I, I, I don't think that there's any like full backlash on the person who's doing these things and people think chicago is all death and destruction it's not it's not yeah. it's a lovely city with wonderful neighborhoods and great people and you must come here because it's a fantastic place and oh my god the yeah. beer but um these suppositions by people that it's just this crack den of pouring and terribleness it's like no it's not it's you know it's got its problems true because yeah. when you pack this many people this close together problems are gonna you're happen. gonna have issues yeah it's just how it, 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 it that's just how life is but like don't write off a place just because there's been crime there don't write off a, oh my gosh when i told my mother what that i was moving to the suburbs she was sending me articles daily about the death rates in Chicago. 
I wasn't moving to Chicago. I was in the suburbs. I'm, I'm literally, I, I'm a five minute walk from a Target, like, and I have four, four elementary schools in walking distance from my home. I, I, I'm not in the city city. Yeah. But she was so panicked about me being this close to Chicago. And I'm like, well, that's the whole part of the media type thing. Until too. you live in a place, you don't know what that place is. And yeah. don't don't assume you know, don't assume anyone else knows. Go there, find out. Because yeah. this is just silliness. Oh, uh, people you don't thought, know where I was going with all that. I'm sorry. Well, no, you're fine. I mean, people with me coming here, people are kind of thinking, you know, they see Baltimore, they think the wire. It's like it's not all like the wire, like right. Yeah, but you know, but people have the idea in their head and until you actually get out there and say, like I, like I said, I grew up in New Jersey in high school. We used to go to Camden, and literally we would call it the Friday night fights. We would go to Camden, one of their parks on Friday night, crack open a couple brews, and we wait to see who was in a fight. Because where I was at, it was it was Burlington Township, and we were kind of like we were kind of like Switzerland. We were in those neutral areas. Like nobody ever messed with Burlington Township. We never did anything. We we're kind of part of our land was like farmland type stuff. So everybody was kind of cool. Burlington City was a different issue, but somebody would show up from one of the high schools with the wrong high school jacket on, and a fight would break out. So we would sit there in the park drinking beers, wait to see what happened. Fight would break out. Cops would show up shut it all down, and we head back to Burlington. That was just how it was. But it was kind of like it was knowing those areas and knowing where you actually were and what actually happened and stuff. It wasn't as bad as what some people may have thought it was. But Camden at the time was the number one roughest city in the country when we would go up there. And we would go up there with no problem and had no fear about coming back home and stuff. So it was kind of like it's crazy until you're actually in those areas and kind of know what's actually taking place. Because right. the, me the media will drop all kinds of images and stories that'll be like not anywhere close to what the truth may be. It's kind of like going to New Orleans. Num I've been to New Orleans num numerous times, had a blast down there. Yeah. But, you know, you go down there, like... But there's a CD underbelly. And there's a CD underbelly. But you got, you got to know where you're at and you got to be able yeah. to, to... know. Like they tell you, when I went to New Orleans the first time, the hotel we stayed at had like a little travel channel on it. And it would tell you like, you know, where you're coming from, you may go down the alleys and all that kind of stuff. Don't do it in New Orleans because this is what can happen. And, and it would kind of provide right. guidance on stuff. And it was just like, if you were out there doing stuff that you thought you'd get away with that you could, and I get your horns now because I think Baltimore may have won the game because people <laughs> were blowing their horns. But um, it was kind of like, you have to be aware of your surroundings. Every yeah. city has underbelly. Every city does. I've it been in all around the country. Good. Yeah, so it's kind of like that's London, just how it is. If you go to Paris, if you go to Chicago, yeah. if you go to L.A., you have to be aware of your surroundings. That's just how it is. Yeah, I will and tell you this, fine, though. Some of, the under, uh, some of the underbelly areas have the best damn parties. That's all I'm going to say. That's <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> you have some so, of the best um, damn parties. <laughs> oh, gosh. When I was in college, I dated a guy who grew up in Calumet City. I don't mm -hmm. know if you're familiar with Calumet City. Uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Cal City is Southside Chicago, and I did not know anything about it. I grew up with a cornfield in my front yard and a river in my backyard. I was 20 miles from the nearest grocery store. I grew up literally farmland. I had no idea. So I was dating this guy in college, and he invited me to visit his, his family. So I go to visit his family, and 
right across the street from his, his family's house was, uh, and the house was 1950s brick little little lot, you know, the, the tiny little Chicago lots mm -hmm. that they do. Right across was a uh, mechanic shop. And I said, oh, I'm having some trouble with my car. Maybe I can talk to them. And he said, yeah, maybe not. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong? And he said, it's a chop shop. And I'm like, what's a chop shop? And he said, <laughs> well, they they have people that steal cars and then they steal the parts out of them and sell them. Uh, it's not a place to get your car fixed, though. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, I, I had no idea how to handle that that yeah. information like that had never occurred to me as a thing that could exist but that's what it was and um he's like we can drive 15 minutes and go to a restaurant and have some food but we gotta we gotta go a little ways and i was like really and he's like yeah we can't we can't be around here i was like okay are we gonna be safe driving there he's like yeah we're fine no worries it's all right um and overnight, staying at his family's home, I I, I heard gunfire during yeah. the night, and I was like, I I can't sleep here. I I yeah. can't rest here. This is not how how is this a thing? Yeah, I've never lived in that situation. I spent two nights in that situation. I am not someone who can tell people how to live in that situation because I haven't, but I know it exists. I know, yeah. you know, we all come from different backgrounds. Everyone has their own things that they're coming from. And I, I, I wish people could have, you know, checked out my cornfield front yard and my river backyard because it was kind of cool, but you know, yeah. like, we all come from different spaces and you have to remember that at all times when you're in a city oh, yeah. you're surrounded by everybody who comes from different spaces yeah and the world exists without you most of the time <laughs> yeah it's just how it is yeah people get so hooked up on what they are and who they are and where they're from and forget that there's a whole other world out there whole whole other society out there yeah 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 so yeah, this is why I still don't like Seinfeld. <laughs> but a Paul's <laughs> question, then in order question, I think the only Thanksgiving movie I can think of is Plane Trains Automobiles. I don't know if there's any other really Thanksgiving uh, movie that kind of sticks out. There was a Charlie Brown one. Well, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, but that's a cartoon. That wasn't really a movie. Yeah, but I still go cartoon more than movies. <laughs> it, was like, it was like a half hour show or something, right? But Charlie I still Brown like Thanksgiving. More. I'm sure that would be on as well. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles was one of my favorites, though. Honestly, yeah. what was John Candy and Steve Martin? Was that it? Yeah, Steve Martin, John Candy. Yeah. 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 And they they were phenomenal. Steve Martin playing the straight man to John Candy. It was beautiful. Absolute artwork between the two. Thank, thanks, Killing. I have not about seen a crazy turkey on a murder spree. That's I mean, kind you can of just funny. see that now. Thanks, But Killing. you know what? Right, oh my now God, the, a note. right now in the theaters, there is a Thanksgiving movie for a horror flick. So, oh yeah, there was. I saw a preview yeah. or like a, yeah. a an ad for some. Yeah, movie which I, I which I've never seen that. I think a Thanksgiving horror movie, but they do have that out there. I'm kind of excited. We were quicker than 45 seconds explaining everything I have a plan and going to be in these socks. <laughs> the socks. The socks are what's going to happen. New mm -hmm. pair of 
Corcoran jump boots for my birthday. Oh, very nice. I don't know what Corcoran jump boots are. But happy birthday. A meat and potato pie with vinegar would be okay. Infected a vinegar pie. I am buying a new shower rainfall tower head on my birthday, so the Ooh. shower will be back to Oh, very nice. You should look up Corcoran jump boots. Those are fantastic. Who said that? That Who was that? the Corcoran was Vanessa. Those are beautiful. Yeah. Jeez, what color are you getting? Those are great. They look like military grade. Those are fantastic. Is it military grade? That's Vanessa for sure. Well, I know, but they're but they're they're pricey. But Jesus Christ, those are gorgeous. It's probably wise for her birthday. <laughs> I kind of want some. <laughs> those are great. Very nice beef bake pudding. That sounds amazing. Baked sweet potatoes. Yeah, we're going to Ruth Chris next week, so that'll be. Steak and steak and something. Good morning. Steak. What's up, Trilby? It's been a while, my Hi, friend. Trilby. Cheers, all. Trilby's over overseas for us. Making these uh, three sets of apple dumplings. My brother can bring them to three relatives. Oh, that's very nice of you. Oh, that's Vanessa. so sweet. Yeah. I have to make an apple pie for Thanksgiving, apparently. Making pies so. on Monday. Mm -hmm. Breads will be baked as the turkey gets removed. Are you making your duck oh. eggnog yet? Vanessa, by the way, no, she makes duck she's eggnog every year. About the the different stove temperatures when you're taking yeah. out one thing, and yeah, that's beautiful. Ooh, oyster dressing. There you go. Really? Yeah. I remember Ooh. that from back in the Mackinac Island. We were talking about James earlier. Knew. Homemade fudges from the freshest creams and butters from the local dairy farm is tasty. I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah, no one wants a house crowded with humans. At least not me, right? <laughs> You know, I don't mind the house crowded with humans. I don't like the cleanup after. That's my maybe, problem. It may be illegal to poke island in certain <laughs> places. Maybe, yeah, maybe certain places to poke a lion. Yeah, probably not smart either. Go to fence swing around a fire pit. God. That seems dangerous. No, but that's just pretty safe. So the swing's gonna get you too close. You're gonna get. I think it's close. around it, not towards it. Maybe I don't oh, know. Okay. Maybe maybe one end is toward it, but maybe good enough distance. So. <laughs> You're gonna lose the sole of your shoe or something. <laughs> I am a better at doing things. The words at doing times. words at times. I'm better at doing words at times. That's a good sentence. I like that. <laughs> Grammatically correct. <laughs> yeah. Seven fifty of terrible from Unibrew. Oh, very nice. Try to get... yeah, because you drank that. You drank that big uh, caffeine stout earlier. Coffee stout. My ties Thursday night at the firecrack. Oh, there you Ooh. go. My ties. I've had a that Mai Tai in ages. I know. You know what I get? I get a Mai Tai when I go like to one of the. Well, when I get it, when I go to like one of the hibachi grill type places, I'll get a Mai Tai sometimes. It's been 12 or 13 years since I had one of those. That sounds lovely. Probably should, about the same I for me. get my bartenders to make me one. Yeah. Mai Tai. DJ Texas. Interesting combo. Well, yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting for sure. Yeah. Some relatives drink stouts, so if they show they can have some. There you good go. Stouts. That's nice. So the Guinness for an extra stout. Pass everyone to go to Dungeon at Mount Parents, where I keep some of my big agent beers. Yeah. Mount Parents, cute. Who are these people? <laughs> Me? I don't even know you. I'm your cousin. I don't know who you are. Yeah. 
I see him in the basement apartment here, my brother and his wife on my hideaway. <laughs> oh, so, I love this show. In the 90s, Seinfeld has aged very well sometimes. All these characters have susceptible super crystals. Well, if you look at it now through today's Thank lens, but you. it's kind of like, but it's a different, it's, it's hard to reflect back on some stuff. Like you reflect back on it now to where you're at. Yeah, you could definitely say that for sure. But back then, that was common talk. Yeah, I reflected straight up back yeah, then, and I was yeah. not happy. So thank you, yeah. James. I love you. I mean, I mean, calling someone a soup Nazi, calling anybody a Nazi nowadays isn't a great thing. But to have a soup Nazi and have that kind of be the feature of the show, yeah, doesn't, doesn't hold as well. Some relationships, yes, yeah, speak to me, but many do not. Feelings are likewise. There you go. Fair enough. I feel the same way. Can't you? No, Costanza. Costanza, George. No, but he said can't stand you. Well, it was, was Costanza. Oh, I can't stand yeah. you. I got it. <laughs> Lost, I guess. Well, you know what? That's the funny thing. So I used to watch Lost when it came out, and I'm like, oh, they're in purgatory. And people were saying that about the show, and they were like, oh, they're not in purgatory. And then it came out like, okay, they're in purgatory. Like, you guys' writing wasn't that great on the show. Wait, you that's what play... happened? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. When they were... show and I didn't watch it, but oh, my God. When they were really? on the island, they were basically in purgatory. Because people would disappear when it was decided they were going to heaven or hell. And then finally, they came out later on talking about it. But you knew in the beginning where they actually were. It wasn't that written that great like you guys aren't that smart of writers i'm already scared of flying in planes i can't watch that show so <laughs> angry at the world welcome to the club right Aww, thanks P paul i appreciate that i saw the squirrels and they were merry squirrels squirrels Squirrel. yeah Sitting there's a squirrel <laughs> see when i walked up while he shook his tears and it saw me too funny to see him well he's out in the woods remember so he's seeing the squirrels out there yeah. Uh, I didn't watch Seinfeld, Sopranos, or Friends. I, Sopranos was a great show. I never watched really Friends because Friends came after Living Single, which was like the original, and it never got the credit it should have got, so I never really watched Friends as much, but Sopranos was a good so show. There was a point when I was 27, I was hit by a drunk driver while crossing the street, and mm. I spent four weeks not being able to walk. Uh, during that time, um, the parents, the school that I worked at were coming by to make sure that I was okay and to bring me food and stuff like that, which was super nice of them. But they also brought me the entire Sopranos DVD set. So I watched the entire thing while in horrendous pain. Uh, but no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, but again, it's still people that I wouldn't want to deal with on a regular basis. Because what was wrong with the Sopranos people? They I mean, maybe I'm biased. I grew up. Maybe they, the bias they, they I grew up. On, they were big on killing. I, I was not so big on killing. Maybe because I grew up in New Jersey, I was kind of used to knowing about that. No, no, so it like, just. Yeah. It, I mean, but I like. Well, it was mob. It was mob life. So it was so, yeah. Actually, yeah. the piano bars are amazing. There's a piano yeah. bar in St. Martin that's called Sopranos. That's kind of based off the show, and that piano bar is fucking fantastic. If anyone goes to St. Martin, it's a Dutch French island down in the Caribbean. You must go to Sopranos because they have great piano players, good drinks, good place to go. Um, but the show. It was I'm thinking, I mean, the song starts off, woke up this morning, got myself a gun. So you kind of knew something oh, was going to happen. I knew, but I couldn't walk. 
So when someone would come, they would swap the DVD for me for the next four episodes. That's how yeah. it was for me. I, I I literally could not function on my own for four weeks. So yeah. I get to watch what they gave me. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Dropped his nuts in fear. It wasn't the first squirrel or person to probably do that. Wait, was that the squirrel or was that you? I think that was a squirrel still. Are you sure? Too busy to worry over watching TV shows. Fair enough. Cows are like, they would never die. I know. Uh, News, News Radio was a pretty good show, which is still kind of crazy how Full Harmony got killed by I don't his, think I ever saw that one. Yeah, say that was a pretty good one. Uh, he's still sitting on his hind legs with his arms tucked in his body. He's not asleep, just under the other cars in the rear bumper. Wait a minute. I don't know what Vanessa... What are we talking about? She's talking about a squirrel. She, she's I, thought Paul had, I thought Paul had the squirrels. They they both did. They were both talking squirrels. Nearly 40 millennials. Futurama. <laughs> People like Futurama. American Dad okay. sucks. I'm, I may technically be a millennial, but I was raised as Gen X. So <laughs> I don't fit any category. I'm sorry. They've been on TV for 20 years. I mean, I don't usually watch network TV as much as I watch some of the Let other stuff. Yeah, they came from France. I know. I found out it was the Coneheads and not the... But Solar Opposites is a amusing show. Oh, actually, you do like the Nitro style with Sharon's the Poor Heart method. That come. Yeah, so you definitely want to pour heart from the bottle for sure. So I'm glad you definitely enjoyed it. That was great having uh, Gary on. I'll get him on for some other stuff too as they release some other beers. Uh, the clone. I've not seen the clone Tyrone. I've heard things about it, so I have to still watch that. Jamie Fox did that one. All right, I just saw how many comments you have to go through, and I'm gonna run and get another beer because apparently, is there a lot of comments? There's a lot of comments. It's 12 o'clock, I might not get to them all. Okay, well, you better we get moving. Yeah, not from the world. Funny sitcom <laughs> from the early 90s. Check it out. It was about a star, another alien TV show. 24 hour, yeah. In some places, I guess not everyone has a 24 hour Walmart, but I remember some places having that back in the day when we did the video games a little bit more hardcore. We get like the 12 midnight to get the new Madden back then when it would come out 24 hours. Kitty doing doing it, <laughs> love gun. <laughs> oh, the Toys R Us had. The push scooters when they came back in the store, I and a few others were there racing around the store at two. Hours with Nerf Wars. I, that's pretty funny. And they kicked you out for that? That's crazy. We'll be using the Four Roses as a drink of choice. Very nice. They actually gave the wife uh, the bullet bourbon tonight because she wanted to make some whiskey sours. I have a few other ones that are here too, but Four Roses, nice one for the uh, the drink to use for the old-fashioned. Manger was a sore, the manager was a sore loser because he could not catch up with me. You can catch up to a scooter? <laughs> it's a scooter. How can you not catch up to you? Uh, Rosalie Lehman Brewery. I learned to pour. Yeah, from the poor heart method. Yeah, definitely. So it was cool. It was it was a great interview. I was glad Gary came on and kind of talked about left hand. Left hand's been a brewery I've enjoyed for many a year. So good stuff. Shrimp for the horseradish Bloody Mary Thursday. I like that idea. I like the horseradish Bloody Mary idea for sure. A brewing PA was just right. Oh, wow. It's crazy. Some of the crime stuff you see nowadays are just like 
too much. This is crazy. People are from, not from these communities. They only care about themselves. Like if they were on <laughs> wheels. <on. sighs> Small celery or taste that brings me back to the moment at 1023 hours on August Saturday morning in Tucson with the Bloody Mary. Celery brings me back to that exact moment. Gotta have the celery with the Bloody Mary. Thank you. We had some crazy crimes right now near me. I laid the tavern. I walked by and away to gas station. Yeah, it's, I saw a story about one of the breweries out in San Fran. They're actually closing up as well because of the break-ins. I think we may have talked about it last week, but they have four break-ins on one day. It's just some of the crime is out of control in certain areas. Uh, dear Kia, you made an entire line of automobiles that can be hacked with a USB drive. Cheers. Every dipshit in metro area with the police presence. Right? Like, people are breaking into Kias because they're so easy to break into. Great idea there with the USB computer tech. Uh, Porto Semper. You put some, oh, that is some floaties in there. What is that taking place? That's some yeasty yeast. What kind of beer is that? Is that a sour? It's the, it's the same beer I just had, but this one has all the floaties, apparently. Oh, wow. wow. That was different. That was not expected. Let's see if it carry tastes always. the same the last one. Well, if you're in the area, but that's where you can carry, for sure. When a film named Chirac is made about urban violence, eh, it didn't help, no? It tastes the same as the last one, but the last one didn't have the floaties. Yeah. 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 Oh, Chirac. That that sucked, man. That hurt it's us a little. Talk to rob the town over. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't rob here. You rob the town over. Yeah. Oh, you got to say I'm terrified every time I leave my house. Sarcasm. Yeah. 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 I was taking a bus to Hunts Point for a job position in 88. The bus driver didn't want to drop me off at the plant. That is New York City Hunts Point in between the listings. Yeah, some people just, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of like, you know, I've been to different areas and stuff like that. And I used to travel when I was in sales to visit people. People are like, oh, you don't want to go here. You don't want to go there. It's kind of like I get down there and I have no problem at all. It's just people also build up in their minds yeah. an idea of what something is, but not having been there, they don't really know what it is. Exactly. Living in the Bronx, that's where the Yankee Stadium, while the kids ran the streets, set it off the car alarms until the batteries died. Oh, that sucked, though, for the batteries. So I dated someone who went to Washington University in St. Louis when mm-hmm. I was in college, and I went to visit him. To get to Washington University, there were two routes. You could go around St. Louis, or you could go through East St. Louis to get to where the college was. And East St. Louis is notoriously not the best neighborhood. Yeah. I missed my turn for going around, and I ended up in East St. Louis at dusk, and I was uh, stopped at a stoplight, and I had people on the sidewalk on the street yelling at me that, white girl better get the fuck out of here. And (laughs) that, that was literally what they were shouting at me, and I turned the car around, and I drove straight out, and I called my dad. I'm like, I'm in East St. Louis, and it's just about dark. And he's like, yeah, you need to turn around. (laughs) That's kind of crazy. That was was literally shouted at me, white girl better get the hell out of here. 
just those words. And as soon as yeah. I heard it, I was like, okay, I got to turn around right now. And I, I've <laughs> never lived in East St. Louis. I, it may be a fine place to live. I have no idea. But that moment taught me, hey, I got to turn around. <laughs> yeah. So, nice. yeah, little things like that. It, it, You never know. Different factions of America, for sure. True. Some people never leave the reason you're bored. I myself enlisted USA Air Force. And yeah, most people don't live the areas they were actually born in. I think if you right. look at statistics, a lot of people stay around where they were born at or within that proximity of it, so to speak. I mean, I've right. lived in different parts in the country, but yeah, most people don't don't get out of where they're at. Oh, there's three uh, Thanksgiving movies. Ooh. ooh, three of them. Uh, black, black. Michael Black, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what kind of beer he's talking about, but it sounds good. My Karaka Jump Blues have been my go-to boot on active duty. There you go. They look so Vanessa is very familiar with them. Yeah, Duck Eggnot Thursday spiked if you like, so she's making that. Nice. So. Even better. Uh, sweet potatoes on our last camping trip. Gorded them out, filled them with butter, pepper, jack cheese. Ooh. Mm. And roast beef. I like that idea. Oh, geez. Wrap them with foil so and pepper them on the fire. That's pretty cool, Paul. My stomach That's, just actually growled. Like, that sounds amazing. That sounds pretty tasty. That's getting a cream at the dairy on Wednesday. Place has been dairy farm since the revolution. That's a good amount of time. Yeah. Ben Swing's fire pit. Have East Swing on the side of the hexagon poles. Okay, don't swing too close. <laughs> Paul's like, what the fuck is a Mai Tai? A Mai Tai is a cocktail. Mm-hmm. But as I think we it was like several times, we don't drink champagne or wine. It's beer. Oh, beer, beer. Oh, 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 beer. you know you know what we do in this channel. Or girly drinks, we drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. No champagne or girly drinks, we drink beer and beer and beer, beer, beer. That's how we roll in this channel. So that's what we do. So yeah. <laughs> that's how that's how that's how we actually get down. So yeah. And that's what the fuck a Mai Tai is. We drink beer. Yeah. We drink beer, right? So, and I was going to say, uh, God dang, I got too many damn things on here. I told you. You were you were correct in that because I was going to, uh, I'm trying to buy time here, right? I was going to try to find one, but I can't find it right now. <laughs> oh, shit. Too much, too much. I was gonna say, uh, I was gonna play the uh, if you didn't know by now, but now it's kind of past the moment, so no, go ahead. I can't find it. I take it. Oh, oh you didn't know <laughs> your ass better call somebody. Because <laughs> that's that's how we get down, but. Mm -hmm. that's that's how we get down on the channel here so we got sam in the house sam is up late over in oh, hi, sam sam's up late over in australia so cheers my friend great to see you buddy sam's like good day good day what if he says it like in a 
what was that movie back in the day? Crocodile Dundee voice. He says it like, good day, good day. That's not a Wait, knife. This is, is, knife. is he Australian? Yeah, he's over in Australia. Okay, then maybe. Yeah. Sam's a great guy. I love Sam. Sam's awesome. Um, I didn't know specifically where he was from. I knew he had an accent, yeah. but I wasn't going to assume. It's funny. I tell Sam, because like when he jumps on here, when he jumps online, like on the weekends, by his time frame, I see him. I'm like, you know what? Australian Premier Football is on right now because I can turn it on. And I end up watching some of that too. So, yeah. Okay. She just said, you can see the fire pit in my Instagram. I went to her Instagram while you were chatting there for a second. And yeah. it's super cute. Little round, like, stone fire pit. And the swings are, like, all set around it. It's so adorable. That's I love Vanessa that, does. Vanessa. That's so cute. She's got a lot of stuff happening back there. It's like a gazebo without a roof. I love it. See, Liz sometimes makes my ties. Nice. Eight feet from center, each swing can handle over 600 pounds at 5.5 foot long benches. Oh, wow. So you're planning for your beer drinking friends. We got you. Yeah. Yeah. Can handle a couple. It can handle a couple. Nice PA. Seinfeld was funny at, at his time, precisely because the characters were so self-centered, superficial. Yeah, it was at the time. It was like, yeah, you look back in on that. It's like you look back on stuff on All in the Family or the Jeffersons. You're going to have kind of some stuff like, how did they put that on TV, kind of thing. But well, it made sense, you know. And, and it's I a lost thing too because at that people. But at that time, it made sense to have the one thing about sitcoms now versus then. Is that sitcoms back then could be funny, but it could actually address real issues taking place too. Sitcoms nowadays don't try to address real issues; they just try to be funny. That's true. So, so like an All in the Family or a Jeffersons or a Maud. I mean, they were all hitting on key issues that were taking place yeah. and made you think <laughs> while you also laughed. You miss that nowadays. And the thing with the sitcoms, though, they're hitting on real issues, but at the same time, you have to connect with the people in the show. Yeah. Like for me, Golden Girls, I'm 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 an old lady in a younger person's body. I really am, and so Golden Girls connects with me. I, I think they're you're not Golden people. Girls. You're not Golden Girls age, so. I know, but I feel that way a lot of the time. Like I'd rather be in by eight p.m. I'm happier that way. Like I I I. I don't know, just I felt happier with them than I did with other shows. And yeah. when you find something that you connect with, that's fine. But honestly, where I grew up and how I grew up, Seinfeld was inner city. It was people who were dealing with inner city issues. Th that didn't make sense to my brain. I had yeah. never done that. I didn't move to the inner city until long after Seinfeld was off the air, or at yeah. least it was in reruns. So I mean, it even makes sense that maybe I didn't like it because I didn't have a connection with it. Friends I could kind of connect with because though they were inner city, they were friends and they handled friendship issues. That was okay, but I still didn't get into the show. I liked Seinfeld, honestly. Seinfeld was great. Yeah. It was this brainy guy who was uppity all the time, and I felt that way half the time. I feel like an old man yelling at kids to get off my lawn half the time. It's just kind of how I am. Yeah. I, I feel like an old person most of the time, and I'm okay with that. But Seinfeld resonated with me more than some of the others. 
And, you know, I mean, we're all different and I think that works. That's why there's so many different shows out for us to watch. Like Hot in yeah. Cleveland, I couldn't watch. I love Betty White. I wish I could watch Hot in Cleveland, but I didn't like the show. Yeah. Like <laughs> the 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 It's got to resonate. It's got to resonate with you. What was the the guy who did the voice of the Oh gosh, the Woolly Mammoth on the Ice Age movies. See, I go to cartoons. Who is that guy? Ray Romano. Everybody loves Raymond. Romano. Romano. Yeah, yeah. Everybody uh, loves Raymond. He had a, a show that was like a sitcom. Everybody loves Raymond. I'm just telling you what it was. Okay, so I I couldn't get into that one. There was the one Mike and Molly was one. Yeah, Mike and, and Molly. Chu Chu loves it, but I can't watch it. I, I'm not interested. Yeah. I mean, there's so many sitcoms. Like it just didn't resonate with me. So. I like cartoons. I like Ice yeah. Age. I would rather watch Ice Age than everybody loves. Well, the thing with everybody Raymond. loves Raymond. Everybody, everybody loves Raymond was kind of again. There's stuff on there that people will look at nowadays. And be like, how can you say that? Like, cause it was, just, it was a different time, and it was like mm -hmm. I missed that time because people just spoke what was in their mind. Now people are kind of guarded against it. Which well, all of the I family think, are you kidding? Did you oh, watch the family was excellent. Family? Oh, yeah, I grew oh, up with all the family. If you watch that now, you're like, holy shit, what are they saying? Like, oh my God. Well, see, me watching it now makes me miss it because yeah. the good thing about it was it just said the stuff that was out there. It didn't try to sugarcoat it, it didn't try to hide it. It was something that was on people's minds, and they attacked it and addressed it on the show. Oh, what was the thing? Um, uh, bang, right in the kisser, Alice. What was the that was honeymooners? Honeymooners, honeymooners. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, he was he was talking about spousal abuse, and like that can't be on anymore. But like that's he was saying, you don't agree with me. Bang, right to the moon, Alice. And yeah. I mean, he never punched her on screen, but that was implied. Like <laughs> there's yeah. so many things from these old shows that it's like, oh shoot, or mash. Nash talking about the the was it Vietnamese Korean I don't remember where they were supposed well, to be. Well, it was it was set like for the Korean War. With Korea, Nash. okay, yeah, and um, things where they have uh, Korean people on the show, and it's like the the refugees or you know whatever yeah. else. And it's like, wow, you couldn't do that now. <laughs> but it was it was good because again, that was it like was one, good. It, it helped people. I, I think it was one of the Norman Lear yeah. shows, but it addressed a lot of that stuff too. So it, it was. Does. There was a humor, but there was a sensitivity to it because you also had like some of the characters, like one of the key characters on Colonel Blake, he died on a helicopter thing. And it was kind of like, yeah, you had that sense of loss because you're still in a war type thing. Yeah. You know, so you still had things that took place on it that gave it that level of a sensitivity that you could laugh at it, but you could also yeah. grow from it at the same point. And you don't have that with a lot of this stuff nowadays. It's well, just my, nowadays it's more superficial or stuff they put on TV. One of my favorite shows growing up, and I didn't understand most of the jokes. I've looked back now and been like, oh my God, that was like one of my favorite shows was the Jeffersons moving on up to the east side yeah. to a deluxe yeah. apartment in the sky. That's why and, I was in New York. Yeah. But but I didn't understand the implications of them moving on up. Because that, 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 that was a no good that was, that was a good part of New York. They were they made it. I know. Yeah, but, but I, you wouldn't I, know I, it if you were if you were regionally. You wouldn't have known that. You wouldn't know. I just loved George George and his wife. I thought they were amazing, and I thought they were wonderful, and I loved the show. And they they talked different than the people I knew, and I thought it was great. Like I, I was yeah. like, oh, I want to watch this all the time. 
but I had no idea the implications of that show. Yeah. It never even occurred to me. And then Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. What? They're living in Bel-Air? Like, that never occurred to me. It, it, it didn't even function in my brain because I wasn't yeah. in a situation to understand that kind of thing. Like, I, I was a junior in high school before we had a black family in my town. Yeah. Like, and then not because we, we said no to black families. It's just, it didn't happen. It yeah. just, it, there wasn't, there were none. Well, um, it's like the, it's like the Cosby show. There, like, there were different things that happened over the course of TV. Yeah. That kinda, yeah. So there were some differences that came into play that made a difference there, which was. But then when I moved to the Caribbean, I was the minority. And yeah. I I had no idea how to function in that capacity. I, I, I It had never occurred to me. And living in a place where I was the minority, I, I experienced things that I never thought I would experience. And I didn't know how to handle them because I, I had no idea. And I'm glad. I'm so glad I lived in a place where I was a minority, where I was uh, treated differently from how I expected to be treated because I learned a lot from that. I'm yeah. glad that happened. I mean, I would walk out of the store and have someone say, hey, white girl. I'm like, I'm so sorry. But if I referred to you as, hey, black boy, I think you would be upset about it. I, I don't appreciate you saying that to me. <laughs> like, that that feels awkward to me, like, how you're referring to me right now. <laughs> and, of course, they just stare at you because why did you say that? You know, like, but I, I didn't know how to handle it. I had no yeah. concept of that. And well, it, was every, a, it was a different you get a, at least once you would get a different view for sure oh yeah. So, yeah oh yeah i had a rude awakening i mean yeah yeah and everyone should live out of their comfort zone at least once because it's way better for you i'm not saying i'm yeah. great i'm not saying i'm perfect i'm just saying that helped <laughs> well i don't know if sopranos were worse people than a seinfeld i mean they were it was mob. It was mob life. So you know, I mean. Yeah, but I hate the Seinfeld. never. Seinfeld never killed anybody. So yeah. Yeah, but I still hate them more. Because <laughs> I still deal with them on a daily basis. So I'm like, mm, no, boomer, no. <laughs> boomer. Me? Uh, well. Me? I'm no, a no, okay. no. Vanessa was a boomer. Vanessa's actually oh. technically a boomer. So yeah. Uh, his weapon, a room temperature barley wine. Oh, yeah. that's a good weapon. Uh, Celery, I was eating at August 93 when I crossed the street at the bus stop Tucson. I got hit by a car going 70 plus. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, geez. I remember the accident there. Mal is on the pulp juice. I certainly IPA. am. Uh, so I smell and taste it. Flashback to me seeing the bumper and me jumping in the air. Wow. Yeah, yes. I mean, something like that's going to traumatize you, I would think. Yeah. Carry everywhere I can legally. Yeah, I mean, you know, nothing wrong with that. Ms. Comment, dang, you are still on. Do you have to work tomorrow? See, yeah, I like that you do the sheet because that's like the guy from the the uh, wire there. But yeah, I do have to work tomorrow, so I'm trying to get to the comments before I end this thing because he's working on it. He's, he's we're approaching twelve thirty. See, Mal, Mal's an hour behind me, so yeah, to her, it's uh, only, like only eleven twenty-one where I am. Cheers, yeah. everyone. Yeah, so you can go to her channel for the after show, but I'm just saying mm -hmm. I'm going to try to end it here in a bit. Not tonight. I'm tired. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Next week we're not on because there's Thanksgiving. True. So, you know. But I told you I haven't had a day off in two weeks because I've been hiring. So I'm yeah. exhausted. It's it's I done bet. when you're done. Two Mai Tai, two rums, et cetera. Yeah, I like some. I like a Mai Tai. I like rum. 
We don't see you. Have a great yeah, you too, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh plenty of stuff on hand too. Pirate rum, vodka, ice, heavy creams. Uh your right feet from center of fire. Sister law relatives found were all in the swing during the fire this summer. Awesome. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. That's beautiful. Uh eight sisters. Uh no, Ralph Cranston, no. never hit it, never hit Alice. Didn't happen in him. He was expressing his frustration with this. Yeah, you can argue that, but there's still a a level. I know people look at it like smirked was usually safe, but still, it was. Yeah, you look at it now as kind of like you know. Yeah, he never hit her, but there was an instant insinuation that people look at it now, kind of like if he could, he would type thing. So, but. Mm I think it was kind of him getting his frustration. Though. But when he was saying that to her, that was a thing that was happening in homes. Yeah. So it was a thing that was generally accepted at the time. You know, the funny thing, Alice never backed down from it, though, too. So No, no, yeah. she, she yeah. would smirk at him and say, I don't think so, kind of thing. But, yeah, you know, that wasn't in all homes. He's a prog rock fan. Oh, wow. Once invited uh, really? David Allen of Dong. The house was, oh, I, I didn't know. <laughs> That's so funny. I love the Jeffersons so much. It's you play that music. You don't do drugs, he said. Yeah. That's way too obvious. Yeah, it's 1222. So, yeah. Uh, oh, I Yeah. I think Ralph wore the pants, but Alice pretty much, like, gave she him ran the pants. Things, but... She gave him the pants, but he wore them. But, yeah. Yeah. I love to watch the honey butters, like you know. Yeah, I like how you said that. She gave him the pants, but he wore them. Right. Like, yeah, she pretty cute. much did. That's yeah, that's pretty much how it worked. So yeah, that's a cute way to put it. I like that. Yeah, it's uh, but I I grew up watching some of the honeymooner reruns as a kid and stuff, and him and uh Art yeah. Rooney, that were uh, his his buddy there, you know. Well, all in the family had an episode all about uh, the daughter was dating someone who was dodging the draft. And oh we, yeah. When Archie yeah. found out about the guy dodging the draft, I I asked my dad what the hell the draft was. I didn't say hell because I was a child, but and he said, Well, yeah, I, I dodged that too. And I went, wait, what? Yeah. So yeah, my, my dad was one who well, he didn't dodge it. He didn't get drafted per se, but he was terrified that he was going to be because he was he was he he's not a military person like he wouldn't yeah. have functioned in that capacity and yeah so when i saw that episode we had a long talk about forced military you know yeah. being involved in the military and then i find out my best friend all her all she ever wanted was to be in the military she loved her country she wanted to serve she wanted to do all this stuff and she had all these plans about how she was going to serve in the military and she got um Type one diabetes, and with type serve? one diabetes, you're not allowed to serve in the military because oh, I see that. Okay. because your insulin for her injections has to be refrigerated. And oh you know, yeah, you can't serve in the military if you have type one diabetes, and it broke her heart. It's, it's all yeah. she wanted. She just wanted to serve her country, and she couldn't. Yeah, and I understand because they couldn't necessarily for sure provide the medication to keep her alive but it, it broke her heart and i was like i have my father who was like nope nope no 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 and my, my best friend who's like yes 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 and yeah. neither of them served 
But your, di- your dad was rules. your dad. Your dad was out smoking weed with Bill Clinton. Oh no no no! But not he, with Bill Clinton. He, he didn't inhale <laughs> though. He didn't inhale just like Bill. I didn't inhale. Oh my gosh! FLX just stopped in. Oh shit, Dan! We, that means we're really late right now, Dan. I know we in, are so. really late. But we got to sign off because I know, I know. You have to. I got. I got to work in the morning. I have to work in the afternoon. Oh, I got to work in the afternoon. That, that doesn't but, help me in the morning. Hey, today and tomorrow were supposed to be my days off. I'm working on my days off. So just saying, even though it's and the that afternoon, make, I'm still That's supposed to make me feel better? I don't have days off anymore. Not until yeah. I get people hired. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> just got off work. Yeah, he's getting off now. Him and Joe, probably Beer Patrol, is getting off around now, too. Have a great yeah, holiday. Yeah, you have a great amazing Thanksgiving. Have an amazing, amazing holiday next week. I'm going to be biting into a steak because I'm going to be Emerson, Isn't the Thanksgiving already over for you guys? You guys have not. Emerson, Emerson, is in the states. Emerson's in the states. I thought Emerson was yeah. Canadian. No, no, he's in the states with us. Oh, I'm thinking of Gilbert. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, Gilbert and all had their Thanksgiving. Gilbert's Canadian. Okay, come on. Canadian Thanksgiving, come on. Come know, on. You guys are just copying because Toger's never made it up there. They you just really, want the food. You just I like, get it. Again, Who doesn't you're, want the food? You guys are the floor above looking down at the house. Like, we want one of those holidays. Yeah. And so they were like, okay, we'll give you a Thanksgiving too. It's so a you, damn tasty holiday. Yeah, Everyone should want food. it. I wouldn't that's be surprised you, if, you know, other countries started taking it up. Oh, that's where you break out your best sweatpants for Thanksgiving because all the food and stuff, right? Like, make sure you have the drawstring, get comfortable, come in with the velour suit, let them know I'm going to be here for a bit. You know, oh, if yeah. you're going, if oh, you're going yeah. to Golden Corral, make sure you're comfortable when you go to Golden oh, Corral. Yeah, yeah everything's you know, stretchy. Everything's stretchy. All the clothes my, are stretchy. My point of advice if you go to Golden Corral, get the mouthpiece. Because it can get a little elbow pushing up there at the bar. Mm-hmm. It can get a little crazy. It could be the little yep. wrestling match. You might yeah, have the guy break, break out it. with the break out with the chair. It could happen. You know, it could have the bicycle, as we know with Dusty Rose. Speaking of Dusty Rose, anything <gasps> dust anything Dusty want to say tonight, by the way? Let's see here. Where's Dusty? <laughs> Let's get Dusty in. This is gonna be a little bit different. This isn't a regular clip, but this is another clip. This is actual. True. Oh. This is the actual true Dusty Rhodes. Your fans, welcome you back, man. First of all, I would like to thank the many, many fans throughout this country. I admit I don't look like the athlete of the day supposed to look. My belly is just a little big. My hand is just a little big. But, brother, I am bad, and they know I'm bad. I want you at home to know my hand is touching your hand for this gathering of the biggest body of people in this country, in this universe, all over the world now. Reach it out because the love that was given me and this time I will repay you now. Love you. Tweak. When you're Thursday and someone says to give grace, you want to use that. But I'm saying that's not a bad grace to use when you're at the Thanksgiving table. I'm just saying, go back, watch the video here. You can recite it. I think that's a oh, great yeah. little thing to let Agreed. people know and uh, bless the food and then get after it. So I have I one question that... before you sign off. Yeah. 
for the Christmas thing, can you play the Chevy Chase National Lampoon Christmas Vacation rant, but with all the bleeps? Can you do that? Oh, I don't know. I might get marked for that one. Okay, we'll okay. See for that look one. into it. See if you can pull it off. I'm just it. saying. If you can, I would love to hear that for Christmas. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can actually okay. play okay. that. But Carry classic, on. yeah. I love some Dusty Rose. That's my homeboy. But yeah, we'll go ahead and get signed off here. But hopefully, we don't get blocked with that. But you know, just in case, I got another Dusty Rose here for you as well, which I know we can play. But that being said, happy Thanksgiving. Every, it, yeah, everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. Back on the 29th, no, 30th, right? Mm -hmm. 30th is that Thursday 30th. before December. So that'll be yep. the next live stream back here on the channel. Make sure to check in the 29th. No, wait a minute. What is the, that Wednesday? Yes, 29th, I will have Go Brewing. Go Brewing will be on. So we'll be talking non-alcoholic beers with uh, Joe from Go Brewing. So make sure for that. I've got the uh, link that I'll be putting out this weekend on that as well and uh check out the other stuff coming forward that being said i'm gonna go ahead and get on up out of here and before we do of course gotta give you a little bit of dusty looking for the horseman cheers everybody cheers yeah it's rick Dale, please yes it is there have been many times you and I have gone round and round, and we've bled the same blood in the same muds. But this time, it's all about business, Jack. Let's do it. You and I, Friday night, Daddy, at the Fulton County Stadium. <laughs> the great American bat. Dusty rides on the edge of a lightning bolt with a silver saddle, Daddy. Now you come on down there with your limousine. And your horseman, bring your A game. Yeah, it's Rick there, please. This is. It's time for you to meet your maker in the American dream. Dusty Rhodes is up for the challenge. I think the American dream's barking up the wrong tree. We'll see if your blood is as red as mine, Mr. Flares. We will find out indeed, sir. That's right, find it out in Flint. <laughs> you a yellow dog, you hung your phone up on me. May I take a message? Yes. Tell him this is Big Dust, the American Dream. Big Dust, the American Dream? Yes, ma'am. Are you a friend of his? More of a nemesis, I guess you could say. Are you Bob Kleepak's friend? I do not know who this Kleepak fella is. All I know is that the other night when Rick hit me from behind, I saw where the line was drawn, and now... Friday night at Starcade! Myself! Hey! Where did you go, baby? No! Damn bicycle! He's got a bicycle! 